There we go. All right, everybody. We are all the way live, all the way live. I cannot believe this. We did it. We are all the way live here at the Break the Rules stream, sowing discourse. Finally. With the great, finally, with the great and powerful Noah Hugbox, extraordinaire young person who is as wise as the biblical slash historical Noah of the Noah's <laughs> Ark fame. And I believe that there is something to that. I believe that you are going to be leading people into the next level. And this is why you are put here on this planet. And I love your videos. You talk about video games. You talk about life. You talked about uh, my uh, uh, Russian uh, Yuri Bismenov uh, fella. So I'm really happy about that. And in general, you're just a big inspiration. So what I wanted to start this conversation from is, first of all, everybody subscribe. Everybody hit that subscribe button like you mean it. And first, I want to talk about Patreon. Noah. I have Patreon. some gamer words for people that don't subscribe. <laughs> Exactly, and you don't want be that showing to up outside your house. So let's start. Okay, so with let's start gamer with high words. We do have game words. So gamer let's weapons. Let's start with high school. Noah, you dropped out of high school, and I personally, without knowing anything else, think that that's incredible, and that more kids should drop out of high school. But tell me your experience, why you did that, and what the high school experience was in general. I would totally agree that more people should drop out of high school. I got a. I got like three different factors here for why I dropped out of high school. One was uh, I couldn't sleep. I had really, I've still got insomnia kind of shit going on, but doesn't everybody. But my main issue was that I wanted to pursue a career actually in mathematics. Originally, I was going to go to school for physics. And my guidance counselor just decided that I wasn't even though I took, I took a bunch of math classes at the same time to make my stand and everything. She was like, I just don't think that you're ready. So uh, I'm going to put you in the lower class. And I was like, fuck that. So I dropped out of school and I was like, I'm just going to, I went to an online program for a little while. And I was like, this doesn't give me anything. <laughs> it's like, I can already just do whatever I wanted to do without this in the first place. I got accepted to college and everything. So I was like, I haven't, I've got a, whatever indefinite acceptance to the university I applied to. So like, I'm pretty much, I think that that's the method is what I'm saying personally was if, if I were to give anybody advice, I'd be like, you can just go and take your tests. Honestly, you can probably get a GED, go and take your standardized test, and you can probably just go to whatever college you want. So it's like, yeah, what I mean, is the point of wasting that time? With uh, homeschooling, I was homeschooled from uh, fifth grade onward, so it was a similar thing. They just sent you over tests, you did the test, but even if you didn't do those, it would have been probably good anyway. Just go and take the SATs and whatever. So yeah. do you think that that's the future for a lot of, like, I know you have a very, from what I was able to tell, a very young audience, and uh, do you notice that there are patterns in their life like things that they're experiencing right now in school where i don't know would you say it's indoctrinating them more than you know maybe you were indoctrinated or it's the same thing like what was the impression oh, you get i've got a great one of one of the the prime moments where i was sitting at school and i was like i'm definitely gonna drop out of school was when my uh, my ap u.s history teacher uh said to me looked me in the eyes when he said this he said that uh because he didn't like one of my essays that I wrote. He was like, well, you have to understand that America was a, is a socialist country and was founded on the values of socialism. And I was like, I was just sitting there and I was like, I'm, I was like, weren't we just talking about when like everybody starved? Like, you know, when the, it was like what original colonies were like, yeah, you know, you just don't have to work. We're just going to provide everything for everybody. Then he was like, yeah, you see America was founded on socialism. And I was like, this is just a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, I'm sitting here and I was like, this is this guy. 
is doing this shit to me. I got sidetracked there. But yeah, that was that was one of the most prime times of indoctrination I've ever seen in my life. Did they use uh, <laughs> did, did they, there's a secret person over there. I wonder if we're going to find out more as the stream goes on. Maybe, so, maybe. And we got Jules Hamilton joining us uh, with the with the mask right now, making sure not to uh, uh, infect people with the Rona. How are you doing, buddy? Okay. Oh, okay. He's gone. He's dead. He's gone. He's, out right. he's gone. He killed right. himself no, it depends. on stream. Well, anyway, it depends what you mean by socialism. If you mean like the Oswald Spangler Prussian socialism, like as a collective thing, but that's kind of that's a stretch. I mean, the average AP history teacher probably doesn't read. Uh, the yeoman farmer ideal <laughs> so yeah. and someone who went to grad school i could say that the vast majority of people that um go to university nowadays do not belong in university exactly so i agree with you man yeah but what did they say to back it up with did they just say <laughs> that it was founded on socialism that's it yeah pretty much the it dude was a big, like, would be a I, I don't i don't mean to, i don't mean to I don't mean to dig right now, but the dude was a big Colbert fan. He made us watch Colbert oh, every like, single there day. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this like, is the problem. Like, Red I flag. Was like, I was sitting there and I was like, seven hours of my day are spent here. And this guy's making me watch Colbert in the middle. Like, I was like, dude, I could be doing anything else. And then I, I dropped out of school and I got two abuse, jobs. Man. So, hmm? I think that counts as child abuse. I, honestly, well, it's I just wanted to go to sleep every time. I just wanted to go to sleep. You know what's funny in your in your videos? I've been binging. I've been fastidiously binging your videos. I'm not even that much of a gamer at all. Mm. But you talk a lot about to tie into the Colbert thing. You talk a lot about parasocial relationships and how that Stephen Colbert, John Stewart model. It's almost like nowadays you can see that with streamers and influencers of the political bent. So absolutely. Do you think like the the plague of us millennials like watching the Daily Show now Zoomers have to suffer for our sins like so? That, that's I I genuinely feel like Twitch has become kind of like the Daily Show for kids at this point. Where it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like oh. I, I, sometimes I see this shit that's like I go to the homepage of Twitch. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't have even been interested in that when I was like 15 or 16. I would have been watching gun videos. You know what I mean? Like I would I would have not been. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just well, that's, uh, that's I, totally, I totally think that kind of trickles down like that, though. Well, that's one of the things you talk about in your videos, how there are these personalities today that try to uh, gear very young kids into adopting these uh, political notions that they haven't really researched themselves and kind of tested it against uh, the opposite. And I don't know, like, it seems like every generation has had its own problems to deal with when it comes to what happens to uh, young people. You know, like, we had all the hippies who were all drugged up in the 60s, you know, completely getting out of society. But then eventually a lot of them who were not in the madhouses, they ended up working on Wall Street. They ended up working mm -hmm. in cubicles. So working they got in the media. Back into, yeah, working in the media. So they got back into society. But as far as today, like, when we're all disconnected and connected at the same time with the Internet, like, do you notice a change from the people that you're encountering online especially again like gen z people and you are gen z like how, how old are you technically like, yeah 21, i'm 21 one, 21 oh, holy wow. shit. you sound you, like you're 30 yeah you know yeah. what that is i oh, i genuinely i attribute that to the not being in high school thing i i just because it's you end up being in real life and you actually understand how real people work when they're not treating you like a child which i feel like is horrible for your development but i'm sorry to bring it back to what you just said uh I definitely think that there is 
a difference in in Gen Z people, especially the ones that have been exposed to a lot of media. And it was really interesting. The other day I was actually talking to somebody and they were talking to actually one of their other friends that's like the same age as me and they're the same age as me. And we were all talking about this sort of thing. And they were like, yeah, you know, like my anxiety has always been so bad because I've been exposed to so much media. And I was like, it was amazing that some just like person that worked at a random ass place just turn just turn around and hit me with that right away. They were like, oh, yeah, so much of the things with my psychology that are fucked up are because of my exposure to media when I was growing up and stuff like that. And I was like, I totally see that. I, I think that the whole um, the whole fad of like everybody online having to put out their political idea is something that like even in my generation, when I was like. 15 honestly when i was like 16 it was always taught to me like from my parents and just like from everybody it was it was almost like rude to bring that stuff up just randomly like you don't just hit people with a political conversation when you're just unless like there's kind of like a lead up to it but i feel like all of a sudden that honestly i think it was probably around the time of the 2016 election that totally changed and it became like unacceptable to not talk politics with people you know what i mean like well could, oh, could yeah there, i mean that's definitely I think thing when I first started to see things really change was like 2014. And when, when did Gamergate yeah. happen? What year was that? It was like 2013, 14. 2013. 2014. 2014 was your initial yeah. raid. So, so, yeah. so that makes sense. Cause I, um, I remember 2014. Um, I said, uh, I'm to a gamer word, which I'm only not saying them because Lev doesn't want to get banned off of YouTube, but, uh, <laughs> but the, the F slur I said, um, uh, when I was at Cannes that year in 2014, and like the table of like other film people I was with all just like was like stunned. Just, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, everyone talks like this. And that was like the first true culture shock for me when I started to notice like the culture was super shifting into this PC territory. And then when 2016 came, then everything got really ramped the fuck up. That was it was it was. It's very interesting that you brought that up because I, I've always had this thing that I've been saying for the longest time, which is that uh, get, the whole Gamergate situation was absolutely just people committing like internet seppuku. They just, yeah. like, they absolutely, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like, they were like, we've got problems with all these sort of things. And I'm like, you normally don't want to tell people that. And it was just immediately everything like closed in even more because everyone doubled down. And it was like, oh, we could have had like another three good years of everyone just fucking around the internet. But then everyone <laughs> well, the had to get like pissed Gamergate. and bring the whole fucking temple down. The like, thing with Gamergate is that I, the problem is, well, I mean, the problem is obviously the grifters at the top. Obviously, that was the biggest one. But it's the narrative of do you want to fight the culture war, the culture kampf, as they said in Weimar mm -hmm. Germany, or do you want to say this ethics and game journalism like in your work you talk about this with video games how it's the narrative was okay video games was a safe neutral space for like i don't know men or somewhat to like experience reality on a different level but then like these sjw's came it, it's it's a bit more nuanced than that sort of narrative of that early like mid 2000s youtube uh this weekend stupid type of content there's something more going on when it comes to, in my opinion, video games ascending to the top production in what, you know, the Frankfurt School would call the culture industry. So now the video games have even eclipsed Hollywood, but yet at the same time, the Hollywood machine, as you've pointed out, in like a lot of these games, like I was watching a review for the latest Fallout game, uh, or, or well, I mean, 
that abomination of the the remake of uh of Castle Castle Wolfenstein. We could get to that, but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god, just hitting you in the face. It's like uh like take any Kotaku journalist. Who's that one video guy? Really pop Jacob Grayson? Geller. It's like if Jacob, Jacob Geller, Geller yeah. did yeah. But but really, what happened was as video games eclipse the mainstream of the culture industry, it becomes the thing that young people interact with in the world. It's almost as if now Hollywood is owning video games in yes. terms of narrative creation. So maybe you could speak a bit about that. And I feel sorry, we haven't gotten into introduction. Maybe you could uh, speak a bit about your start with YouTube and, and the online world and how you oh, got lunch club yeah. and all that. We totally <laughs> forgot. Totally. <laughs> we got no, no, this is, this is actually a perfect time to talk about this. When I got into YouTube way back in the day, actually, I was making just lore videos for a game called Stalker, which some of you may be. Oh, nice. Yes. nice. Based on the I Russian made... movie. Yes, yes. And I made lore videos in that game for a while. And that was mainly just to like sharpen my skills and like get good at making videos. And then I started making game reviews to actually just get better at making videos because they were more like more like I'm putting my opinion into it. And it's like presenting something right. And then they just kind of like blip, like the first one I put up got like a million views. And I was like, I guess I'm going to do this for a little while. And my issue with like the games industry has always been, well, I've always been fascinated by propaganda, of course, but like my issue with the games industry as a whole has always been, I think that Charles Carroll actually said this like perfectly where he was basically like every game that has come out after 1993 has been suffering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, exactly. He was like, any yeah. game that could have been considered art came out in the nineties. And I was like, yeah. Where it's just like, I feel like there's been this like backslide in games where it, it is, it's exactly what you said. It's become like Hollywood and it isn't like games anymore. Where it's like every time I play a game, I'm just like, yeah, it feels like a roller coaster. Every single time I'm like, oh, oh, now we're going to go. This is okay, great. I think so it's that's because, always been my, yeah. I, well, it's, I think it's the Hollywood thing, honestly. Yeah. And it's, it's also because of the nature of games being so reliant on technology. It's almost as if, yeah, like what well, well, Walter Benjamin said about the aura, like the or every artwork has an aura that the, it's original creativity, right? But as time, but video games by definition need like Hollywood movies needs larger studios. It needs, and so now the fact that we're at a stage where the technology has progressed, it's like that OG and Lev could speak to this being like an original Newgrounds person because you also had a video about Flash games. Now that sort of reality of like the individual creator in video games, it's almost no more in yeah. some sense. Right? It, it's so. all, it's all, I made a video about this, I think a while ago where I just called it creativity by committee, which is where mm -hmm. it's just like, it's everybody has like a little piece of the minute. So it's this disjointed mess. Mechanical sure reproduction. Yeah. 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 And it, it, that, that's what I, to bring it back to what I was saying before, it's, that's kind of been my main issue with games for the longest time is, is just that sort of thing. And the politics to me is not, a like primary concern i my concern has always been with games being good and like the thing is also people always bring back to like they think that i don't want politics and games at all and i'm like that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that the whole point of the game should not be suffer and watch modern politics be in like this allegory every single time it's like i just want to have fun man like i just want to have a yeah. memorable fun experience that makes you go hmm afterward or it makes you go oh wow that was that really was, i'm glad that i even... enjoyed that piece of art well no it matter what we'll like... always have japanese games who yes are always based <laughs> always they always are it's like it's like japanese wrestling it'll always be there when wwe is shit so there like, you go. i can't think of a single japanese game off the top of my head that had like ham-fisted politics in such like a cringe or like bad way like when a, when a Japanese was, game handles politics, we get Metal Gear Solid. That's 2, what baby. I was going to say. 
I was gonna say I like I feel like people think that I'm a hypocrite when I talk about this. Like, but you like Metal Gear. I'm like, that's totally different. Yeah. Like you play that's Metal good, Gear the so, entire time. Okay. You're just like, <laughs> Wait, you're like was, what is he was, gonna uh, do next? Like, you know was, what I mean? Like <laughs> was Stalker actually based off of the Tarkovsky film? No. Yep. Well, it's indirectly, yeah. Oh, okay. It has the same aesthetic. The book. Yeah, the book, yeah. Roadside Picnic. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because you movie, know the extreme the... lengths they had to do to, to yeah. create Stalker. Tarkov that's how I think yeah. that's how he died of cancer as well, because of the places he's filmed it. And also, but it seems that like post-apocalyptic genre, it's like is it coming like what do you feel? Is it is it coming to an end? Is it just oversaturated? Like what's going on with that yeah I, de I i definitely think that it's gotten to the point where it's i feel like there's so much that can still be done with it but i definitely mm -hmm. think that that things have gotten into this rut of being like the same sort of post-apocalyptic game where like even like fallout 4 the way that it took stuff from stalker in a certain way like i was really there for it but they didn't go far enough where i i genuinely think that games like stalker if, even if they're not like 100 post-apocalyptic that kind of exploration where like there are things that are friendly and hostile in the world and i the open world and like the like the ambient ai or what do they call the radiant ai and stalkers mm. is so much better than like any other game that i've ever played so it's like i feel like that's kind of like the future of those sort of games where it almost feels like have you ever played daisy i heard of daisy yeah it, it's like a, it's it's hard to explain quickly but Daisy is kind of like the, this open map. It's in like, it's like an Arma mod originally. And like you go around, you spawn oh, with like a Makarov with one mag and you go and you try and find guns and people like try and loot and everything and you try and survive. And it, like, I feel like it's that sort of thing in a single player or even like Dark Souls style, have people drop in, drop out. I don't know. That's, I feel like that's the future of post-apocalyptic games, which is why shit like Fallout 76 was so weird to me. Whereas like you almost had it, like you almost had it. Then you went the exact opposite direction. You know, it's like I don't know. That's that's my personal and the virtual reality as well. You were t you had a great video about uh, <laughs> VR, how that's the future, and how eventually with Neuralink we're going to be able to connect. And uh, I don't know. I'm not one of these people who thinks that this is a simulation, but I think that there may be something too. And uh, I can't really Big Foster Manchester simulation. <laughs> well, sort of, but but not really, because I think that metaphysics reality, for nerds, love metaphysics like, for nerds. Like this, no, 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 no. I don't believe that. What I believe is that this reality that we're in right now, it's not a simulation, as in there's some dweeb that's sitting behind a keyboard writing in ones and zeros to program us. What I think is that we are imagination. This is all a thought. We are inside of a thought right now, and my one apprehension to all the good things you were talking about in relation to a future with VR is that eventually we're going to be stuck inside of a closed loop system that would be directed by others as opposed to having access to the Akasha, having access to like all this stuff that contains inside of it an, inf an infinite imagination that we can then grasp and even more and just as importantly we're not working our own willpower because it's like we're depending mm -hmm. on other tech to assist us instead of actually working out the muscles of our own willpower in creating our reality that was uh that was actually exactly my entire point in that video where like it ends with this really like almost uh happy almost seeming bit where it's like really optimistic for the future. That was all sarcasm is so I was like, I was like, I absolutely despise the idea of this technology existing in any way, shape or form. We're like, uh, it's, I've actually, I've been talking about this for a long fucking time in my life because I've always been fascinated by this. And like, like I've got friends that I've been friends with since like preschool. Right. 
And as soon as the Neuralink thing happened, they were like, they were like texting it to me and they were like, Noah, what the fuck? And then like, I was just, I was looking into it and like, and I got like, like, don't get me wrong. The index is honestly absolutely amazing. I love VR games, like especially like VR shooters. When you play those with people, you know, absolutely amazing. Right. But the prospect of that Neuralink shit being right on the horizon is fucking awful to me. I was reading, there was a headline I read the other day. It was humans to set their own moods with brain chips. I was like, I think I'm good. You know, it's like, you know, I like self-determining personally. I don't like the idea of putting some sort of artificial machine into my head. I'm all right. Like equilibrium. (laughs) You're telling me that Metal Gear Solid 4 didn't convince you to fill your body with nanomachines, bro? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I was like, wait, haven't we like, haven't we spent like the last like 40 years telling ourselves how bad this technology would be if we ever found a way to do it? And here we are now. I mean, I don't don't know if it's intentional or not, because, again, I don't have the documents. I don't have the resources uh, having to do with exactly. I don't have any of those documents. But the only thing that I have is just seeing how on rails, not just video games are like the AAA games, but how people are becoming very on rails, too. And exactly. like they say about every generation that it's like getting worse, but maybe they're not wrong this time. I don't know. Like, is there something within connecting to the internet that has robbed people of individuality more so than before when we had like newspapers or, you know, 17 magazine or, you know, imagine like when the Beatles came in, how crazy all the girls went for these four, you know, like there were like mass or Hitler. Like I was watching a world war two documentary where they were talking about how crazy people got for him. Like the girl uh, who got uh, to hold Hitler's hand, like during one of his rallies, she became like a saint among the people in her village you know like yeah. this mass hypnosis has been around for a long time so why is it different now exactly like, and that, that's what I, I the way i see it is it's just it's just innovation on expediting that process you know it's it's literally just mm-hmm. the same exact concept just longer execution that's kind of my in my zero zero videos which are like my advice videos that i, I definitely target those toward like a younger audience one of the main things that i always try and like get at is that like to have your entire perspective on everything shaped and controlled by somebody else is not nearly as difficult as you think that it is you know where it's like people have been doing it literally forever and i think that that the whole Neuralink thing and everything is just expediting that process it's going from you know like it's it's a huge it's an exponential jump in how easy it is to do that where like the idea of people like like mood control alone it's like then you just become pacified it's like okay i mean you, you can even talk about plenty of other things that are that way i mean you can like we can even talk about weed. You know what I mean? We can talk about all that sort of stuff. It's all things. It's very easy for your brain chemistry and the way that you view the world to be shaped by outside things or even inside things. If it's a brain chip, I guess. Back in my day, people use drugs to change their mood. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Look, what's the Keemstar thing? Three sips of beer. <laughs> Three sips of beer. But that's, that's the thing, Ray. Like that's, uh, it reminds me of that line. From the film, the Cronenberg film Existence, they are the enemies of reality, uh, and it's it's funny because the real is now being swallowed by the virtual, and I feel that in some ways, like us millennials, we were grounded by the fact that we had our mythical childhoods that was pre-internet, that before it consumed everything that we could go back on. But it, it I don't know, from the perspective of Zoomers, it seems that being born into total simulacra. I don't know that that's created some weird pathologies of being terminally online. And of course, now that the world is terminally online, it's always 
crazy to see these different um these different mental constructs that have you know it's almost like the symbolic is now becoming more important than the real yes that, that's a, a perfect way to put it and i think that I don't mean to just talk about myself so much, but I feel like part, oh, of, the re- part of the reason that I have this. That's why kind you're of- here. <laughs> yeah, you're the, go- you're the guest. No, but part of the reason I feel like I have this perspective is I really did have like a normal childhood until mm. I was until I didn't really get on the Internet until I was like, to be fair, this is earlier than most people. I didn't really get on the Internet until I was like nine or ten, mm. really. Yeah. Like before that, I had plenty of time where I was just like a kid that was playing sports. And like that was it. So like I had that like normal foundation. So <laughs> yes. then I got on the internet and I was like, "What the yeah. fuck is going on here?" You know what I mean? Like, I like, love uh, how you say I, nine. Like that's like late in life. That's what I'm saying is that I know that. Yeah. But I mean, now like kids are like kids are on the iPad when they're like four. So it's yeah, like, you know, oh like, my god, I can't I even imagine how you view videos. the world that way. Like, yeah, it's just like, weird because like you know I was exposed to like four chan at like twelve, and that yeah, seems single site shock videos. Yeah, Rotten.com. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as Elsagate, though, that's another weird thing where there were all these brightly colored videos that were coming out and little kids were looking at them and yes they were shut down later but what effect did that have why were there needles and pregnancies with needles and like what was what did anybody get to the it's bottom either of that some i'm gonna be honest with you order thing or some avant-garde art piece who knows <laughs> it'll be like 3 a.m and i'll have a little bit to drink and i'll just sit there and whoever i'm talking to i'm just like i just don't know like i'll just bring that up sometimes where i'm like do you know why that was going on because i sure as hell don't like what the fuck was that why were people who was uploading those nobody knows like what the hell was the fucking deal behind that and they're like it's like you said they're gone now but i mean what effect did that have on the fucking people that were watching them like there was like a joker with a like a joker was suntanning and this little girl was like putting goo on his stomach you know, like that's the extent, and like, well, what is that? Is that sexual? Is that perverted? Like, yeah, it's, it's just probably a- like what Freud called polymorphous perversity, where, like, there's undifferentiated, like everything becomes like an erogenous, like textual sexual act. That's probably like some weird, crazy, like almost you could say ritualistic thing that some kind of elite glow in the dark psychological operation. <laughs> Who knows, right? I mean. <laughs> And also, I was like, why is this so, like, in the algorithm, too? I'm like, why is this getting yeah. so many views? I, I remember when that first came out, I was in a call with, like, a bunch of people that I was working with. Like, I mean, I even still, like, like the guys that I live with. And we were all sitting there. And we were like, what the fuck is that? I still, like I said, I still just, I, it keeps me up at night. And I'm like, I just don't know. And because, like, like it was like you said, is it, like, some avant-garde shit? Is this some, like, weird like alphabet agency like propaganda (laughs) thing going on like what is going on here i don't understand well that's the thing speaking of propaganda by the way speaking of propaganda we are taking super chats so guys send the super chats right now we are going to take them we are going to answer all the questions that you have i will read them because jewel uh because lev does not I'm the only no, one. I will. <laughs> no, I will. No, I will. What are you talking about? No, no, I have. And don't forget Patreon, different tiers. I, I yes. keep the Zoom and the Discord on the stream half and half. That way, I can well, re- read. Good, good and- for you. I'm using. I'm using my poor workhorse laptop to do all this because my computer's in repairs. But anyway, we need um, Patreon money so Lev can upgrade and actually get some real equipment, guys. Come on. What, uh, Noah? 
what mm-hmm. is life like for you now being this famous YouTube personality figure? Like, if you look back at your life before that and now, I mean, again, you're 21, your life's just beginning. But what are what are some of the biggest changes you've noticed just as far as how you're able to go about every day? What's really funny is I feel like I don't feel like I'm famous at all, honestly. I feel like nobody like I've been recognized like a few times. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like I I. I think it's also just the nature of the stuff that I make being not particularly associated with me as a person. I really don't feel that much from that, but I've definitely seen it with like other people that I've met and things that it's uh, super chat five dollars uh, from Josh Noah's Noah's based. We said it at it's the true. same time. <laughs> uh, I said it first. Count. Most based yeah. man on Twitch. That's what I like to say. There you go. You're still on Twitch and you haven't been banned yet. Oh I've actually God. I haven't streamed on Twitch in two months because they they I don't I honestly I have no idea how I'm not banned off Twitch because I've man I, I don't I don't know. Gotta start I've, I've uh gotta start live following so you can just switch right over. <laughs> I, I was gonna I was gonna use restream and just stream on everything all at the same time. There you just go. Be like, yeah, that's what we're doing here. And we're, we're on, on D Live as well. Yes, so we much. are on D Live. We never right we now. always we... neglect to like say Poor that we're D-Live. on D-Live. Yeah, D-Live is great. You can say slurs on there for now. <laughs> for well, now. It doesn't matter because we're we're multi-streaming, so nothing we can do about but, that. But um, yeah, it seems that's another topic I feel that... Well, I don't know. I think we should, before we like get into like the like greater depth of video games, I feel like you, the YouTube landscape is a oh, yeah. topic that we really should address between what YouTube was and what YouTube is now. And the people that were supposed to champion the creator on YouTube, uh, who shall remain nameless, uh, but you've alluded to some of them in your videos. Um, <laughs> uh, people like that that were supposed to lead creators into a new renaissance. Massive gamer word. To the Massive machine. gamer word. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. If we mention their names, we might get banned. So it's, uh, but no, I feel that even just. Okay, we could talk about specific personalities or, or specific moments, but it feels that the 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 whole broadcast yourself thing is gone. That's the thing of the I, past. I totally agree with that. Yep, mm. that that was. I, I can talk about one of the uh, the biggest red pills that I've had to swallow in my internet career, which was that I uh, I want to talk about the lunch club thing. If you don't mind, if I just segue into that real quick, right? Was I I moved out from uh, I was from New Jersey originally. I moved out. Jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ten dollars, ten U.S. dollars from Conscious Moss to my fave boys. Cheers. Thank you so much, Conscious Thank Moss. You, Con- you See, now that it. I'm bullying Lev, he's actually on it. You guys are welcome. <laughs> That's, That's how it works. That's how it works. Yes. So anyway, uh, Noah. Okay. okay. So I moved out from New Jersey to uh, Southern California. Just to, I'm sorry. I was just moving in with a few YouTube people that I knew. <laughs> no, you're good. I just, I was just moving in I was with making a, few a joke people that I knew. California. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, no, it's miserable. But, uh, <laughs> we moved out here, and I was just moving in here because I didn't really have any other place lined up to live, and my lease was ending. And I moved out, and we come in, and then they're just kind of like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do this YouTube group thing," and I didn't really have a choice, right? I say they, I mean really, it was one of them. We'll talk about it later, but I. Uh, they're like, oh, we're going to do this YouTube group thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, I, I'm here for it. And it, then I, that was when I actually started getting a younger audience, which is why it was so strange to me. I didn't really, I guess I just didn't grasp what the initial vision of this was. I didn't really, I never had any interest in having a like super young audience because originally my, when I was making my game reviews, my audience was like whatever, like 25 plus or like 21 plus, whatever, wherever that demographic starts. 
was like my biggest demographic. And I think that my like under like 19 or whatever demographic was something that like that was like five percent of my audience Hold on. uh like super chat from super iron bod ten dollars bullying work brings back bring back bullying the one moment when i look away from the screen get okay fucked. fine get <laughs> fucked lev you you can have that one you can have that Didn't one you hug box have... <laughs> <laughs> where was i Sorry. I was, so, uh, no, so no, no, yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So then, then, whatever. This, this whole thing starts happening, and I'm just sitting here, and I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to have kids watching me. I was like, I don't want that kind of responsibility. <laughs> I was like, dude, come on. And then, so I just kind of laid low for a long time. Whatever. I don't know if you guys saw what came of that uh, later down the road, where I was just kind of like, I was like, why, why would you want kids to watch you? That's, this is kind of weird. I mean, are you like a? Come on, like you're grown, and then that happened, and I was like, oh. Well, look what oh, happened with $5. Reagan Lodge. Loved it, loving the show. Ooh, Reagan Lodge. Up the great work. Excellent guest. Here's $5 for Geo's Gabagool and Gold nice. Chain Funds. Gabagool. Yes, nice. Golden Chain game. Throw gold chains on this fucking stream. <laughs> um, By the way, I think, I think what we're going to do, because here, here's the thing. I'm expecting a lot of super chats today. So what we're going to do is we're going to take all of them, ignore them while Noah speaks, and then we're just going to say all of them at the same chunk. Okay? okay. Let, let's do that. I'm so who, who is that streamer that recently got uh, semi-canceled for saying he doesn't want the responsibility of kids being lectured about uh, racism? Who's that streamer? Um, oh, the crazy hair. I. Oh, not Ace Poseidon. Not <laughs> that fucking guy. No. Um, Pretty sure that was Ninja. Ninja. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Nin I <laughs> oh, and we got Remus here. Remus Ventanas. And by the way, something you both have in common, uh, Noah, you have the Emperor as your avatar on Twitter, yeah. and uh, you can see what Remus has. Glorious. Glorious. I don't blame so, you, though, for not wanting a, a younger audience. Like, I just... I wouldn't. That, that just seems yeah. like way just a whole other bag of worms that's just not well, worth dealing it, with. It was also like, and I, I don't mean to be a dick, but I was like, they're not going to get what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to understand ages. my jokes. <laughs> like... But uh, yeah, that, that was an interesting little span of time. And that, that was when it kind of became apparent to me that a lot of people do YouTube uh, not for the whole whatever, like the broadcast yourself thing, like you were saying. They do it to get to the top and slam the fucking door behind them as quickly as they possibly can. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I, I got I got all kinds of people I can talk about like that. I mean, I don't obviously you guys are probably not into this, but I mean, I don't know if you know about this situation with that. Uh, I, I only know about this by proxy. I've never or not never, I'm sorry. I haven't watched a Minecraft video willingly oh since I was God. probably about like 15 years old. I have uh, not honestly probably before that. Minecraft since it was in fucking alpha. That is the last time yeah. I so played So what is this Minecraft situation going okay. on? Okay, so there's this dude <laughs> that came out of nowhere, right? He's called Dream. And uh, he, he was like a speedrunner or whatever. He doesn't show his face and shit, right? I oh think God. he's even talked about how he figured out how to like precisely game the YouTube algorithm to end up <laughs> at the top. So the dude's got like 15 million kids watching him or something. And he calls his fans kittens. And he's, oh, like, no! he's like, I love every oh! last one of you and stuff like that. And I'm just sitting here and Terrible. I was like, dude. And I, I do this thing called uh, the great purging where I just tweet things that are like just not acceptable to <laughs> And I'll just like all I of a sudden, a friend, I have a friend that does that. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, I'll just go on like an eight tweet tirade about something. And I did this about Dream, where I just all of a sudden started all capsing it. Oh, so I was I was like a quarter of the way through a bottle of tequila. So 
I, oh, I just yeah. I was just immediately like I was like dreams of fucking pussy and I started like making video tweets and I was just I was just making fun of Minecraft people and I got like all not all I got a lot of his fans to come at me and basically just start writing gay fan fiction about me and him which is something <laughs> that he encourages maintain so, the kayfabe <laughs> maintain yeah. the kayfabe and oh. so right at the very end I just ended this tirade with might as well bend over and let me fuck you in the ass Minecraft boy <laughs> <laughs> and uh they didn't get that i was making fun of him for that it was great but oh, I, what i was gonna say is like that that was the slamming the door behind you thing where like i'm sure that guy was plenty edgy before he got 15 million kids watching him and just completely before, changed because of it when i was a kid the wiggles had 50 million kids watching them now it's like minecraft let's player speedrunners that yeah. are like oh my god yeah, no, that's what freaks me out about it too oh sorry what was that now it's Tyler One. Now it's you know what I mean it's you the kids are getting raised by streamers more than they yeah are their parents and their friends. <laughs> I and, can't and imagine getting that, that. Where like if I if I had a kid and they pandemic. were watching some random dude speedrunning Minecraft and they're like my political ideology is now based <laughs> yeah. on this guy. A whole I'd be like, generation. Well, really, you do have kids. Like you're not watching you YouTube. You have anymore. kids all over all over town now. You have like hundred thousand kids that are <laughs> watching you at all That's times. So the, the only kids I would want watching or like listening to my content are the kids that were like me when I was that age. Oh, other than that, the bot, the bottle the kids, away. the, the oh kids my. that would go out to the, like the side of the woods on the side of the school and like smoke, uh, smoke grass weed as <laughs> those type of kids. Um, by the way, we have Jessix here, AKA Vegeta Stan of Jessix TV. Welcome Jessix. Thank you so much for coming in. Can you hear us? Hello. 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 All right. Hello? I think it'll take. Hello. Hi. Couldn't get Hi. my audio to work. It is working perfectly now. Welcome. <laughs> God, and- is so small. <laughs> and everybody, I mean- yours was yours was just as small when we first started. Noah, don't judge. And, uh, <laughs> when uh, okay, everybody, subscribe right now since we have a gap of time. I'm saying subscribe, subscribe, so fucking subscribe. Anyway, uh, just I can turn this bottle we into a weapon if you don't subscribe. Just know that. <laughs> Jessica, are, are you a fan of women's posting their L's? Um, somewhat, yeah. Some of the tweets <laughs> are really funny. It depends, it depends, okay? Because I, I don't know, sometimes it's like I'll, I'll see a tweet and I'm like, okay, yeah, like she had it coming. But then sometimes I'm like, oof, like it's an L obviously, but like I do still have like empathy and feel bad. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Well, Although to, if- to my friend, to my friend James's defense, there was some stuff that his rival account was posting that he denounced as being just terrible. So that's wait, 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 to account? James's credit. <laughs> wait, do you know? Do you know? Just to be clear, do you know that James, who is right in the center here in the Zoom call, that he is the creator of women's posting yeah, their L's? Yes, yeah, I follow okay. his. I follow his account and the woman posting their L's account. Oh, so. by the way, uh, Jessica, please just ignore the chat if something comes up. We have <laughs> yeah. to say that every time. I've been I've been doing this for six years. I, I know how to ignore a chat. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the attitude that we chat. need. That's yeah. um. I have selective hearing. <laughs> but but since uh, you're base. new to the sh- you're new to the stream, Jessica, and maybe give yourself just a quick introduction. Like, what what are you about? What do you do? Uh, I just kind of turn on my camera and do whatever. You know, I mean, I don't do anything <laughs> specific. I guess. I mean, I I kind of do whatever. Lately, I've just been like shit posting about like stocks because that's been funny. <laughs> but- <laughs> nice. But I mean, I do, I don't know. I do like sewing. I do art. I do video games. I kind of just do whatever. Nice. Yeah. And Speaking of art and politics, 
I just completed this painting for a Twitter friend. I call it the decrepitude of power. I don't know if you could rec. It's up. Is it upside down? It's upside there down. you go. <laughs> it's in the style of Francis Bacon, but uh, I don't know if you could recognize. I was gonna post it on the inauguration if you uh, give you a little hint, but uh, that's uh, yeah, in the style of uh, Frank Arbach, Francis Bacon. So there you go. At first, I thought that was that painting mind. of the guy eating his son. Oh, oh, uh, Saturn by um yes. by Goya. I yes. mean, it Saturn could be. I mean, he, child, it, yeah. imagine if this particular person is sniffing uh, his. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that that's. I thought that was uh, intentional. That it was to to bring that to mind a little bit. The, uh, well, the I think very I, I think it it really another. shows the scoloric nature of our. Uh, our yes. Alzheimer's scoloric nature of our political order that is crumbling before our eyes. So <laughs> well, that's that's why somebody like Noah is so important, because, Noah, I see you, whether you like it or not, as somebody who should be kind of dragged, kicking and screaming into a position of leadership because you are not <laughs> one of those moralists who talk about how good they are. And uh, it's something that's very refreshing. And I think that uh, we need more people like you. And unfortunately, I think like the elite today, both like the old and decrepit ones, as well as the younger ones, like I don't know which one is worse, honestly, because the younger ones, again, like my hope, which I always talk about in the stream. Well, the younger ones from... are streaming on Twitch, Lev. That's uh... yes. Well, <laughs> well, well, not to cut you off, but for, first off, actually, I was about to go on a Pixel point, Ghost but, uh, Super Five Chat GPP. from Pixel Ghost. Noah, you got it yeah, yeah, you... to everyone. Noah, you got it to everyone that you're not the king and the crown uh, and the real king in the chat. Me. That was from Pixel Honestly, Ghost. Well, well, Pixel's and... my boy. We play Halo together a lot. Pixel's oh, absolutely fucking hilarious. <laughs> Shout out Pixel Ghost, absolute legend. Um, uh, yeah, we're co-kings. We're kings together, I would say. Love that. Love that for you guys, honestly. Um, he's, he honestly, he'd be a good guest on the show. He's got, he would have a lot to say. I would love uh, to have him but, on. Uh, but, but anyway, oh, so what, 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 what I was about to say was before I, I read the super chat and then got caught off by Lev trying to read the super chat um, was that I have honestly quite a few mutuals, uh, specifically uh, women on uh, on Twitter that are Zoomers or younger millennials. And they used to be part of like the SJW cult and they, you know, they turned on it and they're now normal. They're cool. They're funny. They're just awesome people. And some of my favorite posters on Twitter. So um, I would definitely say the 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 older uh, people are way worse because there's still hope for the the younger generation. I, so I think that that a lot of younger people grow out of it, honestly. Like that's kind yeah. of like I, I don't mean to just keep blabbing, but I will. Uh, so hey, man, uh, your stream. I'm sure that you guys, of course, are, are familiar with with Charles Carroll, but his uh, his streams that he did where he was just talking about basically not being a fucking awful person and just living your life and realizing that you can only control yourself are, I feel like that's a lot of like what people need to hear regardless. Like, I feel like, you, you know what I mean? Where I feel like that is kind of the solution to a lot of people fucking falling down holes like that is it's like, have you ever just considered like living your life for you and not for what other people tell you, you should be pissed at. I think that there's a, I think there's a lot of hope for people that are still growing up. I think that they grow out of it pretty quickly and realize that the world isn't going to change because they're angry. Yeah. But that, but by the way, to the chat. By the way, after this stream, go and check out our stream with Charles Carroll. That was one of the yeah. best episodes we did. And his uh, wife, now wife Athena Hyatt, 
she is a regular on our show. She is one of the most based women alive. So uh, our, our stream with Charles Carroll was quite uh, one of my favorites. It was a dream come true. I'm, I'm going to post so, it in the link. In the, as this uh, stream is a dream well. come true, of course. And, and by the way, guys, join our Discord. You will see it in the description. There is a link to our Discord, so join it. And if we know you enough to trust you not to post pornography in the BTR chat, then eventually we'll let you in there. But uh, that takes time. That takes that takes trust. And we also have a uh, uh, Captain Wonder joining us here. Uh, does your hello sound there? Work? Hello. Uh, it sh it should follow. Now there is there is no avatar. There is no avatar this time. So oh uh, my, you, here let me let me change to, that real quick. Yes, if you want to add one, that will be that will be even better. There's also uh, Wonderstruck. There's a little humming when you unmute yourself. Mm, that might be because I rock a Yeti. Oh, oh, that's just how it goes then. <laughs> yeah, no, whatever, that's fine. So um, when it comes to people who you are able to influence, Noah, in a good way, that is incredible. But then when it comes to still like the leadership class, like people who go to Yale or Harvard and then end up in big positions, like since I come from the Soviet Union, my hope is that a lot of them are just hypocrites and they pretend to be something that they're not, and that at the end of the day, it's just going to be for better or for worse, business as usual, instead of actually starting to send people with wrong thing into the gulags. And I don't know, like, I'm still conflicted, but what is the energy that you are sensing in here? And I would love to open it up to everybody as well. Look, That's there's definitely some people huge. who need to send to the gulags, so there's no hope for them, but... <laughs> Oh. And it's all 14, 1500 people I have blocked on Twitter. <laughs> I think that's a that's a really interesting way to put it, honestly. I think that that's honestly dead on. Where, but to me, the way that I see it is is it remains to be seen. Where I feel like there's there's still very much a a back and forth between I think especially young people, where like there's a lot of people are are like I, I talked about a little bit before. I, I really think that they are sort of indoctrinated. And like I said, I, I see people like I grew up with even growing out of it all the time. So I wouldn't say that things are hopeless. I, I wouldn't be looking for any gulags anytime soon, personally. I wouldn't I, I don't think that we'll see those popping up. But I think it honestly yeah. like it, it totally it is a risk is what I mean. Like, I think that things are in a very weird place right now. But I think that there is still a lot of hope. I feel like a lot of people have a, still have a lot of sense. But I mean, maybe I'm just being optimistic, which is gulags uncharacteristic. Even, of me, but. It, it doesn't even need to be. A physical gulag i would argue that yes. in some ways no, absolutely it's, gulag gulag. Of the mind. it's more it's of an exclusionary model that corporate yeah. the woke capital has uh, inflicted upon us so. that's that's what i was gonna do, is that you you can't exclude like 50 percent of people at the end of the day you know what i mean where i feel like it's gonna things will probably shake down to a point there'll be enough pushback and the pendulum will swing back and then everyone will be like oh yeah what are we gonna do exclude half that's just gonna be everyone splits each other in half down the whatever their ideologies are so it's like it, i don't mm. i don't see it happening honestly. well this is something michael uh, malice is in favor of he wants people to split away he wants there to be secessions like some kind of balkanization yeah i'm down for that i've, I've said this uh, before i'm down uh, for that look if people want to go leave and do their own thing hey man i'm down for it just, just as long yeah. as everyone shuts the fuck up and leaves each other alone <laughs> I mean, the military, that's a bit of a problem, though, because, again, America, policemen of the world, I get it. But at the same time, like I always say, Russia, China, we have these big actors on the world stage that are going to fuck shit up if the United States big dick energy is not going to be around there. Now, I don't know if we'll be able to keep up the big dick energy for long. That's a that's another question. I don't even know how the military is doing right now in comparison to how it was uh, before. But uh, I don't know. That's another thing that kind of concerns me. Can 
Can we go around? I want to get everybody's over under on a war in the next five years. Over under. I want to see odds for odds against 80 20. I think, I think now counts as a war. Does drone bombing count as a war? No, no, drone bombing doesn't count as a war. I'm talking about about course shifting conflict. Yes, you hot mean like rolling up on tanks and like Normandying? I don't. I have no idea what it would look like. That. I don't think it would look like that now with modern technology. I don't think anybody knows what it would look like. We need but... to bring it back. That'd be epic. It would be kind of sick though, right? <laughs> rolling up <laughs> in those boats. Um, I don't know about all that. Think about the movies we would get. Think about the movie. No, uh, that was a media joke. Make a movie about a war if you want. That was a media joke. You could just you could just I make th- a war movie. You don't have to start a war for that. Yeah. Uh, yes, you do. I'm out of yes, ideas. Because <laughs> yes, I, I you feel- do. You you have to start a war so that way you can make a war movie so that way you can have the selling point based on a true story. No, but it, again, uh, that's acting the nature on a mass of hyper reality. That's. This is esoterically do not research what they're saying. Do not research what they're talking about. Yeah, that's no, but that's like if you watch the original Star Trek episode, uh, Private Little War, that's like even that's like almost before Baudrillard, that's like hyper reality right there because you are creating a war that is in virtuality, but in actuality, people actually die. So I don't know. I feel that now that we've had the 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 Biden administration, I said it. Um, I feel that there's people are sensing a return to order and maybe that I like, I don't think it will maybe manifest in terms of like the Iraq or Afghanistan war, but definitely there will be bombing campaigns and they will start this thing with Iran. Uh, We've been saying that Iran has had nukes since the eighties, literally. I mean, so now that that's sort of like neocon to neoliberal politics are becoming like reinstantiated. And we have James. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Cut you off. No, no, no. You can go. I'm sorry to mean cut you off. No, no. I'm. I feel that we're the return to the order of things is gonna like really suck for a lot of people that it <laughs> didn't really think it through. But you know. And um, by the way, we have two new people here. So we have uh, Captain Wonder, and we have my buddy James Cunningham, who I met back in 2016. You look exactly the same, except for your hair is longer. So I think we both have this. Oh yeah, anti-Asian. that's will do that. Yes. So. <laughs> Welcome, James, and welcome, Captain Wonder. By the way, Captain Wonder, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for the people who do not know about you? About myself. Well, you see, I do really creative stuff. I read Reddit as a creator. Never done before uh, on the platform. And uh, pretty much I just do voiceover stuff. Um, I hope you can, like, entirely detect the amount of sarcasm coming off of me. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much me my whole life has just been pretty much this computer for the past six months if you're expecting something extremely interesting i apologize as i have disappointed you this fine evening no not at all you are a very interesting dude and i am so grateful to have you here and james cunningham you are an animator extraordinaire could you tell us a little bit about yourself uh yeah i make cartoons and then people steal them and they go viral (laughs) also we have a super chat from pixel ghost for two uh fake dollars uh just get dream to tell the kids to enlist easy wins (laughs) again it's fake money it It would dollars it would work i feel like dream could do better propaganda than the actual government of the united states 
There, there has to be kill streaks and uh, like there's got to be care package <laughs> drops. So. If, jo- if Joe Biden got up there tomorrow and he said, hey, kittens, I need you to join the Marine Corps. I'd be at my <laughs> enlistment station. I'd be at my I'd be at MEPS. The, I'd be at MEPS the day after. I'd be like cringy, like pro enlist propaganda, <laughs> but it'll be like streamers telling you to go off and fight a war for uh, the, the neoliberal establishment. You want to catch <laughs> that epic victory wow. royale? Go to Beijing. That's oh, what they're going to start saying. Yeah. We have a super five chat US dollars for five dollars. Most base men live art emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this 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 stream is war between me and Len. <laughs> I want, spe- but speaking of war, I wanted to maybe get back to the video game thing. War never like, changes. <laughs> war never yep. changes. Why? Why do you? Okay, so there's a, a thing that you've alluded to, Hugbox, where and then like I want to get everyone's take on this. Why do you think that with such a emphasis on things like technical ability and graphics and the immersive experience of games, why in terms of the playability of them, why do corporations keep like specifically Activision, EA, why do they keep pumping out just utter soulless crap? Is it just the phenomenon of like, you know, total late capitalism, like just pumping out commodity you know to quote the eminent scholar of our time paul scholas commodity capitalism has fucked their brains out the only thing that's real nothing is real anymore the only thing that's real are people you interact with on twitter um but why do you think that uh video games are in the state where gamers are just going to accept uh like playing these legacy titles no matter how shitty they are like it seems that gamers themselves i mean that's ostensibly what gamergate somewhat promised but failed at which is gamers like taking control and command over what they want to play but it seems that it's not panned out so far i I think this is this might be a crackhead conspiracy theory right now but i I genuinely think the reason that this ended up happening is because of youtube i think it's it's because mm. of uh, I, I think it's because mm. of the whole like online content creator marketing infrastructure that has developed around that where it's like they could literally they could make a game that was about shitting on the floor on the floor <laughs> and you'd have my kind of five, game <laughs> and you'd have Five hundred and fifty thousand streamers immediately being paid to play it and say that it's good, and everyone would buy it anyway. <laughs> I, I, what I'm saying is, I think that it is gamers' own fault that games suck shit now, and it's because people will just keep fucking buying them, and they'll watch like a fucking fifteen minute video that somebody was paid an insane amount of money to make, where they're just like, "Oh yeah, look at the new Battlefield game, isn't it great?" When it looks like dog shit, and they're like, "Oh, it must be great," and then they buy it. In mu- in music like, that was illegal. That was the payola scandal. Yeah, but in video game yeah. journalism, you know, oh, that's, that's what I felt about yeah. Valorant. That's I would how say I felt that... about Valorant. The game was so ugly. It's it so, it's so a rip off of like four different it. games. Everybody's like, "Oh, Valorant, it's so good." I'm like, "This is the worst Chinese rip off of any game I've ever yes. seen." Everybody's hyping it up. I'm like it's hideous it looked like it was still an alpha when it was almost a full release it's like what if it, was it still sucks dick it now so no. ugly i'm like, like oh, how much did they pay you oh i was i was yelling about that game for the longest time i was like this is so objectively shit and you're all stupid for thinking this would be good and oh, it is ugly. objectively shit but, but sorry, go ahead. Then Remus? I, it's, it's, I, I will say uh, this yeah. though um a lot of the stuff that's shilled and played by streamers is shit but i still say 
so many amazing games are being made and released every year. I mean, look, we have yes. stuff like uh, like Death Stranding. We have Resident mm-hmm. Evil 2 Remake. Uh, those are, are two games from uh, 2019 that uh, I, I want to skip last year just because, you know, last year's the pandemic and stuff. But from the year before that, we had two games that are two of the greatest pieces of fucking art and video games I've ever fucking mm. played. Well, art, yes, but don't you think that uh, Death Stranding was just a delivery simulator and it got boring after a while? Not at all. I entirely But that's also why I, I, I bring up Resident Evil 2 as well, because that is like oh, one of oh, the most fun fucking games ever, and it's just pure gameplay. No, I, th- I think James is trying to say something, and it's not coming through. Oh, James, can oh, you speak, shit. buddy? Yeah, well, fuck. Uh, yeah, we got to make sure James heard- is able to speak. Look at your yeah, audio settings. Yes, I can. I okay. It. Oh, hang on. There we go. That there should be, we that go. Should be fine, Perfect. Right? Oh, everybody okay. subscribe for James. Yes, everybody subscribe okay. for James Cunningham. He is a coming. Cu- cu- He's coming. He's coming. Wow. He's coming. He's busting All right, James. You have the floor. Okay. Wait, um, me or the other one? I, I'm, I'm Cunningham. There can't be more than one James. You got to call him something I'm changing else. my name, dude. I'm changing it. But um, uh, I'm such a huge fucking Kojima fanboy, and yet I have yet to finish Death Stranding, and I bought oh, that shit on man. launch. Like, I can't. I just can't finish it. Like, I think I got about, like, 16 hours in, and I was just like, you know what? I, I can't play this anymore. And and I love the concept of Je- Death Stranding. I just think that it's it's just not fun at all. Somehow is... you just saying that convinced me to play it. I haven't played it yet. You for some well, reason then, you well, just saying that. It's like, it. I'm gonna look go play it right now. <laughs> look at the baby. <laughs> Are those a part of you're the right. game? I, I remember right. seeing the trailer of the game, and it's like Norman Reedus crying on a beach, and he picks up like a baby, and I was like, "What yeah, the actual fuck is this?" Doesn't he carry it on his back? He puts it on like it's his a, chest. It's like a, like, he lifts that shit in. That's weird. He starts feeding off that child. I'll give you guys this regarding Death Stranding. That yes, it is not quote unquote as fun as the metal gear games fine i get it um, it's artsy it's intellectual yeah i, I still understand. think i still it's think it's fun especially to be towards fair, the later end of the game IQ. um and i do think the challenge of like having to get over certain terrain is kind of fun in its own way um and it's the bosses, rewarding yeah. I'll give, it's a very rewarding game but super it's just, rewarding and i get I, that it's I not for have, everyone but yeah. like anyone that's like a kojima stand especially if you love you know, the writing of stuff like Metal Gear Solid 2 owes it to at least watch the game on YouTube just because I will just... not watch it. I will finish the game. Well, as long as you it, finish but... it. Yeah, but it's in just some I, way or I... form, whether yeah. playing it or streaming it or whatever. But yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. That. I'm not going to lie. As far as I got, I did really enjoy it because um, it, it, it also came out at like the perfect time because in the UK, we were in like a full national lockdown at the time. So seeing people just like, I don't know, just building bridges and like placing ladders and having people thank you for it was like really fucking cool and everything. It would, it was, it was weirdly relevant. It's kind of strange how it came out when it did. And it keeps becoming even more and more relevant Mm. as the days go on. Yeah, the guys are the fucking shaman. Like the ability to. Yeah, knows what's up. Yeah, like he had the president wearing a mask, and now we have Biden wearing that mask. You know, like uh, I don't know, man. Like it does feel again like this is all just an act. This is all just a play. 
But uh, Noah, as far as uh, what you see happening with this lockdown, with the future of interaction, even before we get to VR, do you imagine that there's going to be a time if we finally get out that there's going to be like this mass, I don't know, this mass uh, sexual energy and everybody's just going to be... Or going energy. I I have wondered about that. (laughs) Mass sexual energy. I, I've got a couple. I've got a couple different branching paths that I see this going down. Right, which is that one: either people become in, like become shut in for quite like for like a generation, almost honestly. Like, need, I think that, yeah, that need, could have a massive mass culture. Force need to. culture. Exactly. <laughs> like ever, I feel like that there definitely will be some of that. There's no way that it won't. I feel like a lot of people are just not going to be as extroverted or as uh, outdoorsy as perhaps they used to be. But at the same, and I like I said, I wonder long term if people are going to be more shut in than they were before. But I also wonder if it'll have the opposite effect, and I can't really, I can't tell. I think that either people are going to be fucking like crazy, or people are just going to be, the streets are still going to be empty in like Maybe a year. The second yeah. Did you guys see that you know I mean? video of that fucking that that three year old who was mistaking everything for a oh, hand sanitizing God. station? Yeah. No, that was so fucking creepy, man. Oh, it, yeah, like literally, it, would, uh, it was like a three-year-old. They'd go up to a lamp post and just like start acting like they were sanitizing themselves. You know what was I was so wondering? Weird. That's really weird. My cousin had a baby um, just before COVID, so like 2019, and uh, I was wondering because babies, when they're developing, um, start learning social skills from their from people around them, their parents, mm-hmm. their family, whatever. So if everybody's wearing masks and the baby can't see your facial expressions, that could hypothetically their social severely affect yeah. their social yes, development. That's true. Yeah. Sure. So because that's that same neurological grafting, yeah, it's not there. Yeah. So like normally like that's if I see correct. a baby in like the grocery store, I'll be like I smile at it, you know, because I'm weird and I love babies. But I'll like you smile at like random babies and they smile back because I know what I'm doing. But now I'm just like staring at this child and it doesn't know what face I'm making. It doesn't know how to interpret like my interaction with it. So I feel like these kids are going to grow up like very socially confused. Whenever I'm talking to a clerk, I will always I'll have to like squint my eyes to show that I'm smiling. Yes, yes. Now, Jessica, now that you've said you love babies, the chat is absolutely exploding right now. So just one. Oh, God. I, I've had baby fever since I was a baby. So what's your favorite <laughs> kind babies. of baby? But no, um, that's a good point, though. The baby about... kind. <laughs> I totally fucking derailed that good point. I'm Wait, so... Noah, do you like babies? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not like some people do, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, By the God. way, we did have we did have a, a Mr. Girl on our. Uh, oh on no, our no, no, don't bring it no, up. Please. Don't bring it up. Hug box. Do you, do you know what I'm the, talking about? No, I do not. The only <laughs> time I had posted on air. So yeah, Mr. Girl, he had a video defending that Cuties movie, oh. and uh, apparently <laughs> he's into some stuff. I was thinking that was a troll. There's the, he wasn't trolling. No, right? no, no, he's, no, no, he's, he's a pedophile. He's going to hell. So disgusting, yeah, he's, dude. Jesus not, Christ! Apparently, in his there was some really leaks about him and his girlfriend doing. I forget age player something. I don't know this. Oh, I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. So I mean, it's kind of like—is it ironic or? Uh, but I, yeah, I, f- I feel like even like the edginess, like it's, it's like a, the edginess that we're finding nowadays has to have some kind of like tacit consent by the, what would you call it? The empire, the tech companies no longer is edginess, this free floating expression nowadays. I don't know. I feel it, like it's, it's allowed always... to be there. It's not just what it is. You know, that's yeah. how it used to be. Things just used to be that way. Now it's like, all right. 
Here's your little smoking area over here. You know what I mean? It's no longer like the like edge trash culture of the '90s. Like there was quite some like Bizarro magazine type stuff. Like it's well, it it kind of started early Vice, even early Vice, right? Like Vice magazine was like the edgy. Yeah, physically, started with the. Oh my god! Do you guys remember the free speech zones during the George W. Oh, Bush administration? Yeah, yeah. Was I was up. old enough to remember that. Yeah. No, don't. I do don't remember, remember that actually vaguely. Yeah. There we I go. Yeah. No idea. They had this argument no where clue. protesters, like during the national convention, they would go into free speech zones, and then under um, which was it 2016 or was it uh? Where like Alex Jones went and did that thing with Chank Uger, was that or was that the Obama? Oh, that was amazing. That was 2016. That was yeah, in uh, the free speech zone where Chank was trying to do a show and then Alex <laughs> came up and just trolled the hell out of him. <laughs> oh my god! So like bad. that idea of free speech zones, I feel that even that nowadays is um is totally anathema to like a lot of online discourse because now if you support any sort of um genuine expression of edginess then you're akin to like some i don't know evil nazi monster or something well, or, or nowadays you're edginess yeah exactly but even that definite exactly the definition itself of what is edgy has also hmm. experienced a lot of what would you say evolutions or um yeah a lot of changes Corruption. over time well, I want to get Metaphor Man into that as well. We have Metaphor Man oh. joining us. Speaking of edgy ship yes. oh, legends. <laughs> so, good is friend your, Metaphor Man. Good friend of the show. Is your mic working? Also, subscribe, subscribe, everybody. Fucking subscribe right now for this. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. I love you all. Metaphor Man, can we hear something from you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, I remember go. last week I forgot a metaphor, so I, I owe you one tonight. Nice. Well, also, happy birthday to your dog again. Thank you, dude. Dude, yeah, happy like... birthday to Misha. <laughs> Misha is so fucking that, cute, man. That dog oh, is gorgeous. That is ridiculous. Can we I see that on my timeline, and I smile. Can you picture Misha day. in the chat, someone? I'll have to post gonna, some more tonight, dude. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. We've we've already talked stocks to death, but um, trying to get ahead in the stock market right now is like trying to clean your fine china with steel wool. That's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> By design, just buy and hold no it forever. Hold yeah. it forever. Yeah, Never supposed, sell. Diamond to... hands, baby. Yeah, you buy high. You buy GameStop when it's like three hundred fifty dollars. You hold it till it's zero, and then you're poor. That's, that's right. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's, that's how it works. Listen, dude, Q predicted. That's how you stick it to the yeah. Wall Street, guys. That's the plan. You lose all that's of your money. Thank, thankfully, at least with AMC, the movies <laughs> are going to bounce back, and we did actually help AMC a lot. So we're helping save the movies, folks. So hold on to your AMC stock. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, but hold because well, you are you are a great podcaster, forever. though. You have a that's bad. True formerly known as bad film cast and what is it called now for all the for all the mk ultra money Money, baby season two uh we have artwork coming from the great fod corp uh we're hopefully premiering on february 17th if you subscribe to the patreon you get access to the first two episodes already for season two and uh if you don't want to give me your money then you can listen to all season one on spotify apple uh, Google and most of it's on YouTube, but Terrence is lazy and never uploaded it at all. So, and here is a link uh, to it in the chat as well. Everybody go into our Discord chat and you can check it out there. So, uh, 
when it comes to the shitposting culture, I don't know if it's going to be uh, prevented a lot more if people are going to go into hiding, but eventually, I can't imagine, like you said, Noah, I can't imagine there's going to be a point where half, if not more than half of the population of the United States is just going to be completely excluded from all buying and selling. You know, like, during Revelations, there's supposed to be, you know, like a minority of people that gets persecuted. Everybody else goes for the mark of the beast. But it just seems like there are many, many people, and I could be wrong, but there seems to be at least many people who maybe they'll pretend, but at a certain point, it just gets to be too much, doesn't it? Unless you're like a urban professional that needs to put on a certain face for You your... have an MBA? Yeah, like, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen there? Like, are people going to resist this uh, forced steady indoctrination when they know, you know, that you know, just in the bottom of their stomach something's fucked up about it? Is this for me? This is for you. Okay. Yes. I was going to say the, the, the way that I see it is that I feel like it's kind of like the same way that water seeks its own level. People always will just congregate around people that they can actually speak to. And barring any sort of like catastrophic event that leads to mass death or the need to control people on a large scale. I think there's no way that as things sit right now, people would not just move. You know what I mean? I, I don't think there's any way that shit posting is going to be stamped out. There's no way. Like what I'm saying is it's one of the great joys of being a human. Come on. There's no we'll fucking become way. become more sophisticated in some ways. Exactly. We, mm. we, may find, we may find better ways to veil the shit posting, but the shit posting will always be there. I like This is what I'm saying. Is shit posting will never die. Is all I'm going to say. Amen, MD never brother. dies. But I'm trying to imagine a version of humanity even beyond what it is right now, because like your show, it's called Noah Hugbox, or as I called it on YouTube, Noah's Hugbox, because this is a hugbox for you right now. Uh, you point. know, like we are all here to support you and to hug you. Uh, there are communities, <laughs> though, out there like the furries. And I know I brought up before, oh, but Noah, God. he's new to the stream, so he must know. He must know the truth. We had a furry stream. We had furries on. and uh, He must guy... know the truth? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be like, I'm I also out of here. them all after the stream, stream was over in a mass shooting. Minecraft. bring up the Thelema stream again. No, no. Well, oh, we're, we're going to say that for oh. later. But with the furries, though, like we had my friend Joe Strike, who is a furry, but he's a gray muzzle, as they're called. Like he's a school groomer. Furry. What is a gray, so, gray muzzle? Gray muzzle. Yeah, that's what in the furry community. An that's what old they call, furry. Yeah, an old furry. Yeah, an so, old fat oh, furry. So. <laughs> no, he wasn't fat. In fact, he's not even a furry. He is a scale. No, I was so gonna he... say F. So you know, like on 4chan, old. Never mind. Old. Oh FAG. no! So he does like the dragon stuff, like lizards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff. I'll no. show you. I'll show you a picture. I'll I'll post the picture. No. It's actually pretty Bad cool. Dragon. Dragon. Dildo. No, Joe Strike was oh, pretty good. He was a good sport. <laughs> dragon for the one female in the chat. Do you own any bad dragons? Man. Oh man. Are but you anyway, talking to me? I was making but, a joke. But anyway, I'm a it good Catholic woman, okay? It was oh, a joke. Wait. Jessica, now that you've said that the chat's going to go wild, I've already seen several marriage <laughs> she, proposals. She knows what she's doing, so Gio. <laughs> Sorry, I'm engaged already. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> no! Report it. It's the old carrot on the stick. Just and destroyed then... the kayfabe right there. He, she exposed the business. Yes. All her potential Sorry. followers she was going to get today. <laughs> so... so... 
so so when it came to the furry stream we had another person there who you know in the beginning like he seemed very friendly very outgoing he had the disembodied baby. head Hi. on the uh, on the ta on the table next to him and uh, as the Normal conversation stuff. went on, as the conversation went on i like geo you saw it like i was with kid gloves approaching and then he the conversation just, it was the chat i think and then he just checked out and blocked everyone on twitter and started saying that we're trying to grift off of his audience like nobody uh base <laughs> base by the way this is this is joe i and will joe's find cool. a center Again, in you. <laughs> much much respect to joe's strike joe's great this no, is joe, it was a great here. conversation we did cover a lot a more serious conversation about the furry fandom. I it's guess weird to think of a person that old as a furry. Honestly, I I was That's just going to say that looks like a like a He-Man character. <laughs> it looks like the Gorn. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Gorn exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it looks like. Uh, here's, here, here's another one. The full. A full merciful size, uh, Kirk. <laughs> here's the full sized version. Oh my god! It does oh, look oh like my. the Gorn. Is he not wearing pants? Whoa. That makes me uncomfortable. He looks like a. <laughs> He looks like a yeah, Ninja Turtle villain. It's pretty balling, I guess. Oh, oh my god, this is gonna be such a specific reference. There was a Spider-Man game for the Wii that came out in like 2005, and you have to fight a dude who looks exactly like that. That's all I remember. Oh man, <laughs> that must have been a very easy boss battle. You know, just one, and then the the hip is broken. <laughs> oh, oh, that's he so was cool. called the Gray Muzzle. <laughs> That was like the that was like the gray wolf thing where they said the two sweet was part of the nah no never mind. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. But, but thing, it's crazy yeah. like this like this exploration it seems that enough people have existed on the internet for so long now that even though the internet in some ways it's in its infancy it seems that well I mean 20 years being like in the scope of human history is an in infancy but like it seems that the more people exist online. Sorry, I'm just like getting totally destroyed by the OG horse head. In horse <laughs> well, that's the Italian in Geo that remembers back to that Godfather oh, scene with yeah. the horse's head. The capital. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's sending okay. a message to all the furry haters. Yes. That that picture literally looks like it's like backstage imagery of like a children's show. Yeah. <laughs> Does. That's Barney Look, right there. Barney I don't know if that makes it better or worse. <laughs> Wait, no, what were we gonna the say? Gray muzzle. I was going to say, I want to hit on something real quick, then I got to go fucking drain my bladder because the white claws are going right through me. Hell but, yeah, brother. But uh, if furries can still exist in the way that they do now in that insular culture that they have, that'll be shit posting. That's going to be people like <laughs> us in like a year. Honestly, we're going to be like the furries now, where it'll just be like, it'll be like, oh yeah. Here's, here's yeah, my but meme. I mean, there's no reason that furry shouldn't exist now because it's part of like kinks and you can't kink shame and you no, can't, I know. Yeah. you know. So like, of course they're gonna survive. But no, but like, I'm saying, God forbid you have a different like opinion. That? God forbid them indeed. God is forbidding them. They're going to hell. God hath given them over to a reprobate mind. This is what I'm saying is is like, look, I'm not trying to kink shame anybody, but what I'm just saying is like, for me, shit posting is like a biological function. Like you can't stop me from doing that. So like if they can keep doing it, so can I. That's my take. I'm going to pee. And while he is, while Noah's peeing, I want to remind everybody again to subscribe right fucking now. We are bringing people together. We are going to have for uh, Thursday's stream all three creators of Cyanide and Happiness. 
So that webcomic Cyanide and Happiness, we are having all three creators there. Then we're going to have another stream about uh, whether uh, the um, uh, what is that medieval system of government called? Gio? Feudalism from feudalism to the modern state. Yes, we're have exactly. A stream about that. Then oh, Thursday, amazing. I don't know if we're going to have a free for all Friday this week uh, no no because at the national arts club i am going to be hosting a virtual reality summit and that's happening this friday at the oh. national arts club youtube channel uh you could go there but please behave yourself don't, don't it's not start. btr let me tell no, you no no it's not <laughs> but uh but anyway patreon.com slash break the rules now is the time for me to shill patreon so listen guys i know that there are many new people here who don't know who the fuck are these people why is no on their show let me tell you something we are building something very special here by, by combining different people together from different industries so we have had on high-ranking members of nasa we have had on charles Car carroll we have had on you know uh the godfather of psychedelia we have had on uh uh, Dennis McKenna, who was Terrence McKenna's brother. So we have had on people from all kinds of different worlds coming in here and talking, and I think those are some of our best dreams, where we do have people who completely disagree with each other. Like, we had on a professor from the University of Chicago who wasn't even following, you know, the University of Chicago's whole system with, uh, uh, anyway, I'm not gonna get into it now, but the point is, is that I want to bring central bankers together with some of the Redditors who are, uh, doing what they're doing right now. This is the destiny of BTR, to bring all these different people together, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So go to patreon.com slash break the rules. I'm going to post the link right now in the chat, and here is what you get. By becoming a $5 patron, you get access, special access to our secret percolator Discord channel, as well as being able to post images and GIFs and just text inside of our BTR chat. You notice that for the YouTubers, they can only post it on YouTube, but there are some special privileged people who get to post inside of BTR chat. Anyway, $20 is going to get you exquisitely beautiful magnets created by my father, Alexander Polyakov. He is a genius artist. Look at the quality of these magnets. It is ooh la la. Well, we superb. can't see in the chat, but you yes, guys you can cannot, see Yes, but you guys Just can see imagine it. a really nice magnet. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. There Give you him go. some money, please. Yes. And, Do it. And when you become a $30 patron, you are going to get an exquisite print from my main man, Giovanni Penacchietti, from the TFW No GF series. Watch him One go. of five prints that I select yes. at random, made in the traditional Japanese ukayo style. And and well, also don't forget that real real incel culture OG art creation right there. So that's <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. And uh, when you become a fifty dollar patron, not only are you going to get all of everything. that, but you are, everything, but you are also going to get a custom wooden magnet in addition to the first one and both of those recur every year so every year you remain a patron you are going to get two wooden magnets one of which is completely custom whatever design you want do you want a noah's hug box magnet do you want a magnet of noah sitting in that cum jar and it's made out of wood instead of made out of glass this can be done we can make it happen this is the, we the technology of we do we have the... and you will also, also get at the fifty dollar tier, my dick in your ass. <laughs> no, that could Christ. be arranged. That could be. Yeah. <laughs> Two more things you will get. I'll stick to the twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you will get um a Warhammer forty k uh figurette painted by Jules, and you will get one of my uh smaller uh Bob Ross 
tribute paintings done in his style, modified slightly. Uh, I've gotten down to the point where I could do one in 15 minutes, but uh, you will get one of maybe love if you could put some figures up on the screen and uh, one of my paintings. So that's what you get at $50. So please uh, give us your, give us your, mo give me money or a manual typewriter. So that was a Francis Deck <laughs> reference right there. For those of you who know Francis E. Deck. Uh, yeah. So what were we talking about, Lev? Before we so started we chilling? Yes, before we started chilling, we were talking about... Then Noel went to take a piss? Yes, we were talking about online Maybe, we could, maybe that could we be a Patreon chair. Get of it, Noah's we piss. About... Noah's <laughs> bath. We yes, we were talking about like this. That, like Sopranos he... where Paulie says to Vito, he's like, hey, I got a piss. You want half of that too? So <laughs> E-boys e selling their piss online. E-boys selling their piss it. online. This is, this is a good segue. I want to get back to the furries though. But did I, ever, did, did I ever talk about, I don't know if you know this, the origin of why I have the cum jar? Wait, what no, is please the cum tell jar? Us. I don't think I want to know, but I'm asking anyways. Okay. Yeah, I don't, Here, I don't know if I want to know. Give me give me two seconds. I'm going to grab it. I got to show no, it. No, wait, Boy. wait. Oh, Are y'all so excited to see live cum on YouTube? I'm not. <laughs> Bro, let's go. Full send. Space yes, Jam, guys, boys. Y'all ready for the, this? That was like back subscribe in the day, the Lita and Edge live cum. sex show. Now it's live cum show. So yeah, I mean, go. we are very thankful for everybody right. coming to our stream. Here we go. So when I was uh, when screen. I was still when I was still in the midst of my uh, deep cover operation, right? When I was in when I was in the children's group, I got I had this thing made which is a figurine of me climbing out of a cum jar. <laughs> and at the time, I think I just smashed it actually, which is really funny. But uh, at the time, nobody knew what I was doing. But the whole point was I was making fun of the way that uh, content creators encourage themselves. But yeah, I took my hand off. I was making fun of the way that content creators uh, encourage themselves to be sexualized because it makes them money. And that even if their oh. fans are underage. Yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was making fun of that and everyone was like, what are you doing? And then like everything happened after that. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So yeah, it was, it was symbolizing that. It was just the bukkake of the fan base, but nobody got that at the time. <laughs> so they were just like, hey, come man. They just bought it. They were just like, hey, come man. And then I was like, yeah, I'm making fun of you. And they were like, come oh, 2G, 2GBP from Pixel Ghost. In my ass. Piss, okay, Fuck Pixel me. Ghost, 2GBP. Piss with force, shark with grace. Thank you for the monopoly money, Pixel Ghost. Do, do you feel though that th this culture of not just a sexual well, sexualization, but also is there a is there this pretense that if you are of a you know a certain demographic online that it's almost like in order to shill you have to like um if you're a woman streamer let's let's say then you're gonna have to have like the only fans and you're gonna have to like go for it all the way like i know women who are popular on the internet that don't do those things and they have like you know, really creepy, like, you know, 4chan threads about them where they're like, uh, oh, man, there should be nudes of them. Where are the nudes? And I, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's I don't the same mean to thing like from the other side. That's what I'm saying is if you have fucking if you got fucking 16 year old girls watching you, they do the same thing where they fucking mm. they take the easy road and they just like sexualize it. Like I, I said, I, I keep bringing up dream, but like the whole like 
oh yeah, you know, it's fine to to write fan fiction of my friend fucking me in the ass and shit oh, like that, God. where it's like you're doing the same shit. You know what I mean? It's it's the same thing. It's just it's just the easy route to establishing the most parasocial relationship possible i, feel I like. think some people think it's like comedic or something but like i got sent literal fanfic of me and another creator and i was like this is fucking disturbing to be fair one time i got sent fanfic of my friend and i uh falling in love with each other and i thought that shit was fucking hilarious because they literally they nailed the personalities and i was like i read that with my girlfriend at the time and she was dying too. She was like, they nailed your personality. I was like, that one was pretty funny. But aside from that, not usually very comedic. Thankfully, I have yet to get creepy. to the point where someone has made fanfic of me. So oh, they, they've made fanfic of you, James, just in the negative. They've Look, fantasized wait. about doing all sorts of things to you, James. The people I brought to this stream, <laughs> I'd be looking out, James. What? I said the people that I brought to this stream when I tweeted it out, I'd be looking out. You know yeah, what? As long as they subscribe to the Patreon, they can write any fanfic they want about. <laughs> All right, some and you are right on now. your way to being a Minecraft YouTuber. <laughs> well, I definitely send threats to people in Minecraft, so I'm partly, oh, I guess. But I, yeah, but I feel that it, it is true. Like not to, like you know, OG like rad femme post, but there is I don't know it. In the cloak of liberation, it seems that there is this pretense that if you are a person online like if you were like uh like a boob streamer like you have like for example like anti-boob streamers like um uh, like she was yet to be on the show Brittany venti uh you have people like that who make a joke i can out ask of it. her if you want oh yeah, okay I, I be great. I my, friend sheep, my friend sheepdog is friends with her in real life oh, so yeah. maybe we could get i love her dude I was going to DM her and say, I follow me on Twitter. Then I saw that she got banned and I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah I DM'd yeah, her because she follows me on or followed me on L's before she got banned. And she was like, uh, all right, uh, they have to contact my manager, though. I'm like, really? Man. Yeah, she does everything <laughs> through her manager, but I can I can I'll just I'll pass the message along to her manager and her. That'd be great, because I, I think like when it comes down to it, there there is this discourse that, OK, that, you know, sex work is real work only fans is normalized but at the same time i feel like now that there's that expectation for like women streamers to do that or even like i don't know just like the weird culture that's cropped up around streamers in general it's just that i don't know it's this really weird moment that we're in culturally and you can't really put a finger on it unless you're like i don't know like what do these kids do they just like watch streamers all day it's just <laughs> It's surreal, right? It, I don't know. I don't mean to yeah. sound like an old folk. And, and, and they spend boomer, their uh, parents' allowance on. Uh, um, but it's on a double or it's like a double can order I, of like now you're not playing a game, you're watching someone I, play a game. Yeah, can but, I try but, to put a finger on this? Yeah, go ahead. Can I try? Can I try to do that? All right. Mm -hmm. So as a person who's been sort of watching all of these uh, 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 environments uh, develop in real time, like dude, I remember the first Hutch quick scope yeah. video, man. Like. Uh, I, I was by the way hutch is a fucking pussy said, no i'm sorry i'm sorry yes, i'm gonna yes. cast aspersions but, but just that's just, a retweet just a, that's a quote that, right there yeah. I, I was i was i was subscribed to blame truth I, I i've been around for a while you know what i mean like i, I really literally watched the, the guy who created the the youtube you know commentary so the the idea here is these kids one you have to you have to remember that when we were watching youtube we were normal to a degree 
uh, we were watching it as a source of entertainment. I didn't give a fuck about Blame Truth. He was just a voice. These kids now, these people are like their parents or their or their siblings and shit. It's you know we've talked about it on the stream before. It's parasocial relationships, right? These people are forming relationships with people they don't know, that don't know them, that don't care about them, and uh, like they care about them in the abstract, maybe, right? Um, but don't know them. But they they treat them as though they do. That's where all of this fucking weird fan fiction shit comes. They think they like know you. You know what I mean? And I think part of the fan fiction thing is is partly. Um, I'm going to jump around a little bit here, but uh, all of these things kind of play together. Uh, you guys know what Homestuck is? Yes. I only know from my Twitch chat. Okay. So Homestuck is interesting in that it was a really cool idea at first. The idea was um, Andrew Hussey wrote comics in, in, in MS Paint, right? And the way that they were functioning was the, the forum would give commands to the quote-unquote player character that is the main character of the story. And therefore, the story is written by Hussey having to sort of improvise right to it's like D and D, but it's a comic, right? Mm-hmm. It's like those Homestuck chain stories back in the in day. That, exactly, exactly. So Homestuck was started in that vein. It's sort of about being stuck at home as a kid, and your only communication is with a bunch of people who you know through the internet. Sounds familiar? Oh, right? yeah. All of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's it's about it's about the current condition, right? But it's also a video gamified. So the whole thing is designed around a game that is real life. Right. The, the point of this, however, is that Hussey went from being an interesting and based creator. Uh he made a hilarious white joke in his like he made fun of the fact that Tumblr hates when characters have white skin in like in the comic canonically. He had to he changed it later but it was hilarious when it happened because it was just a giant middle finger but the problem was that he kowtowed he bent the knee to the tumblr audience which is when i say tumblr audience what i mean is the people that want you to change your story in real time while they're reading it that type of person the person that doesn't actually care about what you're creating they just want it to be what they want it to be which is retarded because when you think about it, they like it because you made it. They like it because of what you created. But then they're like, no, but make them all gay or make them all whatever stupid other dumb thing that they care about. And make that's what Chinese. happened with Homestuck. <laughs> yeah, make them all Chinese. Make them all whatever thing, right? Make them all e-girls, right? Make it, them all it, inflate. You're Chinese. <laughs> make them exactly. all inflate. Jesus. Make exactly. them all e-girls. So, oh my god. Well, Geo, you, you know what's coming now because uh because Noah's new here. You know what I'm about to do. So, don't uh... don't do it, Lev. I I swear to God, <laughs> yeah. do not post. Do, oh, do not fucking post. Noah, Noah, Noah. Noah, Noah, Noah. Noah I'm getting pictures of e-girls now. Let me ask you a question, Noah. Are you a fan of uh, Disney's The Lion King? Don't. Wouldn't call myself a fan. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I mean, you grew you grew up with. I mean, I know that I grew up with. Yeah, like I grew up with Lion King, nineteen ninety five. It was a big fucking deal, you know. Uh, But uh, anyway, it had. Lev, I'm gonna stop you right here. It had a character in there there named Nala. And Nala was, Concerned. yeah, I mean, Forever Young did it already, but I'm going to do a larger version of so it. To change I know. the subject, uh, Ethereum's hitting all-time highs right now, so I Is hope you guys are fuck? holding. See, really? Yep. We're, okay, uh, we're over 1,500 for Ethereum. Are so. you really? fucking kidding me? Okay, Moon mission, right, guys! Let's fucking go! Yeah, let's fucking oh, go. no. Oh, my God. Ethereum's been great as Nala. 
I'm just I gonna go like, don't Ethereum, fucking screen it. Don't put it, it on the fucking main did. screen. I didn't want to see that. <laughs> This is oh psychological God, warfare. The full well, screen. We, need to, we need to fully analyze I'm, and just like let it soak in. I'm gonna make what? it better by posting something else. You're I'm gonna, gonna make post... it worse. No, 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 I'm not. I'm gonna make it better. I'm gonna because I have the need for Sneed. So this is oh, what in the oh, goddamn no. fuck is that, here. dog? Here, here you Sneed go. Nala. Get it out yeah. of my face! Just... <laughs> <laughs> Holy! Welcome, yeah, welcome to PTR. Is... This is Welcome love to being uh, right now. Look at Peter Faust, Neko Sneed. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. God. By the way, we did have a request. Uh, Noah, we had a request from Peter Faust for you to say Neko. Uh, no, for you to say Nya. Oh, yeah. I've done that on stream before. Important. Nya. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, what is all I got okay. for you. Can He's a $50 this... patron. He's a very important person. $50 patron. Oh, he deserves can it. Someone... Can would someone explain this Nya thing for me? Because he, uh, this simply the noise a cat makes. I mean, that's fair. So. Good for a noise okay, one stroke to... is fine. So, like a little quick, like <laughs> and it's 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 Japan. You don't have to make him come or anything. Can I <laughs> can I rapidly segue into something real quick before yes, my brain collapses? I love God. I think that the origin for all of the toxic YouTube culture. I think that the origin for all this weird parasocial shit. I think the origin for all this indoctrination stuff. I think it can be traced to one root point. I think it can be traced. To, the, to dare I even say, not the tree of life, but the tree of death, right? Mm. Do you know the Vlog Brothers? Oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. John Green. John Green. You I, can I trace everything back. That's where I was going. You're right. The Vlog Brothers. Who are the Please. Vlog Brothers? Yeah. John, it's, it's literally John Green. Hank and Green and John Green. Yeah. They, they mm. created the Tumblr people. They created they did. that. Uh, they made them. Unlucky. Yeah, I remember back when I was writing broke for going uh, back in time to kill Hitler. Woke going back in time to kill these guys. <laughs> in Minecraft. In Minecraft. In so, Minecraft. In real life, this time, wait, wait, Jesse. Wait, wait, John Green. Isn't John Green the guy who wrote uh, "Men are from, are from Mars, Women are from Venus"? Or am I thinking of another? No, John no, no. He, no, he wrote a bunch of young adult novels about people like dying of cancer and shit like that. I, I remember listened to one of them on audiobook, this, and I was like, "That was shit." This one YouTuber. Yeah. This one, this one YouTuber I remember yeah. who left. Uh, I shouldn't name his name. Just say let's call him CF. He said like, uh, what, what, what is uh, like the fault in our stars about? Isn't about like cancer patients fucking each other. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. But they do cancer patients falling. When I love. was back, when I was writing for Thermidor magazine. I wrote this like I only published it on my blog because it was like unhinged. But I wrote this like scathing review of <laughs> Paper Towns, and you can still find it on my blog if you go to my Twitter. It's on link of my blog post in the PDF section. But I fucking skewered this thing because my mother like forced me to watch this film with her because like she wants me to watch oh it, and I just like oh my god, like okay, I gotta admit for for Conscious Moss in the chat. Some of the stuff that me and my mother that my mother forced me to watch, I kind of do enjoy it. Like 90 Day Fiance, I kind of do like watching 90 Day Fiance with my mom. But uh, no, <laughs> I know it's terrible. But no, Paper Towns really, what to me it signifies that culture that you were speaking of, Hugbox. That it's about like think of okay, think of uh, what's her name, Claire Davinia's character, Margot. 
Is that her name, Margot? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. She's literally Manic Pixie Dream Girl. But she is okay, but she's Manic Pixie Dream Girl. But she is the most popular girl in school that is yet the social outcast, like interesting goth girl or whatever. So she is the best of both. She is a postmodern literary entity because she is literally what every girl on Tumblr wants to be the total outcast that just so happens to be the most popular fucking girl in school okay she's daria she's daria no but daria okay daria no that's literally me though literally but daria had a depth to her though that's the until they ruined her she's daria but a stacy but a stacy she's daria but a stacy yes oh my god this is what you need to understand all of john green's books they're all like this they're all all the girls are the same they're all the same they're they're all enigmas wrapped in mysteries, and when you get to the cent- when you get to the center, it's there's just nothing. There's a- literally nothing. It's a- no, it's it's less than nothing. It's it's like the J.J. Abrams okay? monster version of a <laughs> character. G- <laughs> and what the it's, fuck it's the is M. on Shyamalan my screen? Of a person. It's I'm just not gonna what look at the this fuck Zoom is call that? anymore. I'm, I'm just, just not gonna look. Why do you do this to us? Don't do this. Minimizing it. I'm just gonna pretend I'm in a Zoom call. It was Conscious Moss. Conscious Moss uh, reinvigorated <laughs> me by posting another inflated Nala. So okay, I please had to. don't love. This is serious, serious business. Listen, right the Nalas now. are canon. They're they're Lindy for the stream. Okay. <laughs> I just it's realized, guys, I have mod powers. I forgot I had that. <laughs> oh boy uh, but yeah i think what, what it like yeah the green brothers they really there there was it's, a, it's, a unique it's cultural like moment within it's it's shit like a- avatar fucking cora like every time a company was like oh yeah we'll just make him gay and fucking trans or whatever the stupid thing you want us to make the dumb character be and then all, the, all these people are like yes they will all bend the knee, and that's well, what then, they do. But now. there's well, an ability to write a character. Okay. I, I want to wrap around. No, yeah, no, go for it. I want to wrap around real quick. Is is I remember this being during the height of like the whole games issue, and I I'm gonna come back to this with the whole that character thing. Where they're like, I can't relate to this character because they're not like me. And I'm like, listen, yep. my favorite character to play as in a video game is like a nine foot tall scaly alien from a theocracy. <laughs> <laughs> so like. I don't uh, fucking give a shit, dude. The Arbiter's cool. You know what I mean? Like, why does every character have to be you? Why are you trying to insert yourself in every fucking it's story? It's frustrating, too, you know because there's movies, there's books, there's so many instances yeah. of media that I can think of that I can look back to where there was a male protagonist and I there was plenty of things I could relate to in the protagonist. Now, yeah. of yeah. course, there's certain things that men and women experience different. So, of course, there's there's going to have to be media out there where there's a female protagonist. Well, of course. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a female. It doesn't have to be there, a person, a well, Cuban. It doesn't have to be an Italian or a black well, person. Well, I mean, in my or, personal opinion, you know, like... You, I, I think they yeah, all like have to be anyone. Italian. <laughs> yes, well, I, mean, I agree. Wonder, they all have to be Italian. Every cat Italian. In every game, no matter what their fucking gender, I, I has posted, to be Italian. I don't yeah, want representation of any other race everybody, everybody. other than Italian. Shh. Everybody. Shh. Okay, Captain Wonder, you wanted to say something. I want to make How sure kind of you. I'll kiss you on the cheek. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, like, totally down for, like, inclusion and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know. Uh, but it's the fact, I think some companies, they'll go and they'll use that as their only selling point. And holy shit, was that? Um, that wasn't me. That was the last of us, too. They'll pretty much just be like, well, like, we'll think of, like, for example, like Overwatch, right? It's like, 
was exactly. a pretty fun game when it started out. And then they just let the entire game die. And when their fan base started to dwindle, they were like, guess what? Soldier had a boyfriend. And it's like crazy. <laughs> this is the, what I was saying. Is something. it true? It's like, so they, like I'm entirely like, down for it. It's is a it shame true that they closed like, for Overwatch they only, like, they only in 2017. Wait, James, what, what, what did you see James Cunningham? Yeah. Is it James. true that 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 the uh, that Blizzard spent millions on researching how to make each Overwatch character as fuckable as possible to different demographics and No, I would believe it because I've played as Roadhog before. <laughs> that is I'll the show you Roadhog, all right. Icon. But I, I feel you like twelve Roadhogs, one hole. That was a good. Oh my oh. god! The Gio, saddest thing like? you will ever find are I, those. I feel uh, those like uh, I'm okay. going insane. No, um, I feel I feel like you you could like. There's a lot of indie media I feel that does, um, not that it, like again my own religious beliefs aside. There's a lot of indie media that does the LGBT thing quite well i mean when i was younger i watched uh what's that one with hillary swank boys don't cry that was a great film that was a great film i must say boys don't cry was kino and i think that even in video games there could be a potential if you wanted to do the trans character that isn't like um like like last of us 2 or like the recent controversy with uh the cyberpunk thing it's just it's, like yeah, yeah, there is. It doesn't a, have to be cringe. Yeah, I feel like they're going to do it cringe. without making it feel shoehorned. Because the more I, yeah. shoehorned in it feels, the more inauthentic it feels. And if I was somebody who you claim to be representing, and I found this yeah. character that just felt like a token, I would be offended. It feels so disrespectful to me when I see yeah. that. Yeah. I, I will say oh, right yeah. now that um, there are two visual novels that I can't name because it's, it's like major spoilers in it. Um, but there are two visual novels I've played, Japanese, obviously, um, where the twist has to deal uh, with trans or one of the twists. Yeah, but the and Japanese and, and mangas have been having trans and women and lesbian and yaoi characters for like, you know, since the, the 80s. But so what I'm saying is they, they, they do don't it give a shit about they it. do it like, so well. Compared to everything that I've seen in like American games and media and stuff where it's just like, uh, cringe alert, bye-bye. <laughs> Well, again, I, because again, I think the, the difference biggest is sincerity. Issue... Yeah, well, yeah, sincerity. That's sincerity. Yeah. They, actually, they, they actually are like they, they're doing it because they want the character to be that, not because they think it's good for fucking. But, but uh, yeah, reason, it's, like, it's not because they're trying to tell a story. It's because they're they just feel like they have to. They're, yeah. It's going to make yeah. it sell better. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's for but metrics. It, a lack of integrity. Yeah, exactly. But, but Remus, like we've talked about this about like, what is the deal with like on, on like the extremely online, like right wing cinephilia? I think it's because the, the Japan and other Asian countries manages to escape like Western political categories. But there's something more there. That I think that's like when you envision like a futurist society, I guess Japan is like the closest on earth. Yeah. Like Tokyo is the closest city mm. on earth we could come to, to like a futurist city. But even when it comes to art and entertainment, it's just, there's something, there's a certain like je ne sais quoi that they do. I don't know. It's like not, not to go into it. Cause there's problems obviously with transporting yeah, Japanese obviously. context okay. media into America. What I would say, well, 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 what well, I'd say is watch any, watch any Western cartoon right mm -hmm. like a cartoon designed for kids that's designed to teach them sort of like life is awesome and it's an adventure and go make friends and like be cool and have fun go watch it See, that's the problem they need more king of the hills and then say watch that and then watch evangelion 
<laughs> yeah, no, and then watch One Piece. Watch One Piece. Mm-hmm. Watch watch Dragon Ball. Watch yeah. something like that. And and the difference is is that Dragon Ball. One Piece isn't <laughs> per- Dragon Ball is more about punching each other, but that you know. Uh, it, do I do I need to switch to my phone to show my uh, my Detolfs next to me in my whole Dragon Ball collection? Yes, I have. Yeah, I have. Yes. It, it, I have the, too much. <laughs> the idea here is is that it's like it's like they're they don't insult your intelligence. They're gonna talk to you about shit that's heavy and real. Like there's fucking like intense slavery in One Piece, and it's addressed like barefaced. They don't. They don't. They don't hide it. You know. Yeah, Naruto. I watched Naruto when like, I was very young. There's like death and yeah. child abuse. And, but yeah. no. But the only <laughs> let let's look at one of the shows that does. Um, okay, you know that rule, like you know, you never want to write about child abuse. You never want to write about rape, right? Okay, let's yeah. look at Courage the Cowardly Dog. One of the only oh, shows man. to. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of Dragon Ball. <laughs> that oh, is so God. sick. That's awesome. But anyways, yeah, Courage the Cowardly Dog was one of the only Western animation shows, in my opinion, that managed to actually do the uh, plot lines of rape and child abuse actually, like, correctly. That was, like, wow, I can't believe it's a children's show, but it has, like, a lasting impact, even, like, the audience that's well into their 20s and 30s now, right? So... I, I just, exactly. I don't know, I feel like this whole like laziness around writing itself, even like in video games, for instance, it's just like, what was the controversy with Mass Effect? There was some kind of like consent thing going on. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I, there's yeah, a lot Mass of these. Mass Effect was just having well, random, bi- like Mass Effect just had random conversations about being non-binary happening, yeah. like as like background chatter. Yeah, like they they all, just they to have it there. That, that's the other it's thing. French-Canadian. They all looked kind of ugly. And look, I'll be honest with you. Noah, I know you're a big fan of the, um, what's that series? The Elder Scrolls series. I don't know. I Actually, mean, I hate them. You hate? Oh, okay. I Based. Thought, I thought really Based. I thought you really oh, liked I like, Oblivion. I like everything. Bo- I, like, I, like, I kind of like Oblivion, and I like the shit before that. But I hate Skyrim, dude. Pretty shit. Oblivion. I like how Oblivion is basically just like unintentionally the funniest game to ever be made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. But isn't yeah, the, isn't the consensus that Skyrim is like the best game ever? Stop right there, Yeah, that's that's that's, uh, that's what I mean. That's like the YouTube normies. streamer thing. That's what I even going back to what I said before. Finished playing hey. Skyrim. The real well, Skyrim is Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> but uh, but when it comes to Japan, okay, like you you have the following in Japan. You have like some engineer who's designing a highway connector. Like I don't know what you call it, but like on the highway where like one highway goes into another one, and they design it Median. to be like a piece of fucking art you know that you could look at yeah. this thing from far away and admire it and that's because like they want to put in everything they can into this while here it's the opposite like we have this very much let your freak flag fly type of culture where i don't think we have a necessary amount of pressure to actually get that whole kundalini activated to get that whole fire of the gods this promethean energy activated like the japanese have and this is why i think a lot of people are depressed today this is why i think a lot of americans are in the deep shitter because they feel like, you know, like life's passing them by, they're doing drugs, and they're not really doing something that can lift them the fuck up. They didn't have the right influences, maybe. And what else do they have left? Like, I don't blame the people who do just like put the hashtags uh, the um, uh, of whatever political causes or their pronouns in their bio. What else do they fucking have? They didn't they weren't given anything else. So like now it is up to. But even the media, yeah. like even the media that they were given, 
now the people in charge of that media and we could argue like okay our video games art do they possess like a certain aesthetic quality that is beyond yes. art or yes like, they, do. they are oh uh, well remus so we could argue about this but uh, no I, no but what i mean is like even the the media that the media itself like the from like the people that create these games or these franchises like disney for instance is my opinion one of the most evil corporations because they're actively alienating their audience base and they're actively going against it's like they're trying to shed or trying to create a subject within their audience that is you know totally disciplined and like docile body towards their own like view of what a perfect consumer is right so it's like i don't know what is that like it seems that media has such an omnipresent nature to like common existence nowadays that Disney like is in a position where they could literally own half of all entertainment and media production in the world. So it's like, think of it that way. Right. Like, like, because what gets sold in like, for example, in the developing world, what gets passed on is the most mainstream shit. You know what I mean? Like apart from their own native media. So it's like when the fucking Marvel universe is being sold for like a rupee and like this in the, some shore bazaar in Calcutta, (laughs) right? Like, it's like, what does that say about the colonialization of West of the West and towards the rest of the world? Right. Sorry. I'm just screening right now. So well, uh, well, Disney uh, did have, uh, for those who know, uh, don't know about it, roadside Romeo which was this uh, production, this Bollywood slash Disney animation production with these animated dogs uh, that did like all the Bollywood dances and there was like a hot dog. <laughs> oh, really? Too. Yeah, she was like a literal, yeah. she she was a hot dog, you know? Like she was uh, voiced by Karina Kapoor. Here she is. Uh, here's the image. So I know we're doing a lot of furry stuff today, but this is important. This is education. <laughs> so this is the cover of Roadside Oh, Jesus Romeo. Christ. <laughs> this looks like something yeah. you would find in the dollar store. Uh, I'm going to have something to say about this. I have to pee again. I'll be right back. All right, go for it. Empty the bladder. But no, dollar store movies. I found that that Ratatouille movie that everybody and their mother was reviewing on YouTube. You know what I mean? That really bad Ratatouille ripoff. I found it at a Goodwill and I bought it. Oh, my. Well, well, my, my is... favorite is the old Atlantis uh, ripoff, like the anime Atlantis, the animated version where they had this musical score with these little animals that were living yes, yes. under and the rapping dog that that, that was great. So yeah. we need we need a lot more of that, at least because it's not just generic triple A slop. It's like there were it's some... generic single A slop. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like at least that slop has some weird like Eastern European animators who probably, you know, like are, you know, not paid really well, but they just like insert their own shit in there. You know, like they don't follow the traditional rules that are set up by the animation orthodoxy. Gio, you have a cat. Look at this cat. My cat Patchy. She Aww. recently yeah. She she has a bit of um an issue lately. We have to give her antibiotics for some like respiratory thing, but she's better now. That's so good. uh yeah. Good she's girl. old. She's fucking 15 years old. I can't believe it. She's still oh, going. She's a but you can't tell because she's a run to the litter when we got her. So um pure look, pure calico. So, yeah. oh, well, this has been an oh, interesting an experience for me personally. I have to bounce because I have to go somewhere at 6 30. I have I have to make myself look beautiful. Oh um, yeah, I was it was you know I might shower. I don't know. I've thought about it. I'm a, I'm like a five month streak of like not showering, so that'd be pretty epic. Um, <laughs> is she, is she, is she into right that? There. Is she into that? Yeah. 
Uh, it's actually a cow across the street, oh, you know? Oh, I was gonna, you know, mix it up with some bestiality, you know? I thought that'd be epic. Mm, um, well, I, I, I hope we've inspired you by the posting of the fat nalas and all that, you know? Get I, that I figured somebody was gonna me. tap out soon after that. I was like, somebody to go take care of something. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 I don't know who it's gonna be, me but... to definitely go. <laughs> well, let me, let me plug, let me plug your wonderful YouTube channel. Here it is. Well, oh, I wouldn't, guy. I wouldn't necessarily say it's wonderful, but yes, thank you, sir. Yeah, yes, it is. Everybody follow Wonderstuck Guy. Oh, right my. Now. Follow him. <laughs> look, look, look at that. Uh, thank you so much Isn't for coming in. Do you like Have me? It? I'm following right now. There oh, we my. Go. That's how oh, and follow my YouTube channel. That is a tragedy. I'm trying to branch away. From the stuff i make because i feel like a circus clown with the stuff i have to make now but all right it was super interesting talking with y'all and y'all take care have a beautiful night and make sure to wash your feet at any given time take care oh, have, 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 a, have a great night <laughs> thank I you for shall. coming on this is geo's link over here i don't know why the fuck it's not creating a thumbnail for tomorrow you, i'm coming out with a new video uh, i'm reading a know. thread by egg report from twitter about the WQ woman question. No, it's um, going to be what's great. What's the woman question? Well, I mean, find out. Um, <laughs> no, it's a great thread. He made my friend egg report on Twitter and I'm just doing a commentary video, but uh, I'm, I also will have a rant about um, in the coming week, I'm going to have another painting video, hopefully. And I will have a rant about psychopolitics and uh, how our, uh, the empire is now going to emotionally manipulate you into, uh, I don't know, Alien, totally alienating yourself so uh <laughs> but this is kind of the thing that we're fighting against here on this stream again by bringing people together yada yada but also having somebody as amazing as noah noah hugbox here on the btr stream like what i would love to do is to be able to re recreate some kind of a uh, renaissance within the internet community when it comes to like you know, high quality art. And I don't mean that in the art of, you know, being like, a, you know, well-drawn because furry art, a lot of it is well-drawn, but a lot of it is the same. What I mean here is- But it's all gross. Well, no, there's some good stuff. But anyway, what I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> when it comes to, okay, when it comes to taking like all these people who are out there who are into video game content, who are into uh, Minecraft or Skyrim or whatever, and- getting them into the mindset of how can we rebuild this fucking thing and how do we not become these thought zombies that are brain implanted and uh like this is the biggest challenge but i think it's well worth it because we're more connected now than we ever were before so maybe it can you know just like that maybe it can really rapidly start to increase because like noah like i don't know if you like to follow history or like read old novels like right now i'm reading the count of monte cristo and i'm really enjoying it and I'm thinking, like, fuck. Like, people were so... And again, I don't want to be one of these people who looks at life in rose-colored glasses into the past and says, like, oh, they had it so much better than we do here. But they dress nice. They had a sense <laughs> yeah. of fashion, you know? And they had a sense of class, and at least it appears that they had a sense of honor, you know? Like, there just seems to be all these principles that they had, and now it seems... And again, every single fucking They got to duel each other. Thing, but they, that's <laughs> right. They got to duel each other. So, like, I don't know. How do we get back to there being this Faustian sense of growth? Because right now, I'll be honest, man, like, I think it feels for a lot of people today... And I'm kind of 50-50 on it, but it feels like a lot of people have the sense that we are in a prison planet, that we fucked oh, up. Oh, nice we're, reference. We're, we're <laughs> under the lockdown, and 
you know, they've everybody like, you know, all the smart people have already escaped. They're either living inside of the earth, they're either living in Agartha, you know, or they're living in some <laughs> other dimension right now. And we're just like stuck here. We can't go into Antarctica. That's off limits, you know. Like they shoot I, you. I, I, yeah. Well, I contacted a friend of mine and asked her to send a satellite up there because she was going to send the satellite to take pictures. And she was like, oh, of course we can do it. We got permission from yada, yada, yada. No word from her right now. I'm messaging her and I go get a reply. Her. And, she is, and she is somebody who's like always messaging back with me. So it's like, what, what the fuck happened? Did they tell her something? You know, like, because <laughs> Antarctica, I mean, fucking Antarctica, like, Operation High Jump, Admiral Byrd, you know, going You're speaking there with, my language right yeah, now. Yeah, like a scientific exploration with all these fucking warships and, you know, no scientists, just like soldiers there. And then all this, you know, all these stories that come out about like that magazine article that he had, I believe, like in this South American magazine talking about how, you know, we didn't actually win World War II and how like they're going to overpower us through being able to just like zip from <laughs> one part of the earth to another. And then we have this whole Jacques Vallée, I don't know if you're familiar with that guy, but he's a writer who also talks about the psychological effect of UFOs that have had on people, and one interpretation of Roswell was that Roswell was the Nazis fucking with us. It was basically them putting some deformed being inside of an air, uh, inside of this weird craft, landing it there for them to be like, oh my god, is it aliens? Is it little green men from outer space? It's like, no, at least according to this theory, it's just this fucked up human being who's like all weird, and they're just playing a joke on us. They're like, you know, I've never once believed... Let, let, me hit on, let me hit on a couple things real quick yes. i've never once believed that ufos were ever aliens i was like nah it's fucking people dude that's just people no, they're in, demons. In fucking new they're, 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 i'll hit on the demons thing or... in a second too yeah, okay. number two number two right the whole mk ultra thing right mk ultra money did you i'm sure that you are aware of during mk ultra they fuck with the whole brain chip thing extensively Oh, yes, that's right. And in, yeah. like, 1973, they were like, we can do all these things. Then you see the Neuralink conference, and you're like, huh, these are the same. Even, you're like, it's I, almost like this is the same technology being released to the public. That's weird. I think they even came up with memory. Like, they didn't come up with, but they had a thing to do with memory castle concept as well. Yeah. That they were go playing with, yeah. I, then Stargate came along. Here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, hey, go ahead. Can I float an idea here for uh, for for uh, for Noah, C considering mm -hmm. you have the uh, beautiful emperor on your uh, as your as your icon. Oh, of course. So I've always thought I've had a, I've had an idea here for a while that um, it's like things like Warhammer Forty Thousand, right? If you think about them, especially from a, a, a metaphysical standpoint, like the way the chaos works, um, yeah. the way the orc uh, the orc hive mind works, yep. even the Tyranid hive mind, but all of that, right? It's like these are almost. It's like they're giving you hints and clues as to how this shit really, really operates, right? Dude, this um, is the thing. The concept of Astartes, right? It, like the genetic modification, like these things wouldn't be, you wouldn't make, I wouldn't want to make robots. I don't want to make super people. That's get exactly correct. Like, exactly. Yeah, get, make super people. To what I'm saying is we robots, already know you know how I mean? to do it. We already know yeah. how it's going to shake yeah. down. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. But, but there's another level exactly. to it in which we are the super people, but we are degraded super people. Meaning that if you believe this whole thing about there being giants that were destroyed by the Smithsonian, then it may be that our human form that we have right now is but a lesser fragment of what existed before. And you like have I said to, before, yeah. Well, we are imagination. I really believe that. We are imagination 
human that has been given form. We are made in the image of God. By God, I mean like this universal conscious energy. Like Vedanta, you just have to realize. This is something Moksha. that I I talk about this honestly constantly. Where I, I talk about where I'm like, has anybody never noticed that like pretty much all of media kind of points to the same truth about ourselves? You know what I mean? Like oh, everybody, yeah. like all, I feel like we are constantly telling ourselves the same story Everyone's about ourselves. Telling the same, yeah. Everyone's yeah. telling the same story and has been for thousands of years. Yep. He's like, hey, just wake up. Well, look, well, wake like, up. Right example, back like, from, to the Vedas, to the yep. Old Testament, just, to mm -hmm. the uh, Flower Garland Sutra. It tends to, yeah, there is, I mean, not to get too much into the perennial philosophy because there's obvious complications there, but it is true. We do have a universal story that maybe we're in the process of realizing and uh, you know, that could go with what you will. I mean, the whole UFO thing, there is a fascinating debate, whether it is demons or whether it's a, you know, some machine elf, a uh, psychic, uh, psychic manifestation, or if they are actual material entities or from the future or whatnot. I mean, if there's another, the possibilities are endless, I guess. Like, uh, no, I, think, I think, it was fascinating. But a lot of guys, demonic oh, possession does yeah. come off as demonic, in my opinion. But anyways, go. Who's who's talking? Oh, Noah? Or, yeah, I think, I think it was uh, Remus. Oh, Remus, go ahead. Yeah, was, yeah. Give me, give me a sec here. Uh, I think personally, the, the 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 best language. See, part of the problem here is that the words don't. These words all mean different things to everybody, right? Right. Like, yeah. right, right. I think. The, the best way to do this is the way that the Muslims do this, which is they don't give a shit about the distinction between Fey or Bigfoot or fucking mm -hmm. demons or whatever stupid they, like, fuck you. You're all jinn. You're all just jinn. Yeah. Sorry. They're all jinns, yeah. You're <laughs> beings. You are all beings. Of, and the way that they describe it in the Quran, okay, this is, and I, I mean proper translation from a man, uh, a guy who speaks Arabic and English and can properly translate this. They are beings of smokeless fire. What does that sound like? To you? That's, a, that's energy. That's, like, right. that's, that's yeah, electricity. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. energy. And it's it's electricity. There's smokeless flame. So they they're all of these energy beings. They're all of these things that don't have a physical presence. Whether it's a demon or an elf or Bigfoot or whatever, they're all jinn. They may not be demons per se. Uh, like think about it this well, way. Well, they have not different qualities. Yeah. Not every by the way, who's that demon, purple hair anime every, girl? By every the way, demon is a jinn. That's Misato. Misato. From from what? That's, my, that's from Evangelion. That's my queen. Oh shit! Okay, there you that's go. That's your girl. <laughs> I'm in a fucking band forever, junk. For that <laughs> I just got. I just actually, I've never watched that, but I just got my uncle sells like comics, like Marvel and DC comics and stuff. But he he got actually a few anime comics, and I got to like original like comics, like weekly Dude, release you comics. Need to, you need Genesis. to watch the show. You need to watch. The Evangelion is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have, we have the, the final hits on, hits on movie coming out in twenty years. About right now, so we, we can actually, gotta get well, on it. We can actually, it's on the Gnostic shit. Yeah, well, we can actually relate the it, angels from Evangelion. It also hits up on modernity. The, uh, yeah, like, like so. Sorry, DMTLs. I cut you off, Remus. So with the yeah. Evangelion, yeah. <laughs> well, well, very, all very much. No, no, but they are. It's the same thing. Like, if you think about the angels in Evangelion, they are. Jin, that's what a fucking jinn yeah, is. That's when exactly you, what they are. You see something when you see something doing some shit. Look, listen, Muslim bros, they will tell you this. When you see something doing some jinn shit, it's probably a jinn. Just fucking walk away. I'll hop the left, Bismillah, Bismillah, and walk the fuck away. Don't look. Don't talk. <laughs> see don't do nothing. Don't do, don't do nothing. Just walk the fuck away, Bismillah. Well, it's that's like it. how don't 
don't it's a gin let it be gin let it do gin shit it's not it's not for but okay here off. here's the counter argument to that since well, uh, since we tend to be artists you know there are people who let's say could be elevated to a demigod status in world culture like yes. shakespeare and cervantes and all these really <laughs> fucking fucking best girl is all, passing the booth right all now. these all these great artists like i feel like they are associated with the muses as they talk about you know like all these artistic genius inspirations that come into you and the way you become the jinn you become somebody who represents the world through the way that they see it and there is a power in that that i think connects one to the astral realm just like that was Nikola like that Tesla. owens that owen cyclops comic well, about the the difference between a demon and daemon and it's like a demon's like a muse just exactly. inspiring you. By the way, uh, what do you say? By the way, tuck in your shirt or something. I forget. It was if someone could find the Owen Cyclops Damon comic, that'd be great. But no, it's true. I mean, that's why a lot of the uh, old school perennialists they converted to Islam because they said that it had yes. um, aspects of each religion within it. It was in some ways especially Sufi Islam was almost like the universal mystical school. And to, well, mm, according yes. to it's, like Rene Gunyan, it's, it's, it's like the old perennialist uh, religion. Like that's where if you, once you, once you take a dabble in everybody's, you go there because they, it has enough of cool Abrahamism. It has enough of, uh, of more exactly. mystical Eastern pagan uh, schools that were involved in the creation of Islam. Uh, and, and but, but, but one thing that I don't know if it has that much of is uh, this. Although I'm sure, no, I'm sure it has it to a certain. No, it extent. does. It, it has the Sufism has quite a bit of the yeah, like Kabbalah. breathing techniques, yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, yes, yeah, it, yeah, no, it does. yeah, they do. But, but the what, reason that so, my buddy is, so let me let me just say sure, this sure. real quick. And I'll mm -hmm. stop. Um, the reason that my buddy uh, says to be war well to be wary of Sufi is because Sufis tend to do this thing. I can't remember the the Arabic word. It's a, it's a, it's essentially, it's a contract. It's a contract between you and um, your, your teacher, your, your, uh, your, your, um, basically your priest or your monks, because it's, your imam. it's a little bit different. Yeah, his, no, yeah, your imam's harim. Now, the harim is, is like your, your, every human has a harim. It's not your soul. It's more like your spirit, but it's, not you either like it's like a tied a being that's tied to you like a like the tr traditional greek idea of the demon right is mm -hmm. that thing it's um, almost like karmic so, debt in some ways like exactly so, yeah. so the idea of a sufi is you 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 make a contract with their kharim and that's that's not kosh that's not ha that's not halal that's uh, that's a that's a reason that Sufis are a little bit it, there's a there's a mm -hmm. there's an internal thing with Sufis is because you, at that point you're making a deal with a jinn you're no longer dealing with just yeah they and they've been you're, like you're around the jinn now yeah around the Iranian Peninsula there's been periods where the Sufis had to go into hiding in various places because of like different exactly. persecutions exactly yeah that. then they got yeah, pushed yeah. into Turkey they're, they're and basically all that. They're basically the Masons of Islam. Like that's the way you yeah. think about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but when you but when you take that aspect away though, the Masons or if we're talking about like the Mithraic cults, if we take all these aspects out of the equation, what we basically have, I'm sorry, but it's a little bit boring. It's it's basically just people going about their day praying and then that's it and nothing really gets like it seems like there's a stagnation that would happen when you don't shake things up when you don't include things that try to 
be okay. the, the the Faustian Okay there, Re- Jason Residue Johnny. <laughs> you need an antagonist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. And I think that that is something like, otherwise we'd already be there. Otherwise we would already be one with God. So I think that there is something to this game of being able to discover what exactly all this is about. And I think Kundalini plays a big role in it. So, Noah, you don't know this, uh, but uh, for all the people who do know this, I know I'm saying it again. Mm-hmm. I'd started doing the Wim Hof method a couple of years ago. And from there, I started to develop Kundalini in my back. So Kundalini is this energy that I showed some pictures earlier of it. It's basically like this, it's like the snake-like energy that goes through your spine. And it feels like, I even feel it right now, honestly. It's like a, it's like an electric fluid, uh, snake-like thing that whenever you breathe slowly in and out you feel it going up and down sometimes it does swirls around your back sometimes it like cuts from one side to another so it's basically prana the energy that animates the entire universe going through you and the end goal is supposed to be that it goes through the central nadi uh the shushunma nadi as it's referred to goes up into your brain and you are supposed to experience a feeling of oneness, but that's not the end either. That is basically a way that I guess you could say that people would level up and would gain certain higher insight. And again, I think that this is something that's inside of us. It's something that is a human birthright. It's something that we are capable of. I do not think it's something that people should ignore, but at the same time, people should proceed with caution because it is kind of dangerous as well. No, that's really interesting, actually, because I, I've always been interested in the Wim Hof stuff just mainly because of the whole uh being able to be in cold water because i surf and i swim a lot nice and i've just been i mean it's interesting that you said that. i mean i've only gotten to the point of being able to exercise the diaphragm to keep myself warm but that's absolutely fucking fascinating and you get absolutely. visions too like you get uh, the third eye you get like a, that spark in the center of your uh vision and it manifests into other shapes. So when you were talking about um, when you were talking about drugs and you were talking about cannabis, a big mm-hmm. problem that I had was that I loved working out and getting high on a mm-hmm. vaporized cannabis and working out. Although again, it was a fucking crutch because afterwards it was so hard for me to get back to working out because I didn't have this feeling of being one with my body and all that shit. Yep. But another thing that happened was I got really concrete fucking visions like i saw geometric shapes and colors and these very you know very juicy you know and very detailed like lsd i never took lsd i took mushrooms but it was very close to mushrooms that kind of experience and in a way it traps you because you're not working out your own willpower to get that same level so now that i started with the wim hof method i kind of you know go from square one but it's like slowly coming back which again like when people talk about seeing the apple you've heard about that right like People talk about like some people can, some people can't. Well, with the level that I want to get to, and I think this is everybody is capable of getting to this level, uh, is being able to, when you close your eyes, actually see the apple. Meaning it's not like you're imagining it. It's like there is an actual, like there is electricity that's generating an apple when you close your eyes. So you're not seeing dark. You're not seeing like the blue and purple vortexes that I'm seeing right now. You are able to see an apple just like when you dream, you're able to see dream imagery. And that would be the ultimate fucking internet right there. This is the counterattack against this demonic control system that people want to implement over everybody else through VR. This is the antithesis. This is the answer. The answer is basically meditate the fuck out of yourself and get to a level where you can go into your own internet through your Buy mind. Buy gold, and guns, and ammunition. Master yourself. Yes. 
Exactly. Mess to That's... yourself. Exactly. Well, to quote Carl Jung about his book on uh, Kundalini Yoga, he studied for a few years. When you succeed in awakening the Kundalini so that it starts to move out of its mere potentiality, you necessarily start you necessarily start a world and discover a world which is totally different from our world. It is the world of eternity. Now, there is quite a few um, pieces of literature that connect the sort of um, the spiritual awakening of people to a sort of like, what would you say, radical anti-politics or what Julius Evola called a politia, where you are in the world, but you are not of the world. And I feel that it is missing in a lot of people who are totally gripped by the uh, auspices of politics nowadays where now it becomes in a weird way a religious phenomenon to a lot of people that must be affirmed in every avenue of life from the video games you play to the media that you watch to the even like they're literally the brand of toilet paper you buy or you're you know if you if uh you know you buy a certain pillow brand you're a nazi nowadays so i guess uh although that one cartoon of the my pillow guy was kind of interesting where my pillow uh I should. I'm gonna throw it up in the chat. It's so crazy. This my pillow cartoon. I'm gonna find it. But anyways, Wait go ahead. Second. Yeah, where my pillow overthrows the U.S. government. I've seen. Pillow. I have seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Not gonna lie. All of that. Uh, whatever that talk was about. That. I didn't understand a word. What was going on? I'm just a, no. Re real simple. There's Absolute. A snake, there's a snake in your spine do a breathing technique and you're going to be able to generate something that feels very interesting in the base of your spine. And then you're going to see all kinds of crazy visions. That's, Am I going to go pretty, Super uh, Saiyan? You're going to go Super Saiyan. Yes. I think that's oh. what Super Saiyan is. When oh, you think about it, it's okay. a good representation. Yeah, that's, no, unironically, your, that's... Uh, unironically, I'm going to go Super Saiyan. There's a reason that the Super Saiyan... I've been told that I don't look good as a blonde, so I don't know how that'll go. So here's, if I... if. If I if I may, um, uh, just two things, right? One, the first one is a very simple way to put all of this is uh, is an old kind of uh, Hindu thing that they say is God is in the breath, right? This is the idea. You breathe you breathe in energy and you can store it and use it in many ways that you have been in a material society told are one impossible and two don't make any sense anyway. So um, that's the idea here. Is literally it's as simple as breathing. Um, I, I did want to just really quick, uh, if I may read quickly from Bronze Age Mindset. I was reading this today. Oh, here we it, go. It, it was, Noah, Noah, it was have about... Read, have you read Bronze Age Perverts? I have not, but I've been told to read it a few times. I've yes. meant to okay. get around to it. So so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be very honest. When I first read this passage, uh, I wept. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful sentiment, what he's trying to get at here. And it's something that we were just talking about. And it's, I think, at the heart of so much of what we are discussing today uh, with, you know, the way the media culture is and the reasons why people are doing what they're doing and the reasons why people seem to be so easily broken. Uh, so I, I'm just going to, it's one little chapter, it's maybe a page and a half. Um, no kind of distress is worse than the feeling you are trapped. My worst nightmares are about opening a door only to find myself in the same aluminum cell over and over. The exhaustion that sets in after a long night of chess when you sleep and your mind dreams repeat nonsense moves. I know a few worse forms of torment. And this is self-imposed through exhaustion. But even worse is when an outside force or being restrains you. Yet you are in full control of your spirits and power. 
at least to begin with. That condition is intolerable for the most noble animals who choose death if necessary, or at least any way to escape, no matter how painful. Many caribs trapped in slavery died because they couldn't endure this. Some bit through their arms to escape their chains and endured any pain to escape captivity. Germanic mothers would kill infants when the Roman legions closed in. Tacitus described life of Germanic warrior who lived his whole life dedicated to war and fame, never became domestic. At Masada and at other times, the Jews killed their own children to escape subjugation when they were still a noble people. Ha. Xenophon describes in Anabasis how mother with infant would jump off a cliff in the highlands of Aratu to escape the advance of the Greek army. We see same videos in Japan, in Okinawa, mother jump off cliff. Buddhist monks, uh, Buddhist monks Vietnam self-immolated and brought great shame on the West. For this reason, Nietzsche say, noble peoples do not endure slavery. They're either free or they die out. There is no adaptation to slavery for some types of life. What is that people who has chosen survival at any price? The price they paid was monstrous and such a people becomes monstrous and distorted if it accepts this. The distinction between master races and the rest is simple and true. Hegel said it, copying Heraclitus. Those peoples who choose death rather than slavery or submission in a confrontation, that is the people of masters. There are many such in the world, not only among the Aryans, but also the Comanche, many of the Polynesians, the Japanese, and many others. But animal of this kind refuses entrapment and subjugation. It is very sad to witness those times when such animal can neither escape nor kill itself. I saw once a jaguar in zoo behind a glass so that all the bugs in human form could gawk at it and humiliate it. This animal felt a noble and persistent sadness being observed everywhere by the obsequious monkeys, not even monkeys, that were taunting it with stares. He could tell. I saw this. He could tell he was living in a simulated environment and that he had no power to move or live. His sadness crushed me, and I will always remember this animal. I never want to see life in this condition. That's what we're fighting. That's the idea here. That's the whole point, is uh, wow, when you don't have shit. anywhere to go, when you don't have anywhere to, anywhere that expresses what you are, when you, don't fe when you feel as though there's nothing left for you, what do you do? You break. You break. So breaking sometimes takes the manifestation of furries, or it takes the manifestation of people who become coomers, or, or, or the, the, la the bug man, the last man as well. The, yeah. Yeah, or the bug man, or or the consumer, or the people who are obsessed with e-girls, or whatever fucking thing. We we see myriad of these types of people. The idea here is they are were not given even a shot. They never had anything to begin with. That's part of this GameStop shit to to make it relevant, right? They don't give a fuck. They're willing to burn the whole thing down because they never had anything to begin with. That's the point. It makes people desperate and it turns them into coomers or whatever the fuck, or it turns them into school shooters or whatever the fuck. That's what I've the always said here. throughout my life is I fear yeah. nothing more than somebody with nothing to lose. Yeah, that's, exactly. Because that's the, man the most dangerous sort of person can do anything. animal. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and we are clearly witnessing all of men becoming the cornered animal. That is what's going on. That's why this age feels this way. Is because we're all, especially with lockdown, dog. This was the fucking most red pill. But we can feel it though with with the hyperconnectivity yes. of media. We can now everybody, feel the presence of spirit looking at itself. Yeah. 
Exactly. We, were we could feel the zeitgeist uniquely, yeah. You, could, you were forced to look in the mirror and you had nothing to do but look into the void of everybody else's opinions and thoughts. So you suddenly you are, in, you are realizing, holy shit, we have nothing. I have no, I can't even go outside. And, and, and not only that, I have no culture to, 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 to hide in. I have no culture to sit back into. There's nothing but Netflix and porn and that's only fans. It. And now people, yeah. And now people are starting to break. That's why it's getting a little bit dicey out there. That's my input. I'm gonna that's why I think times are changing. You're right. There's, people need, there, I think that, by the way, I really, get, I really like, I really, I hope rather, I really hope that people are going to get back to being more or not even more just being in generally more self-determining and not even self-interested necessarily, but realize that, yeah, you got one life to live and, uh, exactly. go do it, go actually use your by time. The, by the way, yeah. Noah, I, by the way, Noah, I really like your content. You got really good shit, man. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Through it when Lev invited me, I was like, "Wow, this guy's actually got his shit together. This is cool. It's good to see <laughs> Hopefully, we've introduced talk. new people to Bronze Age mindset. So there you go. Yes, that <laughs> that is well. That is that is just one small chapter in this amazing book. Oh, I will we got a super chat from read. Super Iron Bob for five dollars. You heard of oh. fu money, but have you noticed of fu poverty yet? <laughs> fu poverty. That's I another. That's. <laughs> What what book are you reading, Noah? I've been reading uh, good old Ted. I've been reading Technological Slavery. Oh, by nice. Amazing. There's so many words. I'm not trying to use my brain. But I feel the nature of captivity, especially in the like mutual, like participatory, like panopticism of like you viewing other people viewing you. And it's just this really weird phenomenon where now you're implicitly consenting to your own like caged being because there's no other option like it's not like the internet was back in the day where you had a million little islands and yeah for good or for worse whatever but it was it's sort of a model that was high key for certain outsider people to come in and and now that like the internet has been colonized by the normie it's like I feel that in some ways we're almost having to be forced to go back to that older model. It's there's this great article in Medium. I forget the author, but if you look up the internet dark foresting, that's a great article. It talks about how people are going to retreat because of censorship and various other phenomenon. They're going to retreat into smaller interactive groups and websites and forums and like we're going to see a renaissance with telegram and other places i'm not going to say discord because discord is an absolute fucking cesspool but except but for the btr discord yes uh except people are ours, going to be forced to retreat into like one-on-one -on -one interaction again because the giant social media companies are no longer serving humanity in which i will include youtube as well uh they're they weren't they're, they're not going to serve you oh sorry jessica i cut you off yeah it's it's so funny because we've been talking about the internet a lot and like i just thinking back like i remember when i was first i'm i'm almost 25 i'm turning 25 next month but I, i've been on the internet like from what i can remember my whole life granted like when i was younger it was a family computer so things were like a little bit limited on what websites i can go on and stuff hmm. but like especially back then parents didn't know what 4chan was they didn't know what any of these websites were right so none of them were <laughs> blocked no but you come across anything and and the internet was like the wild west 
back then. Like you could try to look up an Usher music video and you'd come across an ISIS beheading. Like they're very chaotic and it's not like that anymore. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I miss it. Right. Because I'm not trying oh, to I'm gonna say children. I miss it. I'm you don't, miss I don't Mr. want my Jans? children to accidentally come across an ISIS beheading. Right. Like as a, That's as a true, future yeah. parent, you know, but, but at the same time, the chaos was like, fun I don't mind because I'll be able to talk to them about it. Wait, it's sorry. Yeah. Not, hold on. Not to cut you off, but hot take. It is way better for them to watch an ISIS beheading than a majority of the streamers right and now. Minaj. I agree with that completely. Oh, no. No. Oh, these are facts. <laughs> That's, That's I mean, you're, you're, unfortunately, you're not wrong. Yeah, I hate to say it, but that is a good, that's yeah. a fire taker. The, the ISIS beheadings are not going to encourage them to behead other people. So I, I feel like that's one true. point, okay, score them for life. Yeah. Just, just yeah, exactly. Up a great Be right back. We've um, all seen it. We've all grew up on. No, what? Do you want to maybe get your prostate checked out? How many times has he gone to pee today? <laughs> Seriously. I'm genuinely concerned for his health. That's all I'm saying. I mean, look, I have the smallest bladder in the world, so I can relate to uh, to Noah here. So, yeah. well, I, I want to make I a do point about that noise, commercial. But I'll wait till he comes back. Well, I remember that commercial, but that was like with the old man that said, like, uh, if you have a growing, if you have a going problem, you may have a growing problem. And I like the way that they made that oh. rhyme. Yeah, you remember that, right, Gio? But I think uh, I remember that. But what? But when it comes to something like I don't know, even this. Uh, well, okay. First of all, Noah's not here, so subscribe, 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 subscribe right, right now. fucking Come now. On. That's right. Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com/slash/break-the-rules. Like the stream as well. Liking the yes. video is awesome. Yeah. Yes. Comment. Yes. YouTubers say like and subscribe is one. They want you, you to subscribe so you see yet. the content. You... They want you to like it because it and works with comment. the algorithm. And comment. Yeah. Yes. Even just ship post oh, so, in the yeah. comments. Or you know what else you can do with the comments? You can go into our community tab and you will see where I have laid out all these different uh, uh, keywords. Just paste those keywords in because that's going to drive <laughs> the algorithm up. Oh, we also have, uh, if if you're extra generous, now that Ethereum has shot through the roof along with Dogecoin, we have the ability to take crypto. Yes, Lev, we if do. you could put up the link there. It's in the yes. description. Some, we, we always forget to shill the crypto. Some quick uh, non-financial advice from a non-financial advisor. you just advisor my bladder capacity? Is, um, yes. Is to buy I Phantom didn't even know right that. Now. I just guessed it. <laughs> Go ahead. Buy Phantom. Phantom, hold your Ethereum. Uh, Dogecoin, don't buy for anything less than it's three a meme cents. Coin. Only buy Doge if you're trying to get a quick times two. So only buy under three cents. Chainlink and advisor. look into Rubik as well. That's going to be the new uh, Uniswap. Wait, what is Chainlink? I keep seeing it on Chainlink is, uh, you know, I don't know anything about crypto. I just know that number go burr and the number for Chainlink has gone burr. So, you know, oh, what I mean? all I know is that I've been told to buy Chainlink for the last three years and I finally you bought, have some bought some a couple it three months years ago. ago. You should have bought, bought it three years ago because it was like a dollar <sighs> three years ago and you would have bought that. Shit. It's like $25 right now. They're trying to be the new Uniswap, which is basically just like a, uh, a you swap one crypto for another using the Ethereum chain. And it was like less than a cent a couple weeks ago when I bought it. It's like 25 cents right now. So I'm not wow. a financial advisor, but look it up. Can <laughs> you just send me like all the crypto that you're in right now and I'll just... Yeah, no, I'll I'll DM you yeah. uh, some stuff as well. Please do. So I wanted to talk about I... now, now that we talked about the internet. Um, one one point, a lot of uh, a lot. Well, several of Noah's videos talks about 
the nature of like video games influencing kids. And we all know, like it's become a point of internet mythology, like the Jack Thompson, like playing like fucking doom was why, or like listening to Marilyn Manson, who's getting canceled right now. Not that I care. Cause yeah. he's he cringe. <laughs> yes, he really is. Well, for that era, I'm more of like, uh, like, like I, People know me as a new metal stan, but Marilyn Manson was never my bag. But no, like people blame playing Doom for fucking Dylan and Eric, right? Like that shit, that yeah. that stuff has gone mm. by. And and Noah, you know, you talk about that in your videos. But one thing I would say is that if video games or just like watching streamers and let's plays has a negative effect, it's not that they're going to like. It's not. I would contend that it's not that it propels action but rather it's the lack thereof like i i don't know i just it's feel exactly that grinding that. hours and hours in one video game i feel like games should be geared towards um an experience that yeah yeah like the, i don't know I, I, I at one point i don't want to totally say that video games are like not worth it because if they can create a world and a story like having spent like most of my life doing things like watching pro fucking wrestling right like it's the same sort of uh thing where it's creating a world and experience but at the same time i do feel that a lot of video games nowadays are geared towards like just grinding and like you said just like living through cutscenes and and trying to like blend which was original back in like maybe like the mid 2000s where it's like oh well a video game can have very good cutscenes and they're very extensive i feel it was like, new yeah yeah but i don't feel yeah, half-life that, when half-life came out yeah like if you play an fps like if you're addicted to them i or i don't feel like you're gonna go out and become like a fucking mass shooter dylan eric style but i do feel that oh. the, the it's detrimental in the sense that the the sort of issues that were present with the culture industry with movie and film and and so forth it's there in video games and maybe more like extreme because now it's hitting your senses in different ways but all of the issues with film and television and so forth i feel like that's the same issue it's not that video games are uniquely gonna like i don't know cause violence the way that people said like kids watching pro wrestling means they're gonna well actually that did happen kids that watch <laughs> pro wrestling they fucking fell off of their like grandma's backyard Dude, under a few tables we so. used to we used to fuck each other up yeah, I mean, really bad with wrestling i can't say so that because like all like look at the great wrestlers like even the like even wrestlers who are on top now like will osprey they like started off basically beating up their friends in the backyard like not to condone it or yeah. anything but i i do but feel it is like the gateway it is yeah. the gateway. <laughs> yeah it is and and it's bad um, when you combine <laughs> it with star wars episode one when I was uh, a wee lad, that <laughs> came out, and yeah. I got the lightsaber, and I was over at my friend's house, whose dad was in the Italian mob, and uh, I started to uh, whack. For real, though, love? With the, for real? Yeah, for real. I started to whack with the lightsaber one of his uh, tall Italian cousins. I don't know why. Oh, no. I just had so oh, much no. rage <laughs> at that point. You had to, whack, like... you had to whack Grosso with the fucking lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but it was really cool, though, because oh. during Christmas time, he would have his guy godfather come in there and he was wearing like a hugh hefner style robe purple robe and yes i knew that was coming by the way and that is <laughs> that is a mouth that is that is the mouth that is not any other word that is the mouth oh my by god by the way yeah because the wings by are the way here. 
Yes. So the tail wow. is in the yes. back. You can see the tail back there. Definitely the oh mouth. Yeah, that's the mouth. Metaphor man, you posted that on yeah. Twitter too. No, you, you see, inspired. you know what that is? Yeah, that is. At? Yeah. You know what Metaphor that man. is? That okay, you can't tell that it's the mouth or the anus. That is the, <laughs> the cloaca. Um, Delusian body without organs. That is the plane of imminence where there's different channels crossing on a plane of imminence there's different functions that are colliding into each other that right there that inflation piece is the delusian body without organs i know i'm a fucking sued i well, know i'm a theory cell well that, i'm gonna stop now that hole that hole is the hole to agartha it's the hole to the end <laughs> oh, oh, to God, yeah. and no, maybe no, it's not, not post inflation fetish material every stream this comes up you have to yeah. stop me me metaphor man what do you have to say for yourself because you were the one who posted it. Uh, At least Christian first. hasn't come up yet. Yeah. Oh, he's come up before. But... <laughs> it's time. Have you all heard of Christian Weston oh, Chandler? No. Yeah. Well, there's got to be like a BTR bingo with Christian and then also Gooners. Yeah. But again, like I say in every stream, I'm going to contact my friend Remzo because he lives around the Charlottesville area. And we're going to see maybe there is a way that we could set up some kind of a caretaker for Christine Chan to help her out in the later years because again it's like you know it's it, it is a fucked up situation at the end of the day because when a person yeah, it's is not that, be good. yeah so once oh, again, especially like, when barb like, when snorlax dies that's not gonna yeah. be oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no but again like i think, oh I think this could be i think <laughs> if if we could do this this could be a good i've, like, I've wasted cleansing. so much time looking up like chanology yes. lore yeah oh my God. No, no but this could be a good I, I, karmic cleansing for a lot of his former I, I trolls so. if they can get together so. and figure out a way to give him a fucking caretaker her. who can just make sure her thank her. you her uh to make sure that she does not hurt herself or others that's all i'm saying it's like i don't want to yes. throw anybody in the loony bin i'm just saying like just have some professional there to make sure that they're going to be all right because i don't know what the fuck the government's doing i don't know what the fuck chris's uh, church group was doing this whole time because they knew about it like i always said like, mother's still alive i don't keep walked into yes. a church he was yeah. born alive yeah. at this point Bar barb's alive Barb is being used by Christian to grift, by the way, with some yeah, videos. Yeah, that's so. what I've heard, but I wasn't yeah. sure if she was still around. Powerful Christian. And, and again, like I don't even <laughs> I don't even fault uh, Christine because again, if you are mentally at a certain lower level as far as you know mental capacity, figuring things out, like if you could say that there are people out there who are certifiably, you know certifiably with problems then responsibilities at a certain point don't apply to them like it would like noah you were talking about the nature of evil you were talking about evil being like a state with no consequences but if a person does not comprehend the world the same way then what you know how to exactly how can we yeah. apply the same oh of course that's what i mean it's like yeah. it's a totally different ballgame and when it comes to like i don't know certain serial killers who are loony versus the ones who intentionally know that it's uh, wrong to do i guess that's the right judgment but you... Dahmer, Dahmer versus Ramirez. yeah it's literally that yeah every Dahmer's like a weird like he didn't even know what the fuck was going on he's just eating people and shit <laughs> Ramirez was like i'm gonna go out tonight and fucking do a whole bunch of shit like that was his his mo it was well ramirez different. he wouldn't go in if the door was locked because he felt he wasn't invited do you know about that He's a vampire. I've heard about yeah, that. That's fascinating, yeah. actually. Yeah. 
We no, may no, be no. a vampire. Richard Ramirez. That, that's what I was about to say. So I was like, is that the vampire thing? Wait a second. That is the vampire yeah, he, thing. He's literally, he's literally possessed by a djinn, in my opinion. That's what Richard Ramirez was. That's like djinn. Your, your I've djinn never heard in. of him. You don't know the Night Stalker? You don't know Ramirez? No. I'm surprised Damn, you don't know about that. Honestly. Good for that's, you. That's a good, good for one. you. I'm glad. That's good. Yeah, yeah. no, no. He's a, yeah, he's a good one, but it's but it's it's fucking dark, son. It's dark. Ramirez. Well, is you're 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 that's putting cool. him on the same level as Zoss. Is he a serial killer or? Yes, he's a serial murderer. But Re- he was Richard like, Ramirez, he was but he. Yeah. Another thing too is he was influenced by his older brother who went to Vietnam and cousin. committed like Pink Town level. Was it his cousin or brother? His cousin, that, yeah, his yeah. That committed like came back pink, and yeah, just you know committed like Pink Town level atrocities. Here, here yeah. he is. Here's uh, Richard Ramirez. He looks, he looks like, like a, a mentally right. stable, uh, well-rounded yeah. individual. You know how he got caught. Bear, you know how he got caught. People recognized him, and there was a whole like crowd that beat the shit out of him till the cops came. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so why he's just like, he looks a little off. Yes. If I saw him yes. on the street, I would avoid. I would. Ramirez cross the has, road. if you look at him physiognomy, he looks like a, a rictus. He looks like a skull. He has a skull face. He yeah. looks, Man, in true. my opinion, like, like in. he like literally death looks incarnate. like. Bro, he looks like Aztec, like. Priest, like he looks like that guy. He's been cutting hearts out of people's bodies for ten thousand years. You know what I mean? He's I don't even bring no, up the Aztecs in my presence. I'm going to talk for four hours. The I best, feel man. like Alex. I did, a, Jones... I did a whole thread on uh, on Tenochtitlan. Uh, yes! yes, yes. Before we get into talking do... my language right now, I do feel that Listen, Alex Jones is correct. Like Alex Jones, I remember one time went in this big screed about physiognomy, about the globalists. He's like, you have to realize you look in, you look at, he was talking about Karl Rove at the time with his like little piggly voice. And he's like, you know, look at guys like Karl Rove. They they look like death. The death just clings to their face. And it's true. Like mm-hmm. when you look at people that run our world, death sort of does cling to their face. I mean, it's an imperceptible sort of feeling. And I know it sounds totally schizo and out you know, Look at Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. They look like <laughs> death incarnate. Yeah. I always feel but, schizo when I notice shit like that. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like you, you can really just look at somebody and you can just be like, well, look, I mean, death clings. To Joe Listen, Biden's yeah. face. You're on the right side. <laughs> you're on the right side of Twitter for this boy. You, you're on the right. By the way, side of shout out to my boy Lomez, man. who I'm going to ship this to. So if yeah, he's so watching he here, here Alchemy says uh, he looks like Mick Jagger. I don't know. Does he oh, look like he Mick, Jagger? Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger has the high cheekbones that are that are uh, that he are associated. But he has. But Ramirez to me has a little bit more of the. He has a little bit more of that that predatory shark uh, type face. He, he looks like a wolf. Like a wolf. Like a lion. Like he looks he's like he's got nice hair. Yeah, he looks like, He does a very very nice hair. Yeah. Nice this is what I was gonna I'm say. Jealous. Is I want can, nice thick you hair, see, you know. There's a difference between the death that is worn by people like Joe Biden and I'm like that. That's to me that's karmic burden. Yes. They're wearing yeah. the deaths of the people that they've caused. It's different between that and a killer. A killer is somebody that they look like a wild animal. They look like predatory. They look like, like a beast. Yeah. They, yeah, they, when they're looking at you, you know that they're looking at you differently than the way that you're looking at them. They're looking at you like a like a like a like food, like a. It's like a, it's really like funny object. what you just said. This is the first time I've ever had a conversation with anybody who has said the exact same thing that I have said before, and this is uh, this is actually surreal. Where like I've met well, we, even in like the past two years, yeah. I've met some people. I looked at them, and I would just immediately turn around and be like, "Yeah, that guy diddles kids." Nope. <laughs> like like yep, immediately exactly. yes. there was a time when i was yes. in australia 
and I, I met a certain character that shall not be named for the very first time, and I met them. I literally immediately turned around to my one roommate my, and another person that was there at the time, and I just went, that guy touches kids. And they were like, what are you That's talking about? I, I was like, you'll about. see. Yeah. A few months later, I was right. You could you, you was, could tell. Wow. You could feel it. You could Sometimes you, could you can tell. Eyes. Sometimes you, you get that vibe pin, from people. You see those not, little pinprick pupils and that weird yeah. smile. I'm like, this guy touches kids. And not, yeah. not like, to say, like, like, there's a danger in, like, just having a gut feeling about people you don't want to like automatically assume right there has to be evidence but there exactly. are some people that do give off a vibe that yeah, has like that, this guy yeah. over here this is jesse lb horace so for those of you guys who remember maddox back in the day he had this article uh called the pedo smile and uh <laughs> i remember had, that one i remember yeah. that one <laughs> yes he had real. All the- it's a real thing all, all, the all these uh, d- different entities, and there was this Australian guy too. If I if I could find him, but uh, Jesse Albee Harris, I just like like his jolly demeanor. He's just like l- l- like. Well, wasn't uh, one of one of he the looks s- like, that guy looks like Gacy yeah. man. He looks like John Wayne Gacy. Wasn't one of the saints the of uh, 4chan from Australia, Joseph Fritzel? What's this? World's <laughs> greatest dad, Joseph Fritzel. Oh, look at that! Look at that. <laughs> oh my God. What is what is with pedophiles and not being able to use their mouth appropriately? Well, that's <laughs> oh um, god. Well, they're okay. Uh, let's let's talk about it esoterically, okay? The mouth is the the mouth is the the it's a that's one of the chakras, right? You speak through the throat, right? When you live your life in a state of lies, when you live your life pre- preying upon, especially the most innocent, the most the the most carefree, the most the ones who are, must be protected above all others. When you live your life telling them lies, telling them untruths, telling them and destroying them internally with your with your mouth, that's why you can't use your mouth properly. You are t- these things are taken from you. I feel the like there, yeah, there is ways. something about like even like the most prolific criminals or politicians who have sent millions of people to die. There is always something off. Like if you look at George W. Bush's mouth. There's something there, like when he smiles, he's got that like yes. quinge to the side of his lips. I don't it's know. There's calm. something. They smile. It's, it they could smile be calm. With their mouth and not their eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They smile with their mouth and not their eyes. Yeah. It's because they're liars. Yeah. Like See, I, know cool people, I know people. I know people. They kid. like. They make a lot of that, but like when people like when they told him about 9/11 when he was reading to the kids, that was kind of a creepy. That was fucking, real. That was a creepy ass video. That was real. That was a no. Real it was moment. real. Was it was real. real but. He, yeah, he had like a oh fuck, holy shit! I can't believe this is happening right now. What yeah. the fuck do I do? Jesus, Understand, do I like you kids? don't want to scare, <laughs> like you don't want to scare the kids. You're reading them a story. Oh, he as knew what was happening. Want... He orchestrated. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Come on, could you? We all know George W. is just a solid actor. Everyone, come on. <laughs> no, nah, man, he just got he just got a call later from his dad. Like, no, that was us. <laughs> that was us. Chill, chill, uh, chill, chill, son. Don't uh, worry chill, about chill. it. Don't worry oh, about it, son. We got trust the plan, son. Trust the plan. <laughs> trust the plan, George Bush. George Bush is cute. By, by the way, Shaney uh, calling him up afterwards. He's like, George, trust the plan, George. I like, the, I like the picture. I like the picture. Like, w you know, sitting there in the bathtub when he was panting, and he pulls out his phone and he opens 4chan. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts. He just I wonder starts, if like he starts shit posting. I wonder if politicians do lurk like the the chans. Like I know AOC probably like lurks like um the, like the young like ones, 4chan maybe. Paul like feet 
fucking thread. Like, do you have sure. post feed of AOC? For sure. Not not politicians, but I have I have confirmation that both um, the Safety brothers and William Shatner lurk TV. So, <laughs> oh, bro, of course. the Safties Shut- confirmed it to myself. They they actually confirmed it to me. Shatner confirmed Shatner it on Twitter. Shatner shit posts. Shatter he probably posts, does shit post yeah, on TV. Shatter, yeah. No he, he, no, he literally does. It's not a joke. He literally does. That's actually really? a thing. When you are posting on TV, you may be posting with William Shatner. It's true. Or the Safety Brothers. Shatner's, 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 just, Shatner's just constantly cunny posting every day. <laughs> I was going to say, Shatner's just using the booba a lot. So when you go, when you go on uh, TV and you post about Sneed, that poster might of Sneed might be William Shatner may have yes. posted about Sneed. What, what really makes me interested Sneed is that I used to be a meme on TV, so I'm curious if they if either of them actually saw any of the memes about me. Oh, maybe that could yeah. be Peter Peter yeah. Faust, our great uh, patron, Peter Faust, fifty dollar patron, patreoncom slash rules. He uh, says David Lynch is a Peter Faust listener. So David Lynch, I just saw this today because Twitter was uh, talking about. It, I saw it in the sidebar. All this time he's been making these fucking videos where like every day it's like a random number generator and the, the weather and that's it every single day and i'm not really sure what is going on there is this some kind of like a long game that he's playing with the audience or is there something more to it because he's also like into meditation and all, all that stuff so i don't know david lynch knows where agartha is let's put it that way <laughs> he's there right <laughs> now He's yeah, that's why now. he's so upset. That's why he's so upset all the time because he knows where it is, but he can't get inside. Him and Werner Herzog, they're both not allowed in. But they're you ever see Werner Herzog's thing about the nihilistic penguin? Oh God, that's an yeah. amazing clip. Yeah. Do not the get in the way of the penguin. Let him go on his way. It's so funny. <laughs> yes, but it's real though. That, that Werner Herzog filming that penguin is the same thing that that Bronze Age mindset chapter was about it's the same thing that we're all talking about sky King, i feel like that penguin the- yeah yeah, yeah. It's the vast desire, continent. but then what it's happens the desire for more yeah i feel like that's other- why at the time like sky king resonated with so many people mm. like even compelled me to do a number of paintings about sky king because there's something about truly being free in the last moments of life that as a person as a typical, like, you know, even said it, like, I'm just a white dude. I have no chance in anymore. Uh, you're Italian, Gio. Get it right. I'm yeah, not. No, I'm talking about Sky King, now. not, not oh, me, Rich oh. Russell. Oh. I'm not, I'm not talking about <laughs> myself. I'm not a white man. I am Italian. Okay, That's get it right. right. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> so glad somebody else uses that joke. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh I, do I use it all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun. But um, there is something about the human spirit that, rich russell captured if people don't know this was three years ago this was the seattle airport he hijacked a plane and he drove it into the sea and he um in the last moments of life he truly was at a moment of liberation that few people can really experience it's almost like the he did a flip exactly it's almost like the yukio it's literally king was such a fucking huge inspiration to me honestly yeah like um yeah exactly. like you, you you can uh actually if you go on my new grounds right now you'll see that that's the sky king is actually my header on new grounds oh nice <laughs> yeah i fucking love Based. that guy Based, man well it's, because it's, it's real you know that yeah like i can i connected with him deep down like i understood exactly why he felt like he had to do that 
even though yeah. he seemed confused at the time. I don't. I don't think mm. he was. I think no, he wasn't confused. Wait, for, the, exactly for those who don't know the story, what what happened in short with Sky King? He's this guy. He worked in baggage handling, um, and he uh, he hijacked a plane um, at the what was the Seattle the Seattle airport. Um, yeah, and he just took it for took it for a fly. He flew it around, and he had no formal um, training he, or anything. No formal training. He just had played some Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's all you uh, need. He flew the plane for a little while. Yeah, that's all you need. He did a barrel roll, uh, and then he flew off into the sort of sunset and crashed into the water and died. Yeah. Uh, and if you, if you and, live your life sometimes, and if you're and if you read yourself, his um. If you if you read like his or listen to like the what he's communicating with the the what do they call it the ground um... yeah the air traffic controllers were yeah. talking to him the entire time and all of that is recorded so you can he was hear he him was worried about, about the air traffic controllers as well he was like oh I hope this doesn't yeah. ruin your day it's like he just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just wanted to have a good uh, time nice. yeah he he literally it's it's it, there's another part of Bronze's mindset where he talks about a guy who jumps into a volcano to become a god right. And the idea here is we don't have anything like that anymore. Well, it's like Nishimasa. We have no role in society for honorable acts anymore that are selfless. Exactly. You jump onto the stream to become a god. Exactly. We're becoming gods. That's why I'm here right now. I was a king. I want to be a god. And here I am. You will ascend to god Noah. I will say another thing. I will say that Sky King resonated in that crucial moment a few years ago. I feel it's because... It was one of the first like Saints of 4chan that wasn't like um like shit posters on Paul like celebrating a mass murder or a mass shooter or like a literal dictator yeah. that's killed people like Pinochet, Elliot Roger, like you name it, right? Varge Vic. Exactly. I, I wouldn't people. put Varge Vic. You only killed one person that we know of. Var- yeah, Varge you know, that we know of. Yes, exactly. Just exactly. A bunch of innocent of. people. Like he took the only avenue he had to have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's all he had. And, and the and, and he didn't have to destroy is, people hurt, to do he didn't, it. He didn't yeah, hurt exactly. anybody. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't hurt anybody. Exactly. He didn't hurt anybody to do it. The only person that he hurt was himself. Which is and fine. The There's point. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's nothing yeah, wrong with it. No, as, 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 a, as a Catholic, I will say I am against suicide, but I mean. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm against. You know, I'm against but he wasn't I'm doing it to kill himself. He was doing it to live his life. Yes, exactly. I'm against so, self-annihilation. There's a difference exactly. between that. Yeah, it wasn't and suicide. Going out it was just him being retarded. Act, but like, right? that's fine. No, I, I disagree. It was suicide, but it, it wasn't about dying. It was about living. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's like the guy you know, who jumped mm-hmm. into the volcano didn't do it to die. He did exactly. it to live. One of my Sky favorite quotes. Didn't fucking hijack that plane to die, man. He he did it to fucking live. One and of my favorite quotes more than most of us. Yeah, from from any Go piece ahead. of like media was um, Jurassic Park Two, where Roland Tembo, the hunter, said that. Um, he knew a guy that went up to Everest and came back half dead. And they asked him, he goes, why would you do that? Why would you go all the way up there to die? He said, no, I didn't go up there to die. I went up there to live. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. By the way, RIP to Peter Postowitz. Apparently, he passed away last year. Hot take, Lost World is the best Jurassic Park movie. Oh, And it was the second episode I did bad film cast before we rebranded, so... But the oh, question man. for me is like, when you have these people who are the new ones are so... just nostalgics, in my opinion. And I got when, you... when it, the the first new one came out. What's it called? Lost um... Jurassic World. Jurassic World. I got I gotta oh. admit, when T Rex came out with the original music, 
I, I went to see it with my friends. I had a fucking tear in my eye. I saw it's it like at, a nostalgic from when I was a kid. I so, saw it at a press yeah. screening and I wanted to fucking as, gouge my eyes. As much out. as I hate so Star Star Wars people with their nostalgia bullshit, I got fucking conned into it because I watched Jurassic Park when I was a kid. <laughs> well, I have all my nostalgia for Jurassic 40, Park, not from the movies. But from going to uh, Islands of Adventure and Universal so many oh. times. Yes, so, yes. So I, I actually hadn't seen Jurassic Park really as a kid. I don't remember the first time I watched it. I was definitely older. Um, but I went to Islands of Adventure so many times as a kid. Like Florida was always like the yearly vacation. And the music just means so much to me because I would walk into that section of Islands of Adventure and it'd be blasting and it was just the greatest feeling <laughs> yeah. in the world as a kid and it fucking ruled and that's where all my nostalgia comes from. Yes, I live in Florida so I've been there quite a few times. Wow, nice. look, look at your cat by the way. You, but... I know, he does this all very... My chair acrobatic. is completely destroyed. Look, look how destroyed my chair is oh, for my cat. Oh man, Jesus You want to see even worse? Look, watch, hold on. Oh my God. <laughs> that's all from your cat? Yeah. Jesus. Menace to society. He's oh terrible. my god. He's, he's the worst. At least he's so. cute. I think expensive chair too. Like the DX racers. I didn't buy it. This is a hand me down. But it's an expensive chair. These are like five, six hundred dollar chairs. By the way, um, anybody that's looking for an epic gamer chair, do not get a racer chair. Yeah, get the it one that I have. It is a massive waste of money. This is the I've most uncomfortable idea. chair I've ever seen in my life. It's terrible. Go to, go to your local consignment store and buy a Herman Miller Embody, a two thousand dollar chair for a hundred dollars. Pulling my bag. Forty year old wooden my chair. My chair I have is fantastic. I think it's called like the Ergo Two. Yes. I'm gonna post it in the chat. I, I, um, I have the best chair of all, though. I have a standing desk. I have no chair whatsoever. <laughs> Me I'm too. Standing. You I want a standing right desk. Now. I got wait, a shitty desk you look, for my You look Kia. like you're sitting down. Wait, no, no, no. You, you're just pressing a button. You're just pressing a little button so that the chair goes down. So Hero said, get the no, PewDiePie chair. No, try, try this. The then I'll believe you. Then I'll believe you. You got to go like this. No, that's the desk. You. No, it's the, the desk. Not the moving. desk that's is going desk. up. Yeah, I can see the desk. You can tell the paintings in the you're background watch. or the okay. pictures in the background. Wait, Hero, what is the PewDiePie chair that we have to get? Okay, okay. Can it do this? It's gonna, it's gonna rip my monitor cords out though. It's gonna rip my it's gonna rip my display oh, board out if I do that. But, oh my but god. You're not able, but you're not able to stand up for uh, as long of a time. Eventually uh, like uh, the legs oh. may give out, but this is a challenge that I put on myself. By the way, wait, is it leg day? You know, fuck it. I am going to do calf raises. If anybody wants to donate, I am gonna do calf raises. Last time I did how many did I do, Geo? Did I do two hundred? Um, no, yeah, I more 100. no. Did, did you no. do 50 or 500? Uh, 400. Wait, 400. Yes. So, okay. Ooh. If I could break the record, if I could do 500, uh, how much money are we, you willing to put in on that? So, right there in the chat, and then I'm going <laughs> to do it. But to the nature oh. of evil that we talked about before, like, I see everybody's point when it comes to there being these people who jump into the volcano or do something heroic. Again, I prefer that they do it like Sky King, where they don't hurt other people. But when it comes to that same energy being applied to most people the predator thing that was also mentioned with somebody like richard ramirez how many people today would just go full predator mode because back in the day again like we had structure in certain areas we had you know very painful laws for like if you stole they chop your hand off they still have that in the middle east but uh when it comes to 
these creature comforts dulling us, would the opposite of that necessarily be us finding this Faustian energy to create versus people just, you know, in certain areas abusing other people even more? You know, just like using their physical strength against other people because they can't defend themselves. Like, that's the other way of looking at this whole thing where, yes, things suck now as far as the weakness that humanity is showing. But at the same time, like, crime rates are down, especially among the youth. I think, Noah, this is something you were talking about uh, before as well. So how do we square that up into creating a better society? 13%. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What? Again, if people if people are raised differently, then it's not going to be thirteen percent. It's all I think. It, it's <laughs> I all a matter. No, no, no. I'm serious <laughs> about this. No, I'm just going to say serious. I don't understand. I'm serious <laughs> about this. It is all a matter of people actually applying the right kind of structure to society, to Bro, church I'm groups, sweating. all that shit. All that shit helps, and we <laughs> we are letting people down just like people let Chris Chan down. That that's that's what I'm trying to say. Thirteen <laughs> percent, but it's because of Ron, Ronald Reagan, and it's his fault. So. No, I, I, no, no, it goes way, way, way back before Ronnie Reagan. But, uh, but again, like, I don't know. What the fuck do we do? Education is a part of it, like we said in the beginning. It's Kane's fault? Keen's? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's Kane's fault. Kane. Kane. No, no, Kane. 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 Kane? Yes. Oh, uh, oh, as in Kane. Kane and Abel. Way Kane back. And Abel. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, he was willing and able to kill Abel, and uh, here we are today, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I do believe that there is this primordial human entity of uh, even before Cain and Abel and Adam and Eve. Like, I think Adam and Eve were there, but there were other humanoids also occupied. I mean, I'm fucking weird. Like, I don't know, Remus, I told you this. Geo, you know where I'm going to go. What if we flip evolution around? What if we're actually like the prototype, and then people devolve into other creatures? Like into other, you know, man, like, man is man is the prototype is a very interesting idea. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. there's um, because there's uh, like I, I, of... I think it's very difficult to argue in the in the current day, but uh, in terms of like because everybody's just like evolution, man, and it's like yeah, I understand what you mean, but the idea that we are uh, a a divine form, you know what I mean? We we follow a lot of uh, weird, arbitrary aesthetic rules for no real reason other than just like it's pretty. You know what I mean? Um, we have, listen, from from the com perspective of combat, uh, there are very few creatures on this earth that are designed to do war the way that we are. We are a fucking monster in terms of the, the way in which we can do damage to other creatures. Yeah, there's shit like bears and gorillas and tigers and shit, but we invent stuff also and then apply it to that same process. Like we have the sure. form and the mind. So this, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of of the mind here that, uh, the most if, dangerous if you want to look at it. Done. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we are, we are something, we are something terrifying. Like if you, but, were, but if you were to describe, if you were to describe humanity to another species, right. And like how we operate and how we hunt and how we fight, they would be like, that's fucking the scariest thing ever. Like, what is that? And you're like, oh, well, it's people. We have, and we like, have what? nukes now. Like, we can well, just you drop see what nuke. we do is like we kill something and then we take all the things that made it strong and then we use them against its friends. <laughs> we're, we're, we're literally the tyrannids. Yes, we're literally exactly. The tyrannids. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what we do. We go, oh, added... yeah, look at this bear. What if I wore the bear? <laughs> what if I cut yeah. off its what skin if and used... put it on me and now I have bear skin? Like, all right. <laughs> 
It's terrifying. And, and, and because we're like orcs, it works. That person becomes more like a bear. They become they mm-hmm. take on bear-like qualities. They become bear It's becoming, Bjorn it's animal itself. becomings. It's the, it's the original exactly. furries. Yeah. It's the original yes. furries yes. before they got hug yes. boxed. <laughs> before they God. became like like paused and gay like it be, oh, when it, when, back when it was like people being like you know why i want to be a bear because bears are fucking cool and alpha not because like i'm sad that my parents don't love me or whatever stupid thing it's like <laughs> i'm i want to be a i want to be a bear because bears are the shit i want to be a wolf because wolves are fucking apex predator type. you know what i mean it's not like yeah uh, like you know, I don't know how to be gay, so I'm going to be a, a wolf instead, or like whatever. You know, it's it's not the same thing. Everything now is like this weird, commercialized, banal, like ultimate Kali Yuga, like uh, like materialist version. Every, well, everything's a simulation thing. of itself. That's really yeah, yeah. simulacra. You want to yeah. you want to bring in uh, that's uh, third order name? simulation right there. You don't know the what's real. The, what's from... the book? What's the book, Gio? Simulacra and simulation. Mention? But it's not the butcher isn't saying that everything is fake. He's saying that. Um, well, yeah, everything is fake. He's saying, like, with third order simulation, everything <laughs> is like there's always a suspicion or a hermeneutics of doubt that goes into everything. So everything is permeated with like, is it real or is it fake? That's what he means by it. It's really like it's autistic. It's like an it's autistic. autistic. Oh my god, it, everything is autistic. What no, do you no, mean by I, no? But Remus qualified that as pejoratives. What? Yeah, I'm not using these words as pejoratives. I mean it in the sense that it's like it's. Uh, it's a constant second guessing of one's own nature. Like, am yeah. I supposed like, okay, you sit down. Well, how am I supposed to be sitting? Are my legs supposed to be like this? Should I open them? Should I close them? Should I, should I sit to, th- to this way, this way? Oh, how am I, how's my head? What are my shoulders doing? What are my hands? Doing? The, uh, and why, uh, like that, that's ritual. The ritual yeah. has become like, wait, are we supposed to be standing here? Where are we standing? Or is this right? Are we, just wrong? Is, are we doing this? And then the other hand, believe this. And then the other hand, you have autist, as in autism, as in you ought to do this, you ought to do that, and it's about. <laughs> you that. ought to subscribe. Uh, yeah, you ought to subscribe <laughs> to break the rules. Can I just ask a question real quick? I do not mean to sidetrack things. How the fuck have none of you peed so far? I've been peeing the entire time. I've pissed. Like, I, I go I to the like, washroom before every stream. I, I feel like I have to piss like every 40 minutes. I got to piss right I now. I normally like, Noah, you and I are kindred spirits. We're pissers, baby. Right Cheers to that. This is the difference between Well, you've been drinking White Claw. You've been drinking beer, right? I mean, yep. I don't do it. I've had right wine, back. but... Oh, what? and I forgot, and I forgot to ask... I'm now, built yes, different, Noah... but in a worse way. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, now that Noah's away again, I may have missed it. How much... How much money are you willing to put into me doing what was the geo? Five hundred? Yeah, five hundred calf raises. Five hundred calf raises. I can do it, I promise you. And by the way, James Cunningham, for the very first time coming on the BTR stream, it is a great pleasure. I've missed you, my friend. It's been since two thousand sixteen. We were arguing with this Muslim guy that time. But... Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, no, no, he he wasn't Muslim. Based. What was he? No, no, he wasn't a Muslim guy. No, well, no. We we were talking yeah. about something related to that, but anyway, uh, yeah. there there were good points that were approached. Uh, I about remember nothing like... of what was said that day. No, I I, I, was... I remember, but I, no, it, it was yeah. everything was fine. We were basically talking about just uh, cultural clashes and having you know different like how can you have a civilization meeting with another one so that there would be harmony as opposed to there would be discord. 
Like, I don't care where, where anybody comes from or the color of their skin, but there are certain things that would kind of get in the way when it comes to people interacting. Oh, uh, yeah, like that would England... sound like something I would say in 2016. Yeah, that sounds so, about right. Yeah. So now, is there a different perspective that you have on that, or uh, has anything shifted around? No, oh, I, I, don't, I don't think I've, my opinion on that has changed much. Um. I mean, mate, mine, mate, mine either, I honestly. Like, yeah, I, I, it's pretty, it's pretty much the same. But, I, but I also think that um, it's kind of an irrelevant point now because um, people corona. are kind of congregating into their own little uh, microcosms on the internet. So, I, 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 I don't think, yeah, I don't think there is a consistent culture anymore. So, it, it it's, com it's a completely mute point now. It's, like it's it, really. Oh, sorry, Nick, cut you off, James. Uh, I had nothing to add, honestly. No, I was going to say that's an interesting point um, in that there's this uh, really great book by this art critic. It's called Deculturation, where now we've entered a global monoculture that's really an anti-culture. And then their critic, he, he um, I have to look it up, but Lev, you could like throw up the title if you find it. Um, he's got a really weird last name, Bornstein something. Uh talks about how he uses like how kitsch has become everyday life like everything from politics to mass media to culture becomes kitschified because they don't have um there's just a pantomime of sentiment and there is mm -hmm. no past and future to any cultural production there's no longer a genealogy of, for example interacting with the genealogy of the work of art so um no, Lev, it's not a post. It's just a book. If you could find a, a picture of the book. What, what's um, the book called? It's uh, called oh, Deculture. Wait. If you look up Deculturation. Uh, so there's no past or future to any media that we consume because it's not commenting on a greater cultural narrative that has typically sustained people. And, and I know like we can get into debates about like, what is the Western canon? Is it not serving like people nowadays, right? That's like the Howard Bloom, like, is the Western canon still relevant to our lives, right? But it's true that we're entering a monoculture that's really an anti-culture because it's designed to destroy local expressions of culture itself to replace it with this, like, weird, late capitalist monstrosity that's through, like, predominantly North American culture industry, like... Uh, hollywood and so forth so it's we're seeing the death of local cultures and we're seeing death the death of even monocultures like you said james that has typically sustained people especially younger people and now that we're just basically in these micro bubbles of expression we're like you know we live in the age of foam to quote slaughter Dick. we live like little bubbles upon little bubbles so now every artist and every creator and every streamer has to be like a brand world product. So it's yeah. like, you know how Chris Chan has a world. Now every creator has to have a world unto itself. And that doesn't create a universal culture that people can latch onto that creates in some ways, this like weird stagnation where like, we don't even know what the term culture means anymore. So yeah. So it's just, it, it's kind of a yeah. pathological desire to deconstruct things that <laughs> even in a, say in a small community maybe they have a way of doing things that just works for them yeah, uh, yeah. even that cannot survive anymore because mm. they will be exposed to narratives that just kind of take them out of their uh, they, they're almost being 
they're no longer immersed in their own culture as a result of this. They're, they're taking too, too much information in. They eventually just give up on what they were doing before. It's, it's, it's very strange because I just, I don't, I don't know what the purpose of it is. I, I, don't, I don't know what function that serves by deharmonizing small communities like that. Um, whereas it, it just seems like we're, it seems like through the internet, we're trying to sort of triangulate the perfect culture and way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And it's all yes. it's doing is making people confused and yeah. angry. And it, it's just well, like we, we've said with video game devs, we've seen this with YouTube, like we were talking about before. It's like YouTube's a perfect example because even that expression of microculture can no longer survive when like this like corporatized model. And there are some creators who have managed to grift themselves to positions of power, right? But that's besides the point because <laughs> I know you, I, I can't know help myself. I, I can't help you. myself. <laughs> I decided to but, bite my tongue right there, right? And you said yeah, that. Sorry, go ahead about creators grifting themselves into the halls of power. Um, well, I, we have to stop or else um, Mossad might uh, c- cut down our feed. But anyways, <laughs> um, it's... Mossad, no problems? Is that, Mossad, is mo- you? well, you said before in one stream, you said Moloch, no problems, but now yeah. Mossad, no problems. <laughs> but, um, and by the way, oh, I, I, I gave up, okay, I gave up doing the calf raises for one reason only, because I remembered that tomorrow is P90X plyometrics. And you're gonna do plenty of that stuff during plyometrics. Yeah, don't do that. So, yeah, so I'm yeah, gonna save my strength. Don't do both strength. of those things. Yeah. yeah, and today I did the P90X uh, chest and back, the entire fucking thing. So, Jules, I hope you're Damn. proud of me. Hope you're proud of your boy. I did uh, all of it from the top to the bottom, and it you know it feels fucking good. And by the way, uh, that is a cute cat, forever young. Posted, I think it's a GIF. Let me click on it to make it. It says gifts. Oh, 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 look at that. That oh. is adorable. Oh, another thing I wanted to ask about, uh, where do you think the, well, maybe we could just, like, in YouTube, where do you guys think, like, what? when did it really kick off in terms of, like, the transition from one model of YouTube to the, to the other? Because YouTube really has become, like, the world platform for so many different reasons, right? So is it just that... Like, like, for instance, like when reaction channels became really big, right? Like just people like looking at content, like where do you think it really kicked off? So maybe James, you go first and then I, I completely, I was, I lived through that shit because uh, animators mm. and yeah, you guys channels. got fucking yeah. ruined. Yeah. You got yeah, fucking you destroyed. Did. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Actually, but, oh, Jesus. but um, <laughs> I was, uh, I was, I was thinking about this earlier um, when you brought up where, where am I going with this? But basically, um, YouTube used to reward high quality content. It didn't matter how long it was. Like you all know this already. And um, there used to be a time where this was back when the internet still had a standard of what was considered worthy content and what isn't. Yeah. And so, there were a lot of um, superficial barriers to entry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if someone created, if someone 10 years ago made a video of them just watching a video and reacting to it, um, you would have got fucking made fun of. You would have got bullied off the internet. Right. And um, I, I think that the, the state of content creation is um, pushing the boundaries on the internet has now become getting away with the lowest amount of effort possible and the further you can push that that is the new metric so it, it, yeah. it's essentially um there was a time where animators made the most money on youtube all this shit um 
And Reply Girls started making reaction videos to our cartoons and animators got pissed off. And then there were Psychic Pebbles who made a, like an animation making fun of Reply Girls. And uh, this is what triggered the, um, the YouTube algorithm shift where they, they changed it. So from a, uh, they changed it from a model of views to minutes watched. Which basically, yeah. yeah, which completely yeah. fucked animators out of the platform. Like, we can't really make money on YouTube anymore, so none of us do it. But um, I think that, I think that after that point, like, we went from making fun of people making reaction videos to now people just watching video, like, an hour-long video of someone just browsing Reddit and laughing at memes. Like it, it, <laughs> it went that far. It, and, and that made me realize, like just that experience alone made me realize anything that can be automated will be automated. People don't even want to browse the internet themselves. They want to watch someone else browse the fucking internet. Yeah. So, yeah. And, also, and also I want I want to hit on something real quick is is what you just said right there is is it's also that entire thing existing, the whole you can't be bullied off the internet for doing low effort shit anymore is yeah. enforced by the content creators because I've seen this firsthand where if you do not take part in their cult of toxic positivity <laughs> I love that phrase I'll just that call you awesome. racist for no reason now we have influencer like, houses and shit if, if you want to know a... if you want to know what the next big thing on YouTube is going to be just think of the just think of something that you do online on a daily basis and then think about screen recording it yep so event I, eventually, you're yeah. eventually you're going to see people who are like, "Oh, so let's look at my Twitter feed for today, guys," and they're just oh, uh, I okay. Full confession: I have done that on my YouTube channel, scrolling through Twitter. <laughs> exactly, zero. exactly. Geo, you're yeah. patient zero. You but to be started. fair, I do very hill. high quality commentary. So tomorrow I'm going to release yeah, a video for like that's how it starts. <laughs> yes, where I scroll through this thread by Egg Report. I'm going to do a thread by Zero HP Lovecraft where I comment on. So I'm very sorry. I've done this cheap ass fucking Zoom recording content. Geo, <laughs> we need a final solution for Geo, folks. <laughs> I've done this one video where I comment on this lunatic. That's talking about like right after the election. You saw that one lab where this guy's the most condescending motherfucker in the world. I just like rip him apart in this fucking YouTube video. And this like I, I'm screen capping his his Twitter video and I'm commenting on with my condescending fucking reactionary. I yeah, nobody's was... done that. Nobody's browsed through Twitter. It's always Reddit. Like how <laughs> it's still you know, even funny. Is I, like, I know like, a guy people... whose entire YouTube channel is just him reading tweets. <laughs> oh really? Bob yeah. Blacks. Man, yep. I gotta start doing yep. that because yeah, my timeline is fucking amazing. That, no, he literally that just retweets. The Anytime there's thing. drama, that's he just That's going to be the next tweet. big thing. I guarantee you. Yeah, he's almost at 250k subs. Yes. What you know? The thing is, on being a Twitter veteran, it's like. When when you are involved in certain spheres, like for example, tw tw um, 4chan is ba like if you go to Paul, it's basically just the Twitter clip show, right? It's like Twitter screen cap time. So yeah. I think like I'm one of the hopefully I'd be like on a wave of YouTubers that are like from these weird like reactionary spheres on Twitter to like colonize YouTube by like basically using like cheap ass technology like Zoom to fucking screen share Should you Twitter? Like, <laughs> Twitter? screen sharing poll would you screen share poll oh my god no yeah, I, I don't think, think you, you get banned right away it's really Not weird because anyway. there have been like three I think about like three <laughs> to my knowledge There's videos I've seen from big YouTubers that have made just videos on women posting L's. I'm like, this is 
this is content. Well, which YouTubers? Uh, Quentin Reviews did one or no? Uh, uh, oh wait, one? no. One, uh, one was bad Quentin film reviews. take. Can I tell were, a quick uh, Quentin uh, Reviews one story? One. Yes, yes, please, yes. please. Okay. <laughs> I, look, I, I only met Quentin Reviews in the company of the guy who I was in a YouTube group with, who was a fucking creep, which made sense. I met Quentin. I went Quentin <laughs> Reviews at at VidCon one time. Oh was God! Like, oh, Quentin, Quentin. I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck this is. He's there, and I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, Quentin, like, nice to meet you, man. And I like, I put my hand out. I have no idea who this fucking guy is. And he looks at me, and I swear to God, he goes, "Is that Hogbot?" At me? Yeah. No, he had no idea who I was. Is what I'm saying. He's just like, he just stares at you. Oh my God! And he just starts breathing. Freak. And I shit you not, turns around, and just walks away. What the? And I'm fuck? I could imagine him doing like that. this, and I'm just like, I'm like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> And nobody told me who that was until like literally years later, literally like two amazing. years later, I'm on Twitter and I saw something about him being creepy to some girl in her DMs. And I was like, that's the guy. All of them, man. Like, that's the fucking guy. I was like, holy the, shit. The male feminist the, thing the is proven. The suit was so good. I feel like you just polymorphed into Quentin then. Like completely yeah. just saw Quentin's face when you did that. Oh my god, he does look like him. Oh my god. <laughs> Disgusting. I feel you know oh what's funny? Um fucking Lindsay Ellis, although she blocked me on Twitter. Lindsay Ellis said that someone creeped. <laughs> <laughs> someone was creeping on her and people had a bet. What it was either Quentin Reviews or Movie Blob. And it was probably Qu- like I know it's Bob. Quentin Reviews. Movie Blob. Like, but Movie Bob. Bob has a thing where he like had a selfie with Lindsay Ellis. What, what's your name on the fucking channel? Said that they were friends. I mean, she has done some good content. So I bad. Yeah, I like, liked her video about Aladdin, but that's the that that one was yeah. really informative. But other than that, I can't really watch her content that much because all I can like all of this channel awesome people, it's like copy and paste of like the same person. Yeah, you know, if you I just were can't into that, back that in humor, day. but I did like a couple of her videos are a little bit like every time I yeah. see that dude with the tie, I start sweating. <laughs> Doug Walker. Is that I, have a, I, have, I had a friend who went to one of these cons and um, Doug Walker was like walking to a panel and they asked him, was like, Hey Doug, how's it going? Can you, uh, can you like, it was about channel awesome. And uh, he basically like cussed them out for like a few minutes. You know, you could go to the fucking panel and, and uh, it was just like really awkward moment. So yeah. <laughs> but okay, yeah, was, you're right. They was, do have a style. Was that dude person. with the tie yeah. on purpose, by the way, considering he's called that guy with the glasses. Or was the that with the glasses. That was, I don't know anything about those people. I like, that is not my area of expertise on YouTube. I watch gun yeah. reviews. I watch used Paul to unironically mm-hmm. like nostalgia critic back in the day. Like uh, I, when I say back I in the day, if you were a part of it, then it was. ABGN is so, um, still nice though. Like I, I think he's got a good vibe. A friend of mine knows him. Oh, he's still going strong in your videos. I love ABGN. He's such classic I never YouTube. watched any of his channels. I never any watched it, but you could tell that AV- AGVN, like, he's got an authentic... Yeah, he seemed more... Just, again, he means... Yeah. He seemed more sincere. Yeah, he's the guy that started... Was, all, although I would argue... Like, like, I would argue the political um, reaction channel started with Sam Hyde. He did the Tumblr one, and he did the... Uh, IMG something where he like invented the term golden retriever girls. It was like the 30 under 30 one. That was pretty awesome. So I would argue that Sam Hyde did invent the reaction channel as we know it today. But, uh, well, wait, is golden retriever girls? Is that like butter dogs? 
I get no, no. It's it's like the like. I guess you could call them awfuls now, like affluent white liberal females. But like oh, that was okay. like the proto term for golden retreat. Like basically, like upper, like like middle to upper middle class, like white girls that like are very Karen's. fashionable. Karen, yeah, yeah, kind of. But like, imagine if Karen's Karen were, Stacey Fusion, Karen in the making, Karen, Karen yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. imagine if millennials, proto Karen, yeah, proto Karen, yeah, Karen's, proto Karen. If, if Karen's were like millennial Karen. and Zoomer women, yeah. that would be like, yeah, Karen. I mean, millennials Karen. are getting to Karen territory I don't know now. If I could say, yeah, yeah, right. We aren't that young anymore. But as for Zoomers, the Zoomer, I I consider myself like the oldest Zoomer. I consider myself a Boomer Zoomer. That's what I call myself. Because I'm, I was born in '96, and depending on which oh, website you, you look at, it's like right on the cusp. It's like I was say, is in that between. A it's in between, yeah. Depending on, on which mo- place you ask, yeah. researchers do consider the '90s to be starting Zoomer. They yeah. consider '96 so, to be the cut, the, yeah, cu- the, f- the first cut like Zoomer, yeah. So Dude, I call I myself feel like a, a boomer, fucking boomer Zoomer. I'm from '99. Like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I'm from '92, man. I'm the fuck. I'm from '91. Yeah, yeah 90, so, 91, dog. I think Lev about... is the oldest guy in here. Lev is like, yeah, I know, I'm old. fucking old. Yet, okay, if I look, okay, if I look at Noah's face right now in comparison, to my face, like, if you were to see us, uh. who would you think would be older? <laughs> I, think you I mean, no, I mean, look, age. much yeah. respect. You look young, Lev. Are you in your thirties? I, I'm, uh, I'm thirty-two. I'm older than you, Noah. Damn, how does I wouldn't that guess work? That. Yeah, I'm older than Noah. I think well. I am. Like, Jules is almost as old as me, but he's still younger. So I am officially the oldest motherfucker here. Jules looks young as well. He doesn't look like he's yeah. close to 30. Either. That's because Jules is a model, though. Yeah, cool. My yes, problem like is I'm going to look like I'm 50 when I'm like 30, though. Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of my issue. <laughs> no, well, I, 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 I shave the theory. beard, I look like a little kid. Yeah, that's there we go. Power, so you man. always have a you always have a backup but, plan with the shaving. I did. Exactly. I did want to say something about the whole YouTube environment thing, though. I think a lot of this shit started unironically with Machinima. Not yeah. A joke. yeah, definitely. Yeah, Machinima was like the proto TikTok house. Yeah. Like they stole. They took influencer a house. <laughs> yeah. Wait, qu- quick, quick thing. Duty... No, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go, go ahead. On. Well, I would just want to say. Uh, okay, get, so oh, go on, go on. Here we go. Okay, they they took a bunch of Call of Duty YouTubers, put them in a in a in a in a like warehouse in California, made them make content, and then like didn't pay them and shit. And they like put together all of this sort of like a million videos a day, three three minutes long. They're all Call of Duty content creation videos, so they all they're all the fucking same. It's like they started the sort of like industrialization of YouTube and like meta, at least in the gaming sphere, from what I saw. And to me gaming was the biggest thing on youtube for a while there and might still it was be. like literally um it, yeah like literally the call of duty content creators like hutch and blame truth and, and only Scanner use me blade <laughs> yeah only use me blade uh, they were making they were making the most money man they were making so oh, yeah. much money i honestly and they pissed it all away who's the guy that yeah, bought a mansion machine? jaws x jaws Oh, he <laughs> fucking bought yeah, it. True story. When I was like 11 years old, I got into a lobby with X Jaws and I owned this fucking ass. And I've, I've, <laughs> I've literally, I have lived with that this. memory with no opportunity to a talk of, about it until this day. A lot of those guys were lobby. studio gamers. Let's face it, yeah. they were fucking studio gamers, man. Now, now what about this somebody like a, what was uh, Spaz Kid? 
So Spaskit, who I also met, as you met also, James, at the Newgrounds uh, meetup in 2016, he was also working for Machinima, but he made a whole cartoon about it where he was like this obese naked guy chained up and how they were (laughs) paying him with bags of sugar. And he had this pigeon who he named Lunch, and he had all these pigs that were living in his uh, messy attic. So he took one of the porkers put them into a suitcase and like the the uh the nose was still hanging off and then he just ran out like he took his chain off and he ran out and he just like fell probably to his death but it was a better life than having to live under the machinima thumb and it's I just think like that, the volcano yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. it is just yeah. like the volcano but there was like some that shitty contract long, that he was under and i'm not sure like i guess he didn't catch the high wave of the machinima you know uh most of them made jack shit. Yeah. So yeah. Everyone that. Yeah. Everyone that was like sort of ev- it evaporated in thin air. All of those riches. Like gaming is so different nowadays. I guess like sh- like let's plays and shit. Like there's only very few that have managed to like ascend to the level of like I don't know PewDiePie or whatever. Like there's I don't know. It's it's totally different. Like Zoomers will never know what it was like to uh, play with a fucking capture card and play Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. And and call each other F slurs and N words on Xbox Live. Zoomers will never knew, know the pleasure of staying up at three in the morning on a weeknight and calling uh, people across the world N words on Xbox. Modern Live. Warfare Two was so raw, dude. That's like the oh, best. Man. On the way I see it is if you didn't play Halo Three, I can't get along with you. Oh no, Halo Three. I never I, owned I played an that Xbox, shit today. so I never played Halo, Halo Three lobbies, man. We can't be friends. Quake 3, <laughs> Right, like, you know what? Play Halo 6. 3 in its prime? Yeah, but Halo 3, even then, that's Zoomer shit. What, when are we? Really? No, Halo 3 is not I was playing Halo 2 on the original Xbox for quite a long time. saying that Quake was the only good FPS. It's not true, man. Halo 3 fucking rocked. It was so fucking good. I never, ever had an Xbox. So I was 13 I was 13 when Halo 3 was coming out. So, Noah, what? You were... I was like 7 or 8. Damn. And I, I got that shit. I remember this is this is a funny story. I remember I was a linebacker in football and my parents were like, you get a game changing tackle today. You're getting an Xbox. And <laughs> I went out there. I went out there. Okay, that's I, was so like, I was like, you're all going to uh, die. I was like, that's insane. I was like, I got to find out what happens in Halo 3. And I got that fucking Xbox. I was like, I got to see what happens to the Arbiter. Get what is it? Having not played Halo... I played, I think I played like Halo Reach with my, like my best friend in real life. He like fucking like his whole like thing is Halo. Like he, like from day one, from the very first release, he's like been obsessed. Right. It was my so first tr- game. Yeah. And and so I tried to like, ask him like, what is the, like the appeal, like almost like this mythological aura to Halo? Like, what is the whole thing? And it's almost like he, he couldn't I- even like put it into words. Like, what do you guys like having played me, Halo? Let me try. What is the thing about it? Real quick. Dude, Halo, Halo Three feels... was just a ton of fun, man. And at the time, it was That's like it. the perfect FPS. I will. I yeah, mean, like you could say it was the com- perfect. Yeah. Coming back to Halo Three with the Master Chief Collection on PC, it definitely feels aged, but it's still a ton of fun. Now, what, 13, 14 years later, um, 
but I will definitely say the only thing that came close for that uh, console generation for me was uh, Bad Company 2, which I still do. Yes. Bad oh, Company 2 was one of the rusty. greatest FPSs of Bad all Bad Company, time. I was never good at Halo 3, but I had a ton of fun with it. Bad Company 2, I was legitimately great at, and I played that on 360. I, and the I majority of matches, I would get top three on the leaderboard every time, and I felt like a fucking god. There was, uh, this is this is gonna be a dumb story. I don't mean to cut you off real quick, but I no, need I'm, to have a, an opportunity to publicly share this. When we were kids, right, there was somebody who was having like a fucking birthday party or some shit. It might have been like a bar mitzvah or something like that, right? Somebody <laughs> was having one of these, and they had like a game truck, right? Oh, like they, they oh bring this god! Truck and land, right? A land game truck, yeah. And I've we played Halo one. Three on land, and I remember it was Sand Trap. Two hundred and twelve kills, zero deaths. Holy that's all I'm gonna say. Like, like bang bus for gamers. And like- <laughs> when I when I see this kid to this day, whose party it was, I saw him. I shit you not three weeks ago, and he goes, "You remember that time that you went 212 and 0 on Sand Trap?" And I go, "Oh, do I remember that time I went 212 <laughs> one, one and 0 on Sand Trap?" That? Were that's they amazing. Like, one how time how bad school? were they, and how good were you that you managed to do that? Funny story. They were pretty bad. Then the game truck employees were like, "All right." Yeah, we're gonna stop. put this kid in his place, and I kicked their ass too. And I was oh like, "Oh my ah. god, <laughs> <laughs> right. that yeah, fucking yeah, 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 rules!" Yeah. One time, time, one time in high school, this was like before summer. It was um, film class, but like we were in the computer labs, so we just decided to like someone had like a modded uh, Counter Strike, like the first one in the like they combined everyone to like 1. have the 6. land. Yeah, yeah, in the computer lab. It was like a giant land. I don't know why. Yeah, CS 1.6, yo. I never yep. fucking <laughs> played, like, Counter-Strike in my life. I, like, was destroying everyone. And you know my big, like, loud Italian voice? <laughs> they started trolling me by changing their gamer name, like, the the, ha- the name tags to, like, Geo is, like, in love with this person. Geo is a fat <laughs> F-slur. And I was, like, yelling. Like, I was owning people and, like, yelling... And the fucking film teacher came came back and he's like, Geo, I could literally hear you screaming your head up down the hallway. <laughs> and I was just destroying everyone. I don't know how. It was just like <laughs> the only games uh, so- I got away with playing in school were cool math games. Yeah, yeah. 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 Number number Rabbit. Wait, before around. before we uh, switch to that real quick, what, what uh, that I remember there was game? a birthday party that uh, oh. I went to a, of a friend's back. I had to, it had to be like early elementary school, like second, third grade, something like that. And he had outside set up multiple CRTs lined up in a row for us all to fucking play games and <laughs> land together. And that was oh, one of the coolest things I can vaguely remember from my childhood. <laughs> what was the one like computer lab math game everyone played? Number muncher. I think you're talking about Number Muncher, at least. This it was is like Math Circus something? Here. I don't math know Circus. Pussy Muncher? Yeah. Was it just this, Math Circus? This one over here. Circus. Oh my okay. god, Math Circus! Holy yes! shit! <laughs> yeah. I don't this, know Math Circus. This is the only one that Mass I know. Circus. I don't know different that different this generation. This uh, must have been I a always, Canadian thing. Yeah, it's Canadian. Yeah. I always <laughs> liked the Blocks game. Bloxers on Cool Math Games. So like a little block. And you have to get the block into the hole. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever play that one? There's also one where you had to run a lemonade stand and not run out of money. And that's when I learned that capitalism <laughs> hard. That's if the you one. Were a Canadian, if you're a Canadian millennial, you remember fucking cross-country Canada, man, with the, the trucking thing. That was mm. like hard. Hey, Remus, remember? 
Cross Country Canada? What? Yes, I remember Cross Country Canada. Yeah, if you were like, if you're a millennial from Canada, like you know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, I feel no, like my, we're just my, going down nostalgia lane. One of my already. favorite ones. No, 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 before wait, we, I, before we stop the nostalgia, this one over here, ski free again, different generation. So you, you oh might, my, you might not get it. Why do uh, I? Why do I know that? Is that the oh, one? Yeah, I remember ski free. Yes, that that's the one. Oh god, this bad. one. Yes. So I had Remind a computer class, and and to keep like I actually had a dream last night that uh, I discovered an old typewriter that I used to have because back in the day my parents they didn't buy me a computer, so I had to learn how to type oh, on the computer with an old fashioned <laughs> type, typewriter. Uh, conscious, it's amazing. <laughs> conscious Moss remembers that game. Press X to doubt. I don't think Conscious Moss was like alive when that game, when Love was playing that game, ski games. <laughs> I have no uh, idea how Love I know what that game. is. Like I feel so fucking old right now. By extension, I know, man. Oh my god. I know it's like I'm making you old just by, just by talking about it. I'm infecting you with my elderliness. It's but, like uh, the, it's sapping the, my youth. The, yes, the, exactly. Here, the, the old this Prince is the of Persia games. This is the motherfucker that always uh, that always caught you yep. in the end. Yep. You will catch and eat your ass. What was no, your favorite? What was your favorite Flash games growing up? My favorite was September twelfth. That was like my favorite Flash game. I would play for hours. I don't know why. Madness, my- Madness Combat. The, <laughs> my the Madness game. Combat game. Bloody Day. Bloody Day. That was really good. My, my there was this was, game uh, on. Go ahead. A Domo Kun's Angry Smash Fest. In fact, I want to get the iMockery guy game. to come in here to BTR if anybody has the hookup with him. There was this game I used to play on addictinggames.com. Yeah. And it was this uh it was this like car game. Like you could make this little car and like add different tires and like spikes and stuff to it. And you had to battle other people's cars. And I was like addicted to this game. I could not tell you what the game was called for the life of me, and it's not <laughs> on addicting games anymore. But I would play the game, I'm saying for hours and it was like not even that fun like looking back on it you literally just made your car and like there wasn't you didn't have to earn any kind of currency to get like you just build the car however you want and you just drove into other people and destroyed their car but it was like i spent so much time playing that game that that actually that actually comes to the essence of what i was going to talk about like that this is that that puts it right there you just like were like i didn't have to earn any xp or any fucking there's no RPG elements. There's no nothing. You could make a car however you want and just hit other people with a car. That's the whole game. But yeah. it's fun. <laughs> and that's the point. That's the reason that like new Halo sucks compared to old Halo. Because old Halo was just like about jumping around and throwing grenades at aliens and killing them and it was fun. And that's it. It's not about like <laughs> being competitive and like meta yeah. and like fuck I gotta fucking make sure that I know the strat dude before I go. I gotta to- pay for the I skin. Pick yeah. up the like I should just be able to just pick up the stupid controller and play the game and have fun and that's it. Right? And we have a exactly. comment over here from a uh, Wong Karwai super fan XOXO who says I used to play hentai dating games. I thought I no favorite part is down here. I thought I needed it. I thought I needed it to prep for dating. I love it. Oh, no! Powerful. <laughs> Powerful. Can you imagine if you grew up, like, as a millennial, playing hentai dating games from Frank's Adventure. Game? You remember you'd Frank's be, Adventure? Yeah, from Newgrounds. You'd be totally fucked. You'd be a serial killer by now. I swear to God. You would just <laughs> be one of these PWA's Twitter accounts. Oh. Did, you, did just, you guys ever play the P-way game? You'd be a Twitter! <laughs> like, Ravalo, whatever your guy's name is. My dick is towards the, the world. 
you guys ever play the game uh, Oligarchy on Addicting Games? Oh, yeah. That yeah, that was the one for me when oh, I was a kid. Man. I oh. love deforesting the Amazon and initiating <laughs> World War Three. That was like the pirate game we played on the school computers. That was, yeah. And it's like everyone would just buy rum and like the crew would die of scurvy. That was amazing. Yep. Um, and the, you know what's funny? Someone here... you... I, th th this game just real quick this game nights in the dreams this is my favorite game of all time it's really? old it's like from 1996 for the sega saturn my friend had that game growing up and i remember playing it over his house like all the time like that old one there was one for the wii too but the old one was way better uh, <laughs> no it's such a, it's such a beautiful game it's a work of art cast as well you know that game's actually like a work of art but it's still playable not like when these suits attempt to make works of art today with these games and they just all end up looking ugly and hideous and uh you know just yes. the graphics don't help it's, it takes, and, and it's like it's that, still to make something that's actually beautiful yeah you know what absolutely. i mean like that's that's why it's not about the graphics that's what the problem with these stupid motherfuckers they're just like yo if i make it so that you can see inside this motherfucker's pores my game is good. Well, I said like, that. No, actually, I, yeah. if I fully animate the horse's balls while it's walking around, like RDR, <laughs> RDR2, yeah. it's a good game. Not that RDR is bad, but what I'm saying is that, like, you. I compared it to, like, I, people. Noah that... did a video about this. Noah, Noah did a video about this. Battlefront yeah. 2, the new ones, are shit. They're shit games. But the old mm -hmm. ones are fucking amazing. If you go right now and go on yeah. Steam and play Battlefront, the old Battlefront 2 games, you'll find more people playing and have more fun than you would on these dog shit EA dice created. They're like, yo, what if we make Call of Duty, but we make, but we put the skin of Star Wars on it? Like, hot <laughs> take, hot take, that. right? Battlefield. Just make Star Wars. Battlefield Star Wars. 2142. Yes. Best Battlefield yeah. game. Well, bad company yeah. too is. Well, but... bad company, bad company well, yeah, too no, for the gunplay and for the actual gameplay, but for the team I'll shit. Bad company too. Twenty-one forty-two yeah. for the Wait, team you, shit. You want to know what's one of the ridiculous? You know what's one of the best recent battlefields? Mm. Cold oh. War. Cold, dude, Cold <laughs> War. Dude, the I fucking love, yeah. I love playing Battlefield Cold Cold War with the tanks. Yes, dude, absolutely. it's so good. It there is. Was, I I went like fucking because... like. There was one match I went like fucking 50 something and like two or three. And I'm like, and it was mostly from just me killing people in the tank and sniping. It was amazing. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, it was on that snow map. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. You can hide around that little that little like radar station with your tank in that lake area and you will just kill like 100 people. Like, it's, it's so it's good. Dude, I, I got to get back to playing because I haven't played it since they've updated with like more maps and shit. I've just been playing Warzone lately. My, I can't do battle royales, yeah. man. I just play it with the boys. I, I just, it's not yeah. too great. The but one I, battle royale that I really, really liked was uh, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, it was it was one. Uh, oh my goodness! It was only Scra big for like a little bit. Um, Apex. No, uh, uh, you had like Describe there was a little, little ca oh man. Why if I you say hyperspace, I'm gonna leave right now. No, Hyperscape no. or whatever it was. Fuck, it was on Steam. Uh, what, what's the one that Hassan played? Realm Royale, Realm Royale. Thank you, my love. Oh, Realm, Royale. Realm Royale. I was obsessed with Realm Royale. I, I was really good that. at Realm Royale. Um, another hot take. Um, 
thank you for having me here. Um, but my fiance is very hungry and he's been waiting for me to make dinner. You are checking all the points on the, yes. uh, on this uh, stream today. Everybody we offered to cook, but I didn't know how long we are going to be here. I was like, just, well, I'll just, I'll cook for us later. And then we've been here for a while, which has been really enjoyable. I don't want to leave. Um, I do. I Jessica, do have to, I, I, I wanna, I wanna show, I wanna show the fuck out of you. Where, oh. where could people find you? Well, this, um, I have it on my my little camera here. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of Jessics everywhere. Jessics, Jessics TV. If you just look up Jessics on Google, I should come up. Um, cause I don't know. But yeah, on Twitter, Jessics underscore TV. Um, I don't really stream on Twitch anymore, but I still have it. That's where I have like the most followers. Twitch uh Jessix tv and then on youtube i'm just uh youtube.com slash c slash jessix that's where i've been streaming recently i actually just got um monetization recently on youtube oh, nice. and nice. i just uh i just put in my information for channel membership so i should have a join button soon on youtube so that's exciting here we go oh, yeah jessix yeah I, that's I, like, my... I like this drawing I like Thank you. It's it's my my friend he he silly. Uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of her, but she does oh, art. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 She drew it. Yes. I wear high pants, so I mean, obviously I don't keep them up this high all the time. But I always have my pants up high, and then there's one picture I took like this, and then she turned it into. She turned it into a little drawing. It's like my favorite little avatar. Well, so. the one thing that we should definitely get into next time, and Jessica, I would love for you to come back. Uh, we're we're gonna have to definitely set something up in the uh, next couple of weeks. I would love to find out more about why you are a Vegeta stan. So. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I'll I... answer the question right now for Vegeta's her. Vegeta's the worst. He's the best character. The best. So. It's objectively, yes. I don't know if you've seen, but I have um a, my pinned tweet on Twitter for all of my fellow Vegeta stands. I've made some Vegeta fan cams, so feel free to post them in replies to people that you don't like. Um, so screw K-pop stands. We are a Vegeta stand, and Vegeta we fucking squad, like baby. Vegeta fan cams under people we disagree with. But before you leave, real quick, uh, my thesis for Vegeta being the best character in all of anime um, yes. is the Boo Saga, and that is why the Boo Saga is mm. also the best arc of Dragon Ball because of his redemption at the end. Um, and I, every time I watch it, when Vegeta admits that uh, that Goku's better than him, I fucking just cry like a little bitch. And it's it's beautiful. You know what's weird? Okay, I know I said I was going to leave, but one more story. The episode in Boo Saga, spoiler, by the way, if you haven't seen Dragon uh, Ball Z. If you're getting spoiled for years, Dragon Ball Z, that's spoiler, your fault. Spoiler, by the way. Um, no, but when, uh, when he, okay, listen. So literally the night before my dad just died in September, the night before my dad died, we watched the episode where Vegeta hugs Trunks for the first time. Oh. I bawled my eyes out because I missed my dad so much. He lived in the Virgin Islands before he passed. And then literally like the next day, my dad, my dad died. So it's like anytime I think of that episode, I get like three times as emotional. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. That's another before. episode that's just so hard. I was like, I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, oh, I miss my dad. Oh, I was like crying because I watched that episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's very hard. Oh, that's my yeah, that's my yeah. It's here. The Discord. Yeah, it's pretty lit. It's a uh, short kings by Tiny Meat Gang. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man, I yes, still I still feel bad about the... me. Thank you, Jessica, so much for coming in. Uh, no definitely problem. looking forward to having you. It was you a pleasure. On... Yeah. Pleasure being oh, you, Jessica. Thank you. Yes, yeah. it's nice Take talking care, to everybody. I will I will see you guys again. <laughs> nice you to soon. meet you. See you soon.
See you soon. So guys, yeah. we are we are I think gonna be uh, ending the stream uh, pretty soon. But I wanted to get the word on the street from Jules. Uh, how's everything going, buddy? How's everything going in New York City? Well, we just had the snowstorm. Everything's good, you know. It's just a new, it's just a new vibe, it, you know. Mm -hmm. It's uh, everything's completely different, and it keeps changing. I think people are kind of settling into a new normal while hoping it's not a new normal uh i think people are a lot less stressed from the media i feel like the media has kind of taken the anxiety pressure off the button which is allowed which is just sort of like allowing just the you know the the weather to kind of even out and you know hopefully there's a productive uh responses to these severe stressors because i think there's a lot of stuff that's not really uh easy to identify just because you don't see it so i mean we are technically in a great depression right now and you wouldn't really know it, it based on if you just like watch the news. I don't know. All right, Andrew, Jules, how many little kids did you fucking pelt with a snowball today? That's the real question. None, none, none. none. <laughs> that sucks. You gotta bully these little shits while they're young. I feel yeah. like New York in the winter is just like a uh, gauntlet of like people pelting snowballs at yeah. each other. Well, and, and so uh, you ever play says, the division? Uh, That's what it is. By by the way, uh, <laughs> Noah, do you know that whole "Don't Taze Me, Bro" thing? Yes. Remember don't yes, I okay, remember so that. The don't, the "Don't Taze Me, Bro" guy, Andrew Meyer, he is in our chat right now. He is a friend of the show, and he wrote. <laughs> NYC is dirty Hoboville. It's true. Look, Agreed. you're not wrong, Andrew, it's been but it's my dirty little Hoboville, okay? <laughs> I was just uh, there, and I remember I was walking it. around, and everything was boarded up, and I was trying to find a bar to drink at with my friend, and I was like, this is awful. Then we went to this Irish pub, and they were like, yeah, we got outside seating in the top floor, and I was like, all right. And by outside seating, they meant we went up into a room on the top floor, and they had the window cracked this much, and I was like... Noah, you, <laughs> like, that's you're beautiful. welcome anytime to come drink in my apartment and uh, with Jules if you're back in New York City. So, oh, surely I will nice. be back. I will be back anytime. Nice. Soon, also, honestly. little tip: um, Italy, which is pretty well known, uh, which is a giant Italian grocery store and multiple restaurants, they have their they have their rooftop open, um, which is literally indoor dining with the ceiling cracked open and yep. it fucking rocked. Nice. It was great. Yeah, I, w I went there with my producer and uh, and his friend when he was in town last uh, like a couple weeks ago, and it literally felt like indoor dining. I'm like, this rules. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, ah, I like this. It's warm in here. Yeah, uh, also, like there's a Korean restaurant I went to in Brooklyn that I, I went food to get uh, takeout for before going to my friend's house to watch shitty Sundance movies all day. And they let me drink indoors and it rocked. <laughs> we were ordering yeah, 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 to pay for them and I, my hands were so cold I couldn't even like get into my wallet. I was like, <laughs> they were just completely locked up. I was like, give me a second. I'm trying to count the bills and I'm like, one? It's, so <laughs> it's, like, it's great. It's been so. Wait, Hugbox, 
I know I've been kind of uh, on and off. You live in New York with the. I was, with... I'm from New Jersey. Okay, yeah, it's the same. It's the whole same tri-state. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But he lives it's in California freezing. now. Oh shit, man! What I live here, but I'm back. I'm back in New Jersey like all the time, though. Dude, what are you us doing up? in California? What are you doing? Yeah, everybody's you, going to Texas leave? from California. Paying all of my money that I earn towards the government is how it's been lately. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But what is even there to do now in California? Tim Dillon, who wanted there to be a presence for him in California, he's leaving. Joe Rogan left. Like Elon Musk left. I mean, they're is, all. Going is to it Texas. true? Is it true? It's a scene. Oh, There's still a scene out there, you know. And and mm. if unless you can create your own scene, or you you're already established, mm. and you can just bring your scene with you, there's something about. It's the same as like I was I was talking with my girlfriend, and we were talking hypotheticals about you know how would you even educate kids in the future, and I and I talked about oh well you can homeschool and you can do an a la carte thing and. The I went to the private schools. My dad went to the private schools. You know, my girlfriend went to these private schools, and I don't think the quality of the education is necessarily so impressive. In a lot of cases, I think it seems kind of poor, but it's the network that yeah. you get from mm-hmm. the school network. Yeah, that's and what it is, really. and then the network generally is like all those kids generally have very educated parents so even if the education in the school is garbage you're around kids who like i mean if you're talking about like the new york city elite private schools like you're kind of talking about some of the most intelligent people in the world and all their kids like in the same classroom so like your teachers mm-hmm. can be totally out to lunch but you're it doesn't really matter that getting yeah. a very you're getting multiple educations from multiple different angles. Mm-hmm. But no, that, that's, is it true? Um, it is true creating a network. I mean, I've had some, like in my school, grad school, I had like really great professors, but it's just that the fact that it's a smaller university, it's like, you can't really network with like bigger other opportunities. Like if I decided to like go from the master's to the PhD level, that was difficult, but no, is it true? There was a Salo forums thread, by the way, shout out to Nicolo Salo on Twitter, um, where he it was about like how California has this, like, especially Los Angeles has like this air of like oppression to it. Like you can almost feel it. Like it's got almost like this metaphysical, like uh, indigenous burial ground, like cursed vibes yes. to it. Is yes. it true? You feel yes. that? Yes. Yes. I felt, I felt it from the moment that I got here. I was oh just my like, God, oh. wow. Like I it literally like it, there's there's a great thing in, in an old Werner Herzog documentary where he says whatever the trees are in misery here and yeah. that's how I feel <laughs> yeah. when I walk around in California. It literally feels like there's it's like you know and I that old fucking Zelda game I can't it might have been Ocarina of Time you know the moon with that really weird face that's Majora's Mask Majora's, Majora's mask, mask yeah how dare yeah. you what the fuck I, I'm unannoyed <laughs> that I never played Nintendo but. I feel like that moon is just over the entirety of Southern California. (laughs) It it feels like there's something just grinning at you in the sky. Yeah. Well, you have one good thing about California, and it's uh, it's this. Oh, I got. I actually. He took him. I had had bags of cookies all over my desk recently. Well, my friend had (laughs) me specifically. 
Um, Noah, the the Camino gummies. Yes, I use the I use the Camino sleep ones sometimes when I can't fall asleep. Those are great. Yeah, the Camino gummies are fucking awesome because my friend um uh, turned me on to those when I was in LA last year, and uh, he he'll mail me that shit and fucking it's so good. It works. It's it's better than any other edibles I've ever had in my whole life. And then that's, yeah. I, I want to segue. I don't mean to talk about this too much, but like the only thing that I've noticed in my life is that smoking weed definitely does not make me feel good mentally or physically. But edibles, for some reason, I feel like if I eat edibles because I can't sleep and then I wake up the next day, I feel great. Like I feel yeah, fine. I, you know hate, I mean, like they don't they don't haze me. Different, too much, it's you know? a different I hate drug, smoking right? weed. Yeah. I, I love eating edibles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a di- it's a different thing. They're different. Drugs. I, I don't, yeah, I don't even same do like edibles as like a social thing for the most part. I really just do it like when it gets between like 10 to 12 o'clock at night and I'll just have that to just feel good and then just go to bed. Mm. Yep. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, I'm not even like, ca- like awake high. Like I just, I'll take them. They hit and I go to bed. You know, yeah. It's like- that's what I think. That's the best way to do it. Um, when I remember the last February of last year when I was cutting out drinking, cause I was going to the gym and working out and eating healthy and losing weight before all this happened before they closed Um, everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what I would do would be, I would go to, if when I was going to parties during that month, I would take edibles, wait for them to kick in and then just drink a bang energy. And I was fucking (laughs) edibles and bang energy is like an amazing combination. If you don't want to drink. Yep. It's a, it's honestly better to me. Fine. It's like yeah. it's like the speedball of uh, alcohol and uh, yes, <laughs> that's exactly how I describe it. I go, yeah, but but you have to wait ball, for yeah. the edibles to kick in first because if you if you eat the edibles and then take the bang, it sometimes will fuck up the high. I've realized, but yeah, bang energy is out of control. It yeah. really oh, is. I I drink bang when I really need to be awake for a while or I want to fucking party hard. Yeah, it's, it's it, cocaine and a can. It, is really, a, it mm. really is a drug. Like you kind of get a euphoric kick from bang energy. Rain as well. They're both similar. They put an amino acid in it. I don't know why. It's a uh, yeah. There's like a warning label on the back of it. Yeah, I you guys, still, yeah. you guys still go to parties? My God, like the old. I feel like I'm so boring, man. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I show this all the time. Uh, which I drink every day, which is Runa, which is an all-natural energy drink. There's no chemicals in it. It's all uh, tea-based. It fucking works. It's better than Red Bull. Uh, it's 10 calories. There's really nothing bad in it for you. And Because uh, I don't like coffee. And so I drink that, and it has more caffeine than a cup of coffee, and I buy it uh, by the case on Amazon. But, yeah, free shilling for them for that because I really love that brand a lot, and I don't have to feel guilty about drinking it compared to, like, Every other energy drink. So yeah, nice. for maybe sure. we can get them as a sponsor for BTR. <laughs> I know uh, I would kill to have them as a sponsor because I drink more of that than like probably the majority of their customers. <laughs> oh, the narrator four ninety nine US dollars. Ask Mister John Barthaldi Hugbox. Hold Dolly. I know the narrator. Yes, Hall Dolly. Uh, Hall Dolly. Uh, about uh, uh, about Ham's beer, please. Okay, I got to show this real quick, right? Okay. So narrator came down to our place out here in California recently, and they turned me on to this beer called Hams that I had never heard of before. It's apparently the cheapest beer in America. It's from Michigan. And it's like $12 for a 30-pack. And I was like, this is going to be shit. And the narrator looks at me, and they're like, no. (laughs) You don't understand. (laughs) Try it. I tried it. It probably uses the Michigan water. 
it, that's what they say from the land of sky blue waters. And so I crack one of these things open. I sipped it and I was like, this is my new beer. And it is my really? new beer. Cheapest beer in America. It's great. I went back where, where home you actually. Uh, you can get it at a bunch of places. It's probably around you. It, it's some like big company distributes it now. But I was back home and my friend's dad, my friend that I've been friends with since like first grade, his dad comes downstairs and he looks at the case of hams that I have and he goes, hams. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I haven't had one of those since the 80s. And I go, <laughs> I, I go have one. And he drinks and he goes, that's not that bad. He was like, that's pretty good. And he goes, that brings me right back to big hair and leg warmers. And I was like, hell yeah, it does. <laughs> What's, that's uh, a great what's beer, the alcohol honestly. content on it? What's the ABV? It's like, I think it's like 5%. It might be like oh, 4.8 wow. or something like that. Yeah, That's great. If we're talking right. about the 80s, you mean big bush and leg warmer. No, wait, that's the 70s. <laughs> I, I got the, the greatest mango deal. monster? I, I got the mango greatest monster. deal that I've ever seen in New York City grocery store on beer, which is these Bells Oberon, uh, which is a 16-ounce, a four-pack of them at the Key Foods by me for $3 for the four-pack. I think they just bought way too many of them and just couldn't get rid of them. But literally, <laughs> I stocked up on that beer, and that has been like all I've been giving my friends to drink because it's so cheap and it's five point eight percent. Also, easy, yeah. It's I'm a like big Guinness Extra Stout guy too because that's just that gets your shit done. Yeah, I, I, they'll probably sold out by now. But if they don't, next time I go there, I'm gonna clean them out of their stock. Hell yeah, I like asking them how much for a pallet. And then they give me this look every time. They're like, are you okay? Have you guys tried back when it used to be around Four Loco? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, four, God. Yeah, I, I drink Four Loco. Millennial right oh. there. Yeah. I tried that shit. I, the I last, actually, had I had a Four Loco last year because I'm retarded, and I tried their seltzer. And uh, it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever had, which was completely on brand for them. When we were like, yeah, taxi, pretty much. We had a, we had a four loco that was like this big, and it was we split that between like three people, and we st I'm pretty sure that we stayed up like l for like two days or something like that. After that, we were just like in a haze <laughs> the entire time. Oh, and then I, I need my to friend well, actually I need to throw a after. party and make jungle juice out of four loco and not tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, and we can do that for your party that you're gonna throw. We'll make four loco jungle juice and not tell anyone. <laughs> oh my god. I'd, we'll just throw enough juice into it that people won't realize we'd get it. Get swatted instantly. Just... <laughs> I feel like I feel like I have to like go to NYC. All my friends are there. I don't know. Yeah. You have to Geo. Geo. I'm only. I'm in Niagara. I'm only like six here. hours away. It's yeah, it's not, nothing. You have to come nothing. down here. Geo, move into my apartment with me. And oh, yeah, my God. there's Noah, there's still like a 50-50 chance Jules is moving in. Honestly, yeah. the way things are going, we'll see. <laughs> We can we can have a whole. That, I gotta, I gotta admit, like everything in Canada is boring as fuck. I gotta admit. <laughs> I got well. I'm doing a party up here soon. I got board games. I'm, this is this is home field, so I'm not sure if it'll be as Pokemon trading card game. <laughs> you gotta uh, get secret the last few times Jules has came over to my apartment. It's just been me and him and my other friends just playing fucking pokemon tcg and this pokemon drinking board game which rocks it's no skill involved it's all dice rolls and it's a ton of fun and gets you the more people that play the drunker you get and the uh, regular tcg who won most of the time was it you james or your friend or jules uh i mean jules was only still was learning me. how to play yeah it was terrence and james but and they they both have like a ton of different decks they've got it down and they, yeah, they know me, the cards me and so are pretty well. equal in skill 
they know the cards so well that they have cards in the deck with like Sharpie marker on them. So it'll yeah, say, we... it'll be like a picture of Diglett and they'll be drawing like a the Sharpie marker. No, like this is Mewtwo. And they like know the whole stats of the card. And it's just <laughs> Yeah, like... because we, we have so many decks and there's such just some cards. For example, there's this one card, Quick Ball, and like every single deck right now plays four of them. So it's like when you have like eight decks or so, you kind of run out. And so you just kind of write it on the card and like you know what it does is you're constantly using it. So the narrator 499 USD. Don't let this tiny little man trick you. He is an evil man. He thinks in and out is better than Culver's. You Midwest heathen. <laughs> in and out, is in and out better than Culver's? I don't in and out is way better than Culver's. In and out's fire. I and eat that shit on the daily. The meat. They never freeze the meat. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, is in and out the one with the smash burgers? Is that what they do? That's uh, that's uh, what a burger now. Yes, that's what a burger. In and out's the one that's like, where I live, like, we have like the biggest sourced. chains. It's pretty much in and out's fries are so bad that I remember the first time I had them, I was high, and I even when I was high, I was like, wow, these fucking suck. <laughs> that was the first time ever at in and out, I only had their fries, and I was like, this is shit. I was yeah. like, why are you making this huge? And then I had a fucking quadruple cheeseburger wrapped in lettuce and uh, i was like oh no i get it now yeah <laughs> so i mean i'm like, a picky eater different. so I, I only eat chicken um because i'm a fucking retard like that but uh hey, it's good I, for I you. had their fries because i was high know. i'm like well at least let me try the fries and i'm like wow the fries fucking suck but i, I wish we had chick-fil-a here man the burgers I smack, good yeah. stories i really want to try right. um fuck there there's a I can't remember the name right now. There's a chicken brand down. Oh, Zaxby's. I really I've heard so much. I've heard I, so my much. parents say Zaxby's is, is better than Chick-fil-A. And I'm really curious to fucking try it. Uh, Jules, do you remember? Do you remember my old apartment on 14th Street? Uh, the uh, the the coffin like uh, box apartment that I used to have with the Murphy bed. <laughs> I do. Was, like... I had to think for a moment, but I do. You had the corner shelf that was all built in. Yes, I had a built-in quarter shelf which extended out into a Murphy bed, and that was oh narrator one ninety nine U S dollars lose my number Noah. I can't believe we are friends. So, <laughs> so <laughs> when I lived there, right next door to you me, you had like and, a bong. You had like a bong. Like oh, in, I had several bongs. Quick access. You had several bongs. Wait, could we get yes, that again, Lev? You had several bombs. Yeah, bong. <laughs> g g g g bongs. Yes, Hold I had on. several. I want to, I just talking about 14th street and with the slip James just said, my yeah. friend who was the editor of the Michael Jordan documentary, when we were in school, he was in union square and he goes into his backpack. He's wearing like a tie dye shirt. He's got like short hair, sunglasses, and he goes to his backpack to pack a bowl. And all of a sudden a cop, like a van just like rushes in front of him. Like these muscle cops come out, they like turn to the ground, they're like, Jesus. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? And they're like, and he's like, It's just, I'm just smoking weed, it's just packing a bowl. And they like go through his bag and stuff, it's like a bomb squad. And they're like, Why are you being so sketchy? Like, Why are you being so sketchy? And they just like <laughs> give him the weed back. They all get back in the van and they drive away. 
What the fuck? Why did that happen? They, dude, that, that's one of those things that totally happened because like there was that's some, some sort of right threat. <laughs> yeah, like, that's amazing. Yeah, They're well, like, that's yeah. our guy. And they, they take him down. They're like, oh, that's weed. Never that's mind. such, like, a <laughs> good analogy for just, like, America and the government and, and in yeah. general. Jesus Christ. So, so this thing so like, Why are you here... acting so suspicious? Like, well, because you do this shit to me. Like, why so guys, yeah. what do you think of this sandwich? So this is in Bauhaus. This was right next door to my. Oh, apartment. Bauhaus rocks. Yeah, that looks and so this was good. this was the coffin chicken sandwich with like peanut, and it was gooey, and it was nice. So back when I used Pe- to get high, wow. when I used to have like several several bongs, like like we said, uh, and I used to work out, so I gained muscle mass during that time. But also, like the best part was going into that bow house afterwards yes and just mm-hmm. getting this amazing coffin bow and that was again i had the munchies and it was pleasant but that was my pleasant new york experience you know going on tinder meeting a japanese girl on tinder during christmas eve axa axa so, exactly and that was it's a love holiday in japan by the way so it definitely made sense and uh she used to make desserts for me afterwards that was nice but that was like you know that was a period of your life you have that great new york experience now i don't know what's going to happen to new york final verdicts on new york jewels do you think it's going to bounce back I mean, it's definitely going to bounce back. It's just a matter when? of time. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. And also, you know, I think a lot of people are going to leave. And uh, They've been the leaving, people that dude. stay will have a big influence in kind of how it rebuilds, right? To quote I mean, the Wolf of Wall Street, I'm not fucking leaving! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. You guys have so I'm, many. I might have to. I hope I don't have to. I'm not fucking but leaving. If I, if I left, I would go back and forth. I would try to go back and forth. But it's a. Mm. Uh, Where would you go to? Well, Andrew Yang, that's going to be. Florida, maybe. Uh, that's the Florida? future right there. I don't Andrew know. Yang. Texas. Yeah. Andrew well, right Yang now, is give Golden Sachs might move to Florida. Like, I'm, like, I, like, you know, I've been planning a lot with Olivia. Uh, she's thinking about us being in florida and then coming back here all the time fuck that florida's gay florida's yeah. where all people go to die look no, at miami Texas. isn't miami supposed to be like the next tech hub right now and look jules if Texas. you're right about the whole uh world freezing thing you know with the uh like that nasa guy wrote about the great solar minimum florida may not be that bad of a deal you know, as far as being a place that's not going to get well, that cold no you, you know, know what i'm talking about right oh i know what you're talking about well, I would just always want a base here. I really don't want to leave. The only reason I would leave is really if someone that I was with like just like needed to be somewhere else, and then I'd have to figure out how to make that work. And I think it should be like a decade. So after the decade, it should go back, but we may be going into a Game of Thrones winter is coming mode in New York where New York is going to be like Winterfell. And uh, I don't know. It's going to be a very exciting... This is why we're doing the Wim Hof method, by the way. Like, Noah, beyond all the other stuff, like you said, you are going to withstand the cold, and I'm going to withstand the cold, and we are going to mm-hmm. make it, and we're going to be tougher, and we're going to rebuild this fucking city. I mean, you're in California right now, so please come back to New York. I would love to have you as a special guest at the National Arts Club. I think that will be a great uh, a great thing to have. Lev is going to have me as a special guest at the National Arts Club, and I'm just going to get yeah. up on stage and say a slur <laughs> and then get dragged out by my feet. 
God. I've stocked up my coats. I should be around for a while. I've got quite a few parkas in the closet. Base. And uh, and with that, I think we're winding down. Uh, yes, yes, we are, Gio. I have to go eat. It. So, Got, guys, I just want to say, once Gio, again, that's why you order Chinese food during the stream. And then when your guy comes <laughs> and brings you the food, and man, of you guys, him, you point oh, at him and scream, "Uh, you're Chinese," even though he was Mexican. But that's fucking, are the you point. doing a Nick Mullen bit? You're Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Where did that come from? What clip of Come Town did that come? It from? wasn't. It was him doing a TikTok in an oh. Uber. Wow. Well, well, guys, this, the best this is like we pointed like you're Chinese. <laughs> uh, you're Chinese. <laughs> this is it. This man. is this is the end. This is the end of the stream. I love you all very much. This is thank you. Thank this, you, Noah. Thank you for having me. Games, my friends. Remus metaphor man. Thank you for having me, guys. I uh, I always and, appreciate and for, being on. And for any uh, last minute chilling over here, let me just open up the link. So, Geo, you have your own channel. And yes. it is a wonderful channel that I want to... Oh, I completely forgot. Here are all the super chats that I did yes, not talk about. Yes, subscribe to Giant Art Productions. And yes. I will... I'm going to start focusing on building my market website so you don't have to just DM me, like, personally for my art. So we'll see what happens. Okay, so he here it is. Here is the... Uh, Geo site. <laughs> Look at fuck James. Dota. Fuck Dota. Fuck Dota. Dota. <laughs> Dota is gay. Dota, Dota is gay. Wait, fuck Dota Dota. So not gay. to completely dox Dota my friend real quick, but one of my IRL friends, Pokemon his license plate is literally Dota. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> literally Dota. No, nothing there needs else. to be an intervention. Just Dota, all caps. Yeah. All right. Here is okay. Angel. Here, here are the super chats. Here we go. Okay. So forever young, ten Whoa, holy shit. This was five hours ago. I did not see this. This was before the stream. Forever Young, $10 via Patreon. This is amazing. He already killed so himself much. because Thank he took you. too long to read it. This is it's Mr. Young... Medicare level of waiting for Super Chats to be read. Yes, <laughs> this is... Uh... Okay, I mean... No, there there is a point to reading them as it goes on. I think it's a good balance to achieve here. By the anyway, way, this here. whole stream I've been listening to White Pony by Deftones on repeat. So nice. Excellent album. In the background. Excellent album. Super okay, yeah. super super iron bob, ten dollars. Fuck you, Geo. Everyone should pay <laughs> everyone should pay attention to me, the great super iron bob. Indeed. Uh okay, Pixel. Come on the stream, bitch. <laughs> Pixel Ghost. I don't know what this integer is. Is this a Frank? I don't know, too squiggly F-looking thing through Super Chat. Dreams propaganda is just all the underage fan art. Uh, Peter Faust, $5. Someone, and we already did this, but I'm going to read it again. Someone please say Nya. I cannot bear to remain in the world without Nya's. Is there anything to dream of except Nya? No, there is not. Gabe, $5. Dream Fucking cackles, man. <laughs> Dream is the human. Hey, Gio, you want to become a cat boy? No, no, That's, no, unless I can get, unless I can get the lemon, unless I can get the lemons that Nick Fuentes gets, I will not become a cat boy. Jules, head, head up, head up your boy with cat ears. So, uh, Gabe, five dollars. Dream my, is the if we uh, human, if you get, I gotta get, get just, Nick on because uh, my friend uh, Beardson's best friends with him. Yeah, oh I mean, God, no, I mean, let's let's see what happens. Let's see. It's it's all an interesting. Journey. I would okay. dead ass own fucking. 
Nick Fuentes in a debate. No, no, I'm good. not going to make that. No, I'm not going to make good, claims good, good. my ass can't cash. Bring him I'm not bring him on. Take that back. Okay, okay Gabe, $5 super would. chat. Dream is the human equivalent of the traditional Boston dish, ziti parmesan. Pixel goes $2. <laughs> that is an in Yes and no, yes and no. Piss with force, shark with grace. Conscious Moss, $5. $5 for Lev's betrayal to me. Yes, when I revealed she was also one of the people who was Fat Nala posting. Uh, Super Iron Bob, $5. Here, let me move this up over here so I could actually... Okay, uh, Super Iron Bob, $5. You've heard of FU money, but have you heard, uh, noticed FU poverty yet? We talked about that before. Uh, Conscious Moss... Five dollars. Where is that Naruto rug from? I need it, please. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask her about that. I already Naruto covered rug. that for her. I got oh, that. We uh, we covered you, that buddy. ages ago. I, I appreciate that. Then okay, welcome. so we and we did the n narrator. Everything with the narrator that is done, and those are all the super chats. Thank you guys so much for the super chats. And Aww. anything else to plug over here, James? Let's plug your stuff over here. So look, I see a, a lot of super chats tonight, but I don't see any of you guys subscribing to the MK Ultra podcast. That's Patreon. right. Well, what's going on? Um, so we what's have, uh, of course, the MK Ultra Money Twitter account, which is my personal Twitter account, uh, which a lot of you are probably already following. We have MK Ultra Money podcast, which if you haven't listened to it already, season one is all on uh, Spotify, Apple and uh, Google. Uh, some of it's on you. Most of it's on YouTube as well. And uh, you can catch all the premium episodes on patreon.com slash mkultramoney. You can catch the first two episodes of season two on the Patreon as well. And we are launching season two tentatively on February 17th, uh, as long as FODCORP gets me the, the art in time, which I believe he will. So, And, and FODCORP nice. also did the thumbnail for uh, our art as well. Let's yes. see. Why is oh, it highlight that, that fucking uh, that hero made. Oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. Check, check, I love check that. this out. Look, look at Hero. Great friend of the show. Look, look at that. Oh, sick. Hero. Season two. Sick. Here we go. I really want the Spotify link to work, which is, guys, yeah. go into the Spotify link, and you will you will get where you need to go. So that is pretty much... James, you are an amazing animator. I want to plug your stuff right now. So where do people go to I was uh, about to be like, dude, animation? I'm not an animator, and I keep forgetting there's another <laughs> guy named James in here. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on everything at Glass Cake. Uh, I make cartoons. Follow, watch them, or don't fuck you. If you want to watch them, fuck you. But if you don't They're watch brilliant. them, also fuck you. They, I hope they you are like absolutely them. brilliant. Glass and James, <laughs> James, I would love to have you back for an England stream where we could talk about the Nons Hunters. I'm noticing that that's a. <laughs> oh my yes! God! Yes! You know, no I, actually, I actually have, uh, I know a few people no that got involved in a couple of those non-Santa groups. It's such a huge thing in this country. The best is like the fucking... You guys got a lot of nonsense. I know, I know a guy, I know a guy that <laughs> got his have, start. Like, the fucking Manchester accent. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know a guy who got his start in uh, content creation where he started off griefing people in Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> and, and, and then he got bored of that and he became a non-Hunter. <laughs> wow. Easy. Yeah. And, and I like I like the name Shane Brannigan because I like to imagine what it would be like if it wasn't Shane Brannigan but Zap Brannigan from Zap Futurama, Brannigan, who was hunting the nonsense. 
that uh, with Kiff al- along along. I'll with him. send waves and waves of men against the Nazis. <laughs> and and, was... and one, one last thing, by the way, before we go, of course, Noah Hugbox. In the future, in the future, they'll have transhuman robot Nazis. By the way, just to, <laughs> just to let you know, it's such a weird British phenomenon. Nonsense. In Canada, we have this one guy. His name is Justin Payne. Does God's work. I, look up Justin Payne. His stuff is amazing. He, he right. hunts nonsense like no one else. So over here, okay, you have Noah's, Noah's hug box, of course, the man of the hour. And this is what's going down on Thursday. We are having the three creators of Cyanide and Happiness joining us live <laughs> on Thursday Chris Wilson, Bob Den Blaker, and Dave. You mean Rob? Rob, yes, thank you. Rob uh, Den Blaker and Dave McElfatrick. They are joining us. All of you guys are welcome to come in to that stream. And we are also going to have Cream of Dog. He is going to be joining us. A- Yo, I will be in chat studios. for that one. Excellent. I will be in chat for nice. that one. Excellent. Yes. I Cream love Yellow Swag Excellent. Studios. He is uh, he's an excellent fella. So that's it, guys. This is all the shilling. Uh, oh, and one more thing. We're more uh, thing. we're gonna do a uh, a sewing discourse about yours truly. That's and the right. Podcast, yes, so. MK Ultra Money Woo! coming at you. Sewing discourse. It is happening very soon. We're gonna we're gonna get we're talking about women posting that on. Uh, we'll we'll hopefully get some of my favorite posters on and uh, where's Arsen? Is, are you gonna get Arsen? Arsen, on? yeah, we'll get Arsen, Arsen on. Arsen's a madman. Um, you know, maybe I can contact some of my uh my cool guests I've had on in the past and see if they're around. I we're wish John McAfee also... wasn't in jail because I would get him on. But we're also going to get some women that he screen capped for Al's. So we're going to get a man John Mark Hunt on. Manda Marcotte on with yeah. uh, with uh, James, so it's going to be quite amazing. No, I'm kidding. That'd be oh, amazing. We got, we got more super chats. We got more super chats before we go. The narrator, oh my $2. God. Dollars. See, no, see James, what the hell is that? Yes. To, okay, thank you for holding him accountable to Ham's beer. You're welcome. And 50 NOK. What the fuck is that? Nor- is that like 50 uh, shares of Nokia? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me, let, let me translate this. Let me transmute this. So 50 and okay to dollar. So this is Norwegian money. Krona. Okay. Five, five US, 5.85 five five real US money. Dollars. That's going to be hard, <laughs> man. That's gonna be five hard. money. Yeah. No, but that's, but that's still great. I really appreciate it. Martin. Martin is our friend who lives in Norway. Uh, powerful Martin. Yeah. Love you. And, and we have next week the cyberpunk stream, too. Well, we? is it? Yes, yes, that's right. Is it? Well, okay, oh. hold on. We I'm going to tell you exactly. Hold on. I'm going to tell you exactly what is going down when, because I have to open this up and take a look at the schedule. Okay, so we have um, uh, Cyanide and Happiness, Thursdays, February 4th. By the way, guys, let me paste that link in again. Don't forget, don't fucking forget to get in there and to sign up. So all the people who are watching this stream right now, make sure to sign up for Thursday's stream so that you get an update about it when it's going to go live. So let me post this once again. But anyway, And subscribe to Breakthrough's press yes, the notification bell. We right never now. say that. Press that fucking notification yeah, bell. bell. Bang that bell with YouTube's your algorithm fucking is fucked up. Bang Just that fucking bell. press bell it. It takes death. like no effort. Or, Just fucking click that shit. Bang that uh, bell or James is going to ring your bell. 
You know, oh. and you don't want to have you don't want to have your bad. It's not, okay, not gay, but you know, a dude has to be done. <laughs> yeah, well, he's gonna ring it with I his bell. Like I don't man, know why I did a Jewish voice there, but I went with it. <laughs> okay, here's what's coming up. Okay. Feudalism, feudalism, feudalism. Tuesday, February 9th. Thursday, February 11th. Guess who he, we have back? Owen fucking Cyclops, he is coming back for a stream about psychedelics. Yeah. So that is what we're up to on Thursday, February 11th. Free for all Friday, Friday, February 12th. I cannot do a free for all Friday. Yes. This time we are going to have one February 12th. Tuesday, February 16th, Cyberpunk. That is what's going down. I also have Asian Andy written there because I wanted to get him on. That His name is just Ooh, there fuck, for the sake sick. of people like... Everybody who's listening to this shit, if you know Asian Andy, try to get him on. Try to get him on the stream. Any, anyone excited for the cyberpunk stream? I was the one that told Love to do I, it. Hell yeah. I would love yeah. like to be on yeah. that. Yeah. We okay. also... and, speaking, and speaking of Asian, Thursday, February 18th, China stream. We're going to be talking about China. And I want to find China. some... I want to find, find some Falun Gong motherfuckers i want to find some like <laughs> ma mainland chinese spies to bring some on epoch the times raiders love. yes exactly i think Pond it's gonna be a lot of fun yes and we are yeah. gonna have uh, i believe this is still a work in progress tuesday february 23 a sonic the hedgehog stream so we gotta, we gotta make sure oh terrence is around for, for that china, one Lev, you, can, you literally cannot do the sonic one without terrence so okay Lev, for the china one you gotta get my friend chinglikin you I mean, on Twitter. Terrence literally sold Sonic Shoe art to Chris Chan. So, uh, <laughs> I will not let you have that stream without Terrence on. Oh, and in the in in way in the future, we are going to have Gino Samuel. Yes, on. we are. Yeah, also, I feel like work. one of these dates this month, we, we gotta um, we we gotta get the we got or at least soon at least do the the Pokemon episode as well. Oh, holy shit! Well, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, try. No promises. Be... No promises. But I'm gonna try to get my friend from you know back in the day from school, Sarah, uh, to come on, uh, who is the voice of Ash Ketchum. Now, yes. no promises, no promises, but what? we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know Ash to, uh, Ketchum. Yeah, I know Ash Ketchum. I went to Lee Strasberg Theater Institute. She was one of my classmates back in oh. the day, and now she does the voice Fucking of Ash. Night. And uh, yeah. So she went Yeah, we definitely Ash. gotta do it when she's on. I hope she yeah. comes on so I can just be like, I hate Ash and I've always hated Ash. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst protagonist ever. But also yeah. Pikachu's pretty cool. Yeah, Sa like Sarah Sarah's great though. All right. Anyway, guys, this is it. Yes. This is the official end of the stream. I love everybody here. God you guys bless and goodbye. Subscribe, subscribe, and subscribe. Subscribe. I'm outside your house, non subscribers Subscribe. Subscribe. I am ending the stream. Goodbye.